Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the Power, to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. Throughout 
time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. It is Friday, June 3rd into June 4th, 2022, and we are live this Friday night, a very special edition of The Secret Teachings. We want to thank Joe Roop and Lighting the Void for allowing us to come on a little bit early tonight for our Fringe Farewell Show. Obviously, if this is the first time you're hearing about it and you enjoyed The Secret Teachings, you might be scared. But this is not the last episode of The Secret Teachings. I promise you, we are going to be doing radio into the foreseeable future and beyond. Joe Roop was nice enough to offer us this extra hour tonight, which I'm very gracious for, obviously picking up a lot of Lighting the Void Some of you obviously come over and listen to us on The Secret Teachings as well. So thank you so much for tuning in wherever you're listening, morning, noon, or night in the archives around the world on our website, thesecretteachings.info. I'm not going to give you the spiel tonight. You know where you can find the show. I will let you know that TST underscore underscore radio is our new Twitter handle. And of course, if you'd like to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com. I'll try to be checking the emails as best as I can tonight and also in the chat room over on Discord. So rdgable at yahoo.com for the email and on Discord if you want to communicate with us. We also have two numbers to call in tonight. The main number, 1-800-588-0335. That's 1-800-588-0335. Some of you know that. For those of you who don't, Maybe you know my number, 520-367-2064. That's 520-367-2064. And we will plug you in because we want to hear what you have to say tonight here on The Secret Teachings. A three-hour show, three-hour special. I have no idea where the show is going to go tonight. But what I do know is here in just a moment, we have Joe Roop from Lighting the Void. We also have two additional special guests. We have Jess Rogue and we have Michael Strange. And I think that we are going to have a very fun conversation tonight. And not just fun, but maybe it'll also be informative. It'll maybe be a little bit of an emotional ride. At least it will be for me. I know I've seen Joe already get choked up a little bit. I want to start here, and then we'll bring them in and we'll take calls. Basically, what is happening is from when I first started radio, and some of you might know this, so I apologize if I have to tell this story to you. You've heard it two or three times. I started radio back in 2010, 9, 10, and I was certainly not outspoken. Uh, I barely had uh, any kind of bass to my voice whatsoever. I actually have uh, part of the first couple of recordings I ever did on radio. It was horrible. Um, I was in film school. I went down to a local radio station as part of a documentary we were working on, and the gentleman that was at the radio station 
I was interested in what he was talking about. A friend of mine introduced him to me. That's why we were doing the documentary. And he asked me to sit down in front of a microphone and talk, which was my biggest fear. I hated giving presentations. I don't care if I'm behind a microphone, a camera, or in front of a class. So I sat down, and I remember the first thing I said on radio. First time, first thing I said. I said, celebrity is the new religion. And we just talked about that and shot the idea around, and that was it. Long, 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 long story short, what ended up happening was the individual who sort of mentored me and gave me that position, he passed away in a car wreck, and the studio reached out to me. The station reached out to me, 91.5 FM WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, and they said, would you like to continue the show? And I said, certainly. Um, I was honestly surprised they they called and asked me that because I, I hadn't been a volunteer there very long, so... They asked me to do it, and I realized at that moment I made a mistake because I had no idea what I was talking about. I barely squeezed out of high school. I was in film school because it felt like an easy way out. I did not like reading. I did not like <laughs> learning about anything totally contrary to what my image might be perceived by some of you out there today. So I ended up doing it. And so in order to have something to talk about and not sound stupid, I started reading large amounts of books, large books, small books, everything in between. I read about Atlantis. I read about pyramids. I read about anything and everything I could get my hands on. Uh, and the first woman I actually ever interviewed, her name was Shirley Andrews. And I remember so vividly, synchronistically, my first big noticeable synchronicity, her book about Atlantis was the first book I ever picked up at a bookstore. And then I ended up interviewing her for my first official interview. So a few years into that, I was eventually banned from the radio station uh, the details aren't necessarily important. What happened was I was talking about things that were, I guess, inflammatory toward the school. The school did not like me having a point of view or an opinion that was contrary to theirs and their president at the school who was actually friends with Barack Obama, the president of the United States. And uh, as a result of that, people threatened to kill me at the radio station. Security had to escort me to and from my car on occasion I was uh, harassed. I had my car actually vandalized in the parking lot. Um, and people around town actually knew me. Someone actually vandalized my car outside the parking lot somewhere else. And I was confused, folks. I didn't understand why people would do that. I just thought, hey, and I guess I was naive. I just want to have a conversation about pyramids and aliens. And I want to talk about what's going on. I don't know why people are spitting on me and threatening to kill me. I don't get it. Again, I was very naive and I had to learn I had to learn a lesson. And when I got kicked off that station, it was a big, big, big weight. And I did not know how to digest that weight because I finally found something I felt good at and excited about, and I didn't know what to do. So a friend of mine, Mike D., who some of you might know, he's a co-host of ours, Mike D., set us up with Dark Matter Radio. He got a hold of Keith Rowland, and they selected The Secret Teachings, which we changed the name of the show in 2013, The Secret Teachings, and we uh, were lucky enough to get on Dark Matter. And the long story short there is after a while, they were telling us that they don't want us to talk about some of the things we were talking about. Too controversial, libelous, slanderous. And I had to debate with them, and I had to debate with Keith, and a little bit with Art, but not much with Art directly, just through email, about how it wasn't libelous or slanderous if somebody else printed it and I simply am reporting it because it's a court document, it's a court case, it's a quote, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in that case, what ended up happening was no matter how much proof I provided to Keith Rowland about the show 
and I was very honest about it. He eventually told me, if you don't censor your broadcast, if you don't cut those content uh, bullet points out, those topics out of your show, and those included, uh, don't talk about the Catholic Church, don't talk about uh, Republicans, don't talk about how uh, you know, evil you think George Bush is. These are literally things that they told me. Um, similar thing to Coast to Coast. Jim Mars once told me that Coast to Coast told him that he can't come on if he bashes George Bush. So I was told all those things, and I eventually said, forget it, whatever. And I, I was removed from the network. And as a result of that, uh, there was no doxing, um, but I published the, the, the text of the emails that Keith Rowland sent because I wanted to show people behind the scenes, this is what goes on in the radio world. This is, what, this is how people act. I don't care if it's Keith Rowland, Nart Bell, or it's a tiny, dinky radio station that I started out at. This is how people act. We don't talk about that. That that's No, that's too sensitive. Don't say that. That's libelous. Don't say that. That could be slanderous. Don't say that. That's offensive to this group of people. And if you, if you don't say that, then this group of people over here, they'll, they'll be happy. And that's part of our audience. We gotta, it, was just an, it was annoying, frustrating. And again, I was naive. I thought, what does it matter if it's true? What does it matter if it's true? If it is a true statement... It's not an opinion. It shouldn't offend people. And if you're offended by it, you need to get your ego and you need to get yourself as a human being in check because there is no excuse that an adult human being should be offended and become hysterical and in some cases threaten to kill me at a radio station because you don't like a, a factual piece of information or an observation, which is an opinion. And you're entitled to yours as much as I am mine. So I got removed from that station. And what ended up happening was we moved on and we were invited to come on to another radio station. And part of the reason uh, we ended up out of dark matter outside of the, the censorship issue was uh, a man named Jimmy Church. And uh, I've been very vocal about that. Jimmy Church was someone who was tr- they were trying to build the network around Jimmy's show, my show and Michael Vera from L&M, his show. And uh, Keith Rowland told me that I've got the emails where he said that those were the three were the three shows. It was Jimmy Church one, Michael Vera two. We were three. And he said that um, Jimmy Church, who actually interviewed me, I was on Fade to Black. Jimmy Church had an issue because he went behind everybody's back and went on to coast to coast and basically stabbed the network in the back and, 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 and jumped ship and didn't communicate with anybody. So I called Jimmy Church out on that. And Keith Rowland was, in my opinion, so spineless Keith Rowland actually told me to apologize to Jimmy Church while Keith Rowland was walking around with a knife in his back. So I thought, well, that's weird. Why would you act like that and defend somebody and protect somebody who literally just stabbed you in the back? And I realized right then and there, oh, it's because of money. It's because of power and influence. That's why. So I learned my lesson there. Michael Vera picked me up. We did a long stint on L&M. And then here came the Art Bell drama. Heather Wade comes to the network. The Neelys, some of you might remember. If you know, if not, it's not a big deal. But this group of people came into the network. They ripped the network off. Michael, who I actually had on my show somewhat recently to tell the story, uh, L&M, which was very well known in the radio world, kind of collapsed. And uh, Michael was relegated to just doing a, 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 a show a night or two a week. And we were picked up by Joe Roop and the Fringe FM. And when that happened, I remember Joe telling me, because uh, I didn't I didn't really know Joe that well. But he said, listen, if you come over here, there's not going to be any because he had heard that there's going to be censorship issues and all that. Uh, I don't know if I feel like Joe might have said something to me like this, like, hey, there might be death threats, but there's not going to be any censorship. So there, <laughs> there there's no censorship censorship. Sincerely, there's been zero censorship 
at the fringe FM. In fact, if anything, since I started at the fringe, Joe Roop has actually, I think, encouraged me to be as vocal and not to be an a-hole, but as offensive as possible within reason of the content that's being discussed. So I always respected Joe for that, and I've always loved the Fringe FM over the the handful of years that I've been here. And you might have heard Joe talking earlier. Joe did say that year about a year ago, year and a half ago, we were in uh, Bloomfield, New York. We were living next door to each other, kind of in the same old farmhouse. And we were talking, and Joe said something to me to the effect of, um, because we we had been discussing, you know, other opportunities and other networks and other radio hosts. And he said, hey, if you ever get a chance to, you know, if you're going to fill in for somebody or if someone wants you to replace them on a big radio show. And we specifically were talking about Ground Zero because Clyde Lewis and I are pretty good friends. And he said, hey, if Clyde ever asked you to do something like that, you got to do it. I'd tell you you're stupid if you don't do it. And uh, over the year, uh, the last year, um, we we were actually on a, an aftermath stream, which was part of Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis's uh, uh, production over there. And uh, they had asked me to come full time over to to Aftermath FM. Uh, aftermath FM was another stream parallel to the Fringe and some others. And I told them no because I was loyal to Joe and I'm loyal to the network. And uh, they had wanted, you know, a, a different kind of a, a setup there anyway, like my archive would be different. So I didn't I didn't I didn't agree to that. And I told Joe I didn't agree to it, but they, they did let me do a separate show on the weekend, which was fine. And everything was everything worked out well. And then they shut down that aftermath FM. And so here we are on the secret teachings and we're talking tonight about how this is our last broadcast. And I know that people who listen to late night radio are probably more conspiratorial minded than I am. And I want to take this time to address these, these um, potential rumors before they get started uh, that the reason we are leaving is because we've been given an, an, an amazing opportunity on ground zero. They're creating for us more details later, but they're creating for us, and I don't even want to say it because it just sounds egotistic, but I just want you to understand that Joe Roop and Lighting the Void and, and the Fringe FM and everybody here who's been so welcoming and accommodating Michael and Jess and others, uh, Alex, uh, when I've spoken to him and uh, even Gigi when we've had conversations and you know a few others, uh, it's because of the support here and the listenership that I'm, I feel humbled and I don't even really know how to honestly express it in words. I don't know how to vibrate it and verbalize it. Um, they've given me an opportunity to take control totally of my archives. They want to give me advertising. They're building section. They want to build section of one of the websites for me and the show. They're creating a new app just for me and just for Clyde. And for those of you who know late night radio, you really can't do much better in terms of where you position yourself in that, in that community. And I feel so honored to have been on the fringe and the fringe has been the platform that allowed me to go to that, to that level. And so it's not that Joe and I hate each other and we're stabbing each other in the back. And it's not that there's a conspiracy involved here. It's one, it's a business move, but two, there's also a, a, um, an intuitive instinctual thing that I know that Joe had expressed earlier that this is, a right move for myself. And although I am very, very 
I'm very sincerely saddened. I've been uh, plagued with uh, kind of a little bit of grief the last couple of weeks, despite how positive everything has been. I, um, I'm happy and I want to share um, whatever thoughts come to mind tonight, and I want to share them with uh, everybody that's on the call with us now, and we're going to also take calls tonight. So again, let me give you that number, 1-800-588-0335. That's 1-800-588-0335. And then my number, both of them should work the same. Mine will come through Skype, 520-367-2064. So I told you guys 20 minutes, and I think I nailed 20 minutes exactly. So Joe Roop of Lighting the Void with us this evening on The Secret Teachings as well. Joe, can you hear me? How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm, it's a very bittersweet thing. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I used to talk to you a lot about magic and stuff. And I remember this quote that I said, man, I thought Israel Regardi made the best quote when it comes to radio, right? And I tell all this, all of this to the people that come and start doing like radio. And it's this quote, the exact quote is nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. And this makes me think about Ryan. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. And for someone that's been doing a, a radio show for this long that you've been doing it, regardless of all of the obstacles, all of the bullshit, all of the drama, all of the technical stuff, all of the problems, whether it be personal or professional, the secret teachings pushed on and pushed on. And, and I can tell you, there've been many times that I've had phone calls with Ryan where he was about to pop, but he kept his cool. And he said, no way. It's like, often, I'm going to keep this thing going, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep this thing going. And one, and you know, a lot of people, they get into this stuff, whether it be podcasting or radio and you know, every, I know I get it, man. We all want to be Art Bell or Joe Rogan. I get it. But my thing is, is if you just stay persistent, you'll, you'll, you'll get there. There's no way you can't because most people will give up before you give out. I believe, and, uh, I believe part of it is also how you define success and what makes you happy and what, right. if you don't have a definition of that clear in your head and you just go with the standard social definition of I, well, making money or having a house or whatever the case is, then you might never be successful. I mean, cause, yeah. because I can, tell you, I can tell you this, Joe, and we're going to bring Jess and Michael on here as well. I can tell you this. I'm, I've always been honest with people. When I did a fundraiser to go to a conference, uh, the first conference I went to, Contact in the Desert, I was honest with people. I said, I'm going I'm to tell you how much we're making in donations. And because of that, somebody said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of the honesty. I don't hear that a lot. He's like, let me just buy you outright the plane ticket to go to the conference. And mm. I, I, I've always thought and I've always felt and I think and I know that it's, it's the right thing to do is just to be honest with people. I live on like $1,100, $200 a month. And I can't even, that's the most I've ever made. And it's only because of people who buy a book, subscribe, or sometimes people throw me a few dollars in donations. And Dude, that, yeah. that to you me is success. Too. We I've both seen live how that you way. live. I've seen yeah. how you live. And that's not asking for money. That's just simply saying like, honestly, I'm not here in a fancy house. I, I have a, an old car that barely runs like you do. <laughs> Yours is way worse right. than mine. You have deer, right. deer jump into your car. 
literally you had a deer jump into your car. I, yeah. So the, and my computers and technical problems all the time and everything is old and falling apart. And, but it, I think it, sh- I hope that it can inspire people that you can still do something, even if you don't have the investment money to put into, to, into it really. Cause I've done all this without, I've done it without financing funding. I've done it without having expensive equipment. Uh, this microphone somebody gave to me, the only thing in here I bought outright was this board uh, some people had helped me buy um, a computer or I had worked for it part time. So the reason I'm telling you this is because and, and same, same thing with Joe is like if you define success as what sincerely makes you happy, you might still have to work another job part time, full time. But at least the thing that you're doing, that you're building and you're creating, that is the success. That is who you are. That feeds the spirit. And I think ultimately that's that's all that matters. Yeah. Do you, do you remember? uh when we went on Union of the Unwanted, just Charlie so cool, <laughs> and those guys, they, yeah, love I Charlie. mean, we got love friends Charlie. over there, right? Yeah. But, you know, Jay Dyer and, and the Jesus, Hotep Jesus or whatever, I think he was on Joe Rogan or whatever, too. They were, they were talking about, well, how come, uh, he was talking about a cultist, and he said, well, if you're an occultist and you're doing magic and stuff, how come you don't have a lot of money? Oh, I remember that, and yes, thinking, yes. And I was, I thought, dude, I felt so kind of like insulted but then i laughed on the inside because i was like i'm living my dream you don't understand like i've manifested my life the way it just everything happened by faith alone you know like i drove on faith you've seen it many times (laughs) driving in the car i've seen it these people i was in the car (laughs) (laughs) they didn't understand what i was talking about and i couldn't ever get across to them by following your heart and focusing on like bettering yourself, like the occult path was really all about becoming more authentically you, right? That's right. Not uh, what you define, like you say, is success, not making sure that, I mean, look, if Lamborghini is a success, you fine, but that's not what it is to me, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that, okay, so yeah. I'll tell you one thing, and then I want to bring Jess and, and Michael in as well, and then we'll just have a, a long, drawn-out conversation. We'll take calls, and there's no breaks tonight. We're going to try to go three, well, we'll go three yeah. hours tonight, maybe longer, who knows. But I, uh, I'll i tell you two things. The two things that were I was the worst at in school, I don't think I've ever told anybody this, the two things I was worst at in school, number one, public speaking, number two, English. That includes writing and reading. Now, Get out of here. literally, yes, all I do is I write, I read and I do what amounts to some version of public speaking. And I don't know Are if you that's serious? Yes, sir. I don't know if that's a that's a subconscious desire to overcome things that I wasn't good at or there's something divine there, but I don't know. I hope that that's inspiring to people because I'm the last person on earth to give you a Tony Robbins style uh Joel Olstein style, you know, speech and pump you up and, you know, the spirit is in you kind of a thing, but yeah. sincerely that's I mean, I'm up. I'm, God doesn't want you I don't to know. suffer. He wants you to have a G5. As long he as I have to. two. <laughs> Let, let's, let's, bring, uh, let's bring Jess and let's bring Michael on to the broadcast because I've never had Jess Rogue or Michael Strange on The Secret Teachings officially. We've had Michael call in before. So uh, let's bring uh, you guys in. Michael, Jess, how you guys doing? Hey, Ryan. Uh, thanks for having me. Hey, Joe. Hey, Michael. Uh, you know, gradu- I want to say congratulations, Ryan. I haven't gotten to speak to you in a while, but I'm really happy for you. And I'm really sad to see you go, too. Thank you. I sin- <laughs> sincerely appreciate that. I remember telling you like about, was it six months ago, seven months ago or something? You were talking about putting all the effort and work into what you do. Yes. It might have been like nine months ago. 
but you keep doing that and you become successful. I feel, I, I hope that you've seen the reward of it. I have. And I appreciated you saying that, you know, um, I, I just want to be cool. Like you guys, all of you, <laughs> you are cool. Like us, Jess, trust me. You're cool. Like us, you might be cooler uh, than me. No, you guys are always going to be family to me, wherever, if you're here or not, Je- Jess is, Jess went out on kind of on her own for a little bit. And I was like, no, not yet. Jess, not yet. You know? And then she came back. She's like, it's nasty out there, Joe. Oh, it is. It is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's all good, you know? And then, and just like does the news for free, you know, and, and it, and it beats her brains to the bone. And then every now and then she's like, Joe, can I please, for the love of God, have a break. She's so sweet. And I'm like, yeah, you can take a break. You know, it's like, she, she'll do the news to the point to where she's crying about it. And that's how much passion and effort she puts into the station. That's what you you have to do. That's what you have to do. Even if you have to record a a fake news segment where you say, this is just Rogan. I'm just totally burned out. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I should just turn one in like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's a lot, man. And, um, I, I try, you know, like I want, to, we need to bring Michael on here too, because Michael's yes, kind of Michael. isn't Michael the newest? Are you are you still the newest guy of the group? He's not new, but like the he's the newest addition on to the, the family on right? the fringe out of all four of us. Yeah, I think so. Michael, what's but going on? Hadn't you been here like a year? Hasn't he been like a year? A year? More than a At year? Least? One year, four months, twelve days, and sixteen hours. Well, he's got one I'm of those. Just, wow. He's got one of those debt clocks. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, what was you going to say? Michael knows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's, it's something to that effect. It was January of uh, 2021, I believe, when I started. So it's been a year and almost a half now. So something like that. I, I, but yeah, I mean, I'm I, the new guy. Hey, I'm the new guy. But that's okay, right? Because guess what? This isn't about me tonight. This is about Ryan Gable. This is about hard work. This is about uh, nose to the grindstone. Congratulations, Ryan. Uh, this is this is um, this is a big step, man. Uh, as you know about me, I've talked to Ryan quite a bit. And uh, I told him uh, regarding the Fringe FM, I knew who Ryan Gable was so long ago. And Joe's going to laugh. And Joe probably hasn't heard this story before I ever knew who Joe Roop was. And because, uh, not, not, I know, uh, no offense there, of course, but meaning that uh, I used to listen to Clyde Lewis for five hours back when he was on the radio. He'd, he'd start at 7 p.m. He'd go till midnight. And when I was done with Clyde, I'd be like, oh, God, what now? <laughs> and so I, I, that's why I found Fringe. I'd turn on Fringe and, and Ryan, Ryan's into his second hour on the show and j- just spitting hot fire all the time. I'm like this works. I could do this. <laughs> and so that's, that's how I, that's how I learned about fringe. That's how I learned about Joe Roop and Jess and everybody else. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Right. But again, still back then, I like I said, I was the YouTube guy. I was still like, I, I kind of feel like I'm not a radio guy yet. Right. Well, things change. Well, <laughs> and here we are. Well, first of all, th- thank you for saying that. Second of all, what you normally do after you listen to five straight hours of Clyde Lewis is you, you need to do something to get your head straight again. Cause you feel, you feel like you might want to commit suicide. The world's so yeah, bad. You, you need to like get around some positive yeah. energy a yeah. little bit, which is how it I shows feel. intense, man. Like both Ryan and I have been in the studio during the show and it's not a joke. No, like, it's not. It's not. Clyde's like this cool laid back happy go lucky dude out in the world. But as soon as you get into the studio, it's like, well, see, dude, he's bossing people around. Get me coffee. Get me that. Yeah, let's do this thing. It's like, damn, dude. All right, let's do it. You know, I, I wish people could see. I mean, we all do things differently here on the fringe. Like I, I know 
I mean, I, I guess I can't say I, I know, but I, I feel like I know that all four of us probably prepare differently. And for me, uh, yeah. I mean, we're all actually like just different archetypes. Joe's laid back. Okay, listen, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about Joe and I'll tell you me and then Jess and Michael, you guys can go. Joe, Joe has sometimes literally, it's like 1158 when his show is at midnight and I'm sitting there on the porch. I'm like, don't you have to go? He's like, yeah, I'll go in a second. And I'm like, but did you even, who, who do you have interviewing to, or who you interviewing? Who's on the show? He's like, I don't know. I got to check. I'm like, dude, the show starts in 60 seconds. <laughs> You're not even upstairs yet. And then he gets upstairs then he, and, and he does the interview and it's great. And I'm thinking, whole, there's no way in hell I could do that. But I will say, Joe, there is something to be said about mixing that kind of attitude with what normally for me is intensity from the m- moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed of like, I'm printing articles, I'm, I'm collating things, I'm highlighting, I'm finding connections. Oh, yeah. It's intense. But I can tell you the, the best shows I do is it's when I sit down, I have a general idea, and then I completely improv it. So there's a mixture yeah. between the two of us. And I think that the extremes of both sides, if you mix them together, you get a good product. So I don't know. Is, yeah. it, is it that intense for Dude, you guys? No, Jess, like, Mike? seriously, Ryan would freak out on me on the porch. Sometimes, oh, I would. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would. Like, even when, uh, I don't know, it's like uh, every day almost, he's like, what are you going to do a show about? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> sure. And he's like, don't you have a guest coming on? And I'm like, yeah, it's, I would either know or I wouldn't. Usually I'd kind of know, but sometimes I wouldn't. And Ryan would just be like, dude, I, he would just kind of like, look at me like, how the hell, like, why are you not freaking out right now? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like it's, I've, I've done the same thing so long. I think I got this right. But at, at the same time, we do two different kinds of shows. I mean, mine is more laid back and then I, I just question and answer type stuff. And then Ryan would do the journalistic I'm talking about Bob Woodward style journalism. He's got papers and he's highlighting stuff, dude. And he's going at it. And I I was always jealous of him. And I think he was kind of a little bit jealous of what I did a little bit too. But the man, like Ryan killed it. Ryan, the thing, here's the thing about show prep though. I've had so many bogged down bullshit shows because I didn't prep and some really great ones. And I tell everybody this, even though I don't do it, but if you prep, every time you're going to have at least you have a show to do you know what i mean like no matter what happens for me uh i just i can't do it and look when we would go out (laughs) ryan would be like what are we going to do we would plan everything so we're going to go to the the what time are we going to go to the great lakes are we uh we're going to leave at 130 we're going to leave 135 i'd be like dude let's just go let's go so there's like two different dynamics between me and you man Oh, it, oh, yeah. it. oh, yeah. You should ask Hope about it. I want to know everything. What's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> I don't, what, what, about, what about you guys? What, Jess, Michael, what about you? How, how do you, you guys feel that intensity? You're more laid back. I feel like Michael's kind of a healthy mix between Joe and I. I don't, Jess, you seem like you're kind of chilled, but then Joe said you're, you're also getting like pressed and, and you're about to. I, <laughs> I over prep way too much. I'll spend like, way too much time prepping a show and then i find once i get on the air all that goes out the window absolutely so and it happens constantly constantly yep that's that's (laughs) that's the experience you learned from that experience what about you michael 
Yeah, it is kind of a mix between the two. I, I like to have a good idea. I think the most important thing to me is just um, being interested in what I'm talking about, right? That's that's the most important thing because it's it, forcing yourself to talk about stuff that is just kind of, kind of on the edge of that is um, it's work. It's more like work, right? So I, so I literally try and pick just a, a wide variety of things that I'm truly interested in. And so it doesn't feel like sometimes I do prep a couple hours. Sometimes it's like an hour. Sometimes it's it's drawing on interest from years ago and just kind of uh, putting pieces together and talking, but I cheat, as you guys know, I cheat. <laughs> uh, I ask for calls and get calls. So cheat, so cheating is good, right? Because uh, sometimes, you know, you, you prep uh, a lot and, and get barely through any of it. Right. Well, so how do you do that? I can't get anybody to call in my show. I'm begging people. I'm like, I see your freaking dots. I see you listening. I'll start calling <laughs> out cities and States and they won't call in. And when I listen to your show, the freaking phone's ringing all the time. I'm jealous as hell about it. I love it, though. I can't believe, Michael, that I, I'll just, I don't know how this is going to come off and sound, but I can't believe you knew about me before Joe or before the Fringe. <laughs> when people tell me that, I don't know what to think or what to say about it. Like, I don't, how, how did you I, hear about me? I knew about you before then, kind of. Well, you, so. Yeah, well, you did, too. I don't understand that. I feel like I'm just a guy in an apartment. I get really angry at the news, and then I take a walk, and then I do a show, and some some people have heard about me. It's just, it's a weird feeling, you know, I don't be a good feeling. It is a good feeling. I just don't want to get any more knowing than that. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want like a horde of people at a conference. You know what I mean? I think, oh, this, well then we need to have a talk tonight because you're <laughs> about to go on into one of the biggest audiences there is in this genre. And oh, if you like, yeah, I'm so, setting up a separate email for the people that want to screen. I'm going to have two emails. If you think I'm a Christian, and you want to yell at me for that, there's this email. And if you think I'm not a Christian and you want to yell at me for not being a Christian, there's this email. Because that's the right. biggest thing I get. <laughs> that's the biggest thing. And that's the biggest thing I've gotten when I've been on Clyde, too. It's like, you're not a Christian or you are a Christian. I don't like it. It's always about that. And then people are throwing the Bible at me. It's weird. I, I don't understand what that is. But that's a there, big yeah, thing in radio. There are no occult symbols on the dollar bill. I, I remember I thought, what? <laughs> like, I'm sitting here in Clyde yeah, Lewis's studio. Someone <laughs> called in and they're like, there's. There's nothing occult about the dollar bill. And I remember looking at Clyde's face and he was just like, I can't believe this. Right. So it, it, it was like, he does have a lot of like the polarity of Christian, non-Christian audience. You know why? Listening, doesn't he? You know why it's, con you know why it's confusing? Because like, like myself, I quote the Bible a lot. I've got a whole yeah. religious section even here in my, my studio and I quote the Bible. So people hear that. And they're like, oh, this is the, oh, that's Corinthians. Yeah, I like Corinthians. And they'll listen to it. And then when you say, okay, by the way, also, I think communion is a metaphor. And the feeding of the, the people with the fish and the bread, that's a metaphor. I don't think Jesus actually cut the bread up into hundreds of pieces. Oh, now you've done it. And then, it's, and then it's right to the email. Let me tell you something, okay? You need to learn about the Bible. <laughs> it's the funniest yeah. thing. And it doesn't make me mad. It's the funniest thing in the world. So I, I got, I'm going to have to set up two emails for that. But that's... That's good we stuff. We get calls to the station sometimes. Like, I don't want to bust anybody out, but we get a call to the station every now and then. I'm trying to get a hold of Ryan Gable. I am out here. I need help. Help. What am help. I supposed to do? Like, what, what am I supposed I'm to like, do? What in the hell is going on? You know, and then I would say, Ryan, you need to call these people. He's like, I can't do it, man. They're going to just, they, they act like they're dying and like they're on some deserted island. When they get on the phone, they talk to me for five hours. I'm like, mm -hmm. bro. That's happened to me like seven times, you know, I don't know how to get away from it. So Ryan's like, don't pick up the phone. Don't, don't. He's like, they want a book. I'll talk to him for a minute. 
And I'm like, all right, bro. It was like weird stuff has happened for Ryan on the station. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, or if you want, like, I mean, some people have messaged me about those opt-out forms for the vaccines or masks, and we've gotten people yeah, out yeah. of out of that. Like, but tell me that's what you're calling about, and don't just call and be like, oh my god, it's an emergency. It was like, if it's an emergency, call nine one one. What am I going to do? You know? <laughs> have you guys ever experienced that, Jess? Anybody ever done that to you, Michael? To you? I don't hear Probably anybody. Not if I oh, had to go. think about it that long, right? <laughs> uh, you, you guys are going to laugh about this one. Check this out. Uh, the, the most interesting calls I get because the, the number is persistent if you call, and so I pick, you know, get the voicemails later. Uh-huh. Is I think I got put into a flat Earth network somehow. <laughs> and, uh, in the same day, I got several voicemails from people uh, describing how my view of uh, the cosmology of the universe was completely incorrect, and they they wanted to, they wanted to correct uh, my worldview, and I and I chuckled, and then I was like, wow, I have another one, and so I listened to the next one, and it was somebody saying the exact same thing, oh. somebody different, and I'm like, no, come on in, the next one, exact same thing, somebody different, I'm like. How do we get here? What What is this? Like, yeah. Anyway, so it was one of those ones. If you guys know me, I dodge flat earth as much as possible. <laughs> not to piss anybody off. I know it's as polarizing as you dirty Christians and you not dirty Christians, right, mm-hmm. Gable? Absolutely. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like people get so so triggered about that stuff. I, I don't know. Like, it's not interesting to me, so I don't talk about well, it. That's, it's, well, that's But space, space is, now space is interesting. And I talk about space as, quite a lot. So I guess it yeah. triggers. Earthers, as long right? as you don't, don't talk about the heliocentric model. How dare you? Yeah. All right. All right. Dude, flat earthers get pissed, man. That they yeah. think you're an idiot if you don't start <laughs> if you don't believe what they believe. It's like you know, it's almost like when like, a girl's like, Marry me, and you're like, I don't know if I should. How right? dare no, like, you? What? What? You know, it's like you can't. That's what they want. They want you to marry their ideas and they get mad if they don't. It's interesting. You know? It's interesting because I noticed, Michael, the same thing that you're saying. And and for anybody listening, I hope that you don't interpret this as four radio hosts getting together and complaining on a Friday night. I, I hope yeah, that be, I hope that this is informative in some way, but don't the, get me started. <laughs> <laughs> we we've had like I I notice those trends too. I'll get like a a string of emails from completely different people, different parts of the world, and they'll start trickling in. And I'll get, have you talked about the Tatarian Empire? Talk about the, on Patreon, on e- my email, Facebook. And then, I mean, I even had somebody call in one time, Tartaria, and then it switches from Tartaria and it'll go to the most recent one was the snake venom. Talk about the snake venom. Why haven't you talked about that? What are you covering up? What are you trying to hide? And it'll go like that in cycles, like whatever social media allows for the alternative media to discuss as the big topic. Then people ask me, start asking me about it in the same way. It's like it's a weird thing because you can you can see, smell, taste, touch and hear the mind control. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Michael, do you do? Sh- did, did we talk about Michael? Did, I, we never got down to like, do you do show prep? Well, he was, just he, run, was, you, he was saying yeah, it's kind just, of like a middle ground, right? Yeah, middle, middle ground. ground. Sometimes I freak out. So like, uh, <laughs> for instance, we did one on, one, on John D. I mean, like freak out because I don't know anything about like British history in those terms, right? Okay. Like I can probably tell you more about 1776 and American history. We grew up here and went to school here and right. So like, like that's an easier fallback for me, just to sort of like a knowledge base. But I was doing a show on John D. and magic and how, you know, he conjured in the British Empire. And I freaked out a little bit because I knew it was coming, but I had no idea barely who John D was. And then the Protestants and the Catholics and all the drama, you know, I was just like, 
So I freaked out a little bit and I, I went nuts and like read all kinds of stuff for like two days. So it just depends, right? It kind of just depends on my knowledge base and how comfortable I feel about, let's say hip shooting. I, I'm okay hip shooting and um, kind of taking ideas as concepts and then extrapolating from there. But yeah, show prep to me is it's one, it, it could be one or the other. I like I, if I can lean on some common themes, easy peasy. If, if, if I don't know anything about who the people are, I have a hard time. I, I, I do, I go overboard just so I know, have kind of a, a, a basis of uh, understanding of what the hell I'm, uh, Hey, who doesn't like knowing what the hell they're talking about? Right. <laughs> That's why I started I do that all the time. I'll start talking about something. Then I'll just stop myself and be like, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know. I'm just being honest with you. I don't know shit. That and might so be the like, best thing you can do sometimes. Just ad- <laughs> yeah. ad- 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 admit that you don't know. Like I, I that's the best way to do it. And that's, I mean, that's why I started reading all those books years ago at that radio station because I was taking over the show. I'd never done something like that before. I had no idea. I was very soft-spoken. I thought, oh, my God, people are going to think I'm really stupid. I need to read something because <laughs> I hated reading and I hated public speaking, so I had to learn quick. I'm just curious. Like, Did you read, like, communication or broadcasting books and stuff like that? No. No, I did not. So what I did was I – and, and I want to ask you guys a question. We'll go down the line here. I was – I was interested in reading about anything from UFOs to, you know, pyramids, sacred geometry, you name it. So I read about that kind of stuff for me though, when it comes to picking up like how to format something how to host a show that came naturally, I think from experience, but it also came from listening to other radio shows because like, I'm like a very visual person or an auditory person. So if I hear somebody doing it or I watch somebody doing it, I, I can tend to pick it up very easy. That's how I actually learned how to play uh, basketball really well. And I almost had an opportunity to go to college, never had training practice. No one ever showed me what to do. I just watched other people do it. And then I guess I'm lucky in that way. I can, I can do that. And that's a skill set I know some people don't have, but then you guys have skill sets too that I don't have. Like I can't do a show in uh, within, I can't prep a show in 60 seconds before I have to go live. So, so Joe has that ability. I don't have that ability, but I'm, I'm curious We'll go down, go Michael, Jess, and then Joe, and then, and I don't know, I'll give a, uh, an opinion too, but Michael, what is one piece of advice? Just, we're going to talk about so much tonight, but what's one piece of advice for somebody who, because everybody wants to do podcasting, what's one piece of advice from a, a, a seasoned radio host? Uh, don't give up. Don't give up. I, I think the biggest thing about podcasting anymore is if you look at the, the statistics, there's millions and millions and millions of podcasts, but I think they say something to the effect of like 90% plus of them give up in the first like three months. Yeah. Stop. Just literally stop. And look, uh, if you go back, like a, the, part of the reason I left like our oldest archive stuff up there, it's not, I peeled some of the worst stuff out, but I left the very first episode up. So you could see, right? Like, you get good. Okay. Practice. You get good. I always say time and pressure, time and pressure, time and pressure. It, it will make, it, it will move mountains, right? Like a, my, my equation there is to the Grand Canyon, right? Water carved the Grand Canyon, time and pressure and water you, you, made that happen. And so literally you just keep coming back. You keep coming back. You keep coming back and just don't give up for crying out loud. And the thing, the cool thing too, is uh, there for, as far as podcasting radio shows and talking goes, there are no rules. There's really no rules. So like, you know, it's, it's good being influenced by people, but also why don't you break the rules? Like, why don't you do a musical interlude? Why don't you, if you can sing, why don't you like bust into song? Like, I mean, there's so many things like the human, the human mind and and voice 
is magical, right? And we talk yeah. about magic. I'm like, I'm like, I don't believe in magic, right? But I don't know. When you're talking about people and things they're capable of, I think you might change my mind on magic there. So number one, don't give up. Number two, it's okay to be influenced, but don't don't try to be like everybody else. Just be you. Be interested and do what you want to talk about. That's it. I, I, you know, it's a simple formula, but uh, and what's the other thing? I think uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier with Joe. Uh, something about success is, you know, 80% of the time you just just showing up. You show up yep, 80% yep, of the time or something, whatever that thing goes. I don't know. Like if you show up and like punch the time clock and, and this is the beautiful part about it. Nobody's forcing me to, nobody's forcing you guys to, we do it because we want to do it. And that's, that's the beauty. Talk about things that interest you and don't give up. Please don't give up because there's so many smart people. I've met so many smart people that should be doing this stuff that aren't, that just are not. And it's like, come on, like you guys are way smarter than me. Let's uh, let's get in here and get our voices out there because people need to hear us talk. Well, I, yeah, that's, that's some advice. It's very sound advice, I believe, sincerely, Michael. And I, I want to fact check you, though. Um, if you listen to our good friend, David Wilcock, he actually says the Grand Canyon was carved out by nuclear bombs so and lasers. So he also said the military is stealing our gas out of our cars and stuff, too, though. So. Well, listen, they could be doing that right now. Don't. Don't discount it. While we're here, they're out there taking the gas out of our cars. I just wanted to fact check Michael and make sure everybody knows the Grand Canyon was probably created with lasers. So, All right. Anyway, Jess, what about you? I'll probably echo a lot of the things Michael said, because, you know, it is like for me, I've been at this for a few years and it took me a long time to get where I am and to be be myself and be confident on the air. I think that is the heart. That was a hard thing for me. And even now I'm still kind of working my way through that. And I know, you know, that do, just doing this and keep doing it and you just get better. Um, and, and, you know, that's one thing I could say. The other thing is, you know, just oh, be yourself, be caught. You have to be confident. And that's, that's what people will enjoy about your show is if you're you, if not, you're being someone else, then it's not genuine. I'd say that was, that's what I think. Also sound. What about you, Joe? I say if you do it, well, she's totally right. But if you do it long enough, it won't even be confidence anymore. It'll be apathy. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Like apathy. You'll be so, especially if you're doing like what Ryan's doing and you're talking to a microphone, that's not easy. I go crazy every night when I'm talking. I hate it. Like I want to talk to somebody because the normal conversation for the brain is when you speak you get something to speak back and then the brain knows what to say and that's comfortable it's not comfortable to sit in front of a microphone and speak and nothing speaks back it's not comfortable for the brain even right so you have to train yourself as a broadcaster to do that if you do it long enough and you play with your mind enough and let me tell you the mind is a den of scorpions that i will never understand you know, that's a t-shirt. That put, that's a t-shirt right, right there <laughs> that I've that I've put through so much through this microphone. But however, you start to become so authentic that you really don't care. At least I could say that for me. Like you, you couldn't care less what people thought. And it's not because you're. It's not even about confidence. It's because you've been on the journey so damn long that there's no going back. I don't know. That's how it is for me because the whole show thing for me is an exploration of consciousness. That's why I like starting it fresh and then I just start yapping and then people are like, oh, you know, 
I kind of like what you say or whatever. And, and I'm the whole time I'm, I'm speaking and judging myself, speaking and judging myself, speaking and judging myself. And it, it's not easy at all. Uh, so you really can't care what people think, or it's going to make it worse. It's going to make it way worse. You know, earlier you said that people want to be the next, this or the next, that the next art or yeah. the next, the next George or whatever. Um, in a sense, right. In a sense, in a sense. But, and some people really, and, and that's fine. I mean, if you want to be inspired by those things, you inspired by people that are the greats or people that are, you know, subpar or whatever. I mean, you can learn from anybody and everybody, even if you're learning to not make that person's mistakes. Um, I've always said that kind of in the same vein that I don't want to be Art Bell. I don't want to be Alex Jones. I don't want to be George Norrie. I don't want to be anybody except me. Yeah, and, right. and, 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 and it's as cliche as that is like, if you're not yourself then I don't feel like you have anything to, to provide people because if you're just providing the same regurgitated stuff that everybody else is providing. And, and I don't mean that from the point of view of looking at like an individual, like an art bell. I mean that from the point of view of, I don't want to hear every single talk show talking and regurgitating and repeating the same exact thing. I don't want to hear the same so-called conspiracy shows repeating the same thing. I want, and this is what motivates me. I want to provide something that is unique and different. And, um, I guess I'll try to give you just a quick example. I mean, it could be something controversial like abortion. It could be something controversial like guns. It could be something controversial like, um, I don't know. I can, I could probably think of a million different things, but if we just stick, let's stick with guns and abortion. I tell people I'm not pro or anti anything necessarily. I, I want to see things from an individual basis. What is your argument? What are the circumstances? What's the context? How do you define these words? Then we'll have a proper discussion about it. We're not going to be able to have discussion with coming in hot on the left, coming in hot on the right, coming in hot with God, coming in hot with atheism and the devil. None of that's going to solve any problems. None of that's going to make for a debate. It's going to make for two people that don't want to listen to other people scream at each other until one person gets tired of it and walks away or hits the other person. I want to do something that provides a different perspective and a different angle, even if it's on something that's kind of as politically, I would call it stale, because I'm tired of hearing about those things. But I want to take those types of things and I want to put a new look to them. And I want to address something like the occult or the esoteric. And I'll give you one example. You know, people talked about, people talked about these two, two things I did a show on. They talked about George Floyd and they talked about January 6th. And I did a show on both of those where I said, okay, January 6th, whatever you think, I don't care. What I'm curious about is, do you know what January 6th is on the calendar? It's the feast of epiphany. It's the celebration of Osiris. So there's a deeper esoteric meaning behind it, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with anything in, in, in Washington, D.C. that day. I said also an insurrection is defined as people carrying guns to overthrow the government, not people with flags in a hysterical state. But then I said, okay, what about George Floyd? How did they, de how did they depict this guy? It doesn't matter what happened in the case of the police or the autopsy that says his neck was okay. None of that necessarily matters. What the point is, George Floyd was a, a guy who was not really a good member of society, had a lot of problems, and they turned him into a god. And then they literally buried him in a golden coffin. It's MSNBC, CNBC. So what does that mean? Well, it, in, in Egypt, the god Osiris was literally the black god buried in a golden coffin. So when you look at things from these different angles, I find that 
for me, that's it's invigorating and it allows us to obtain a new view, a new point of view on the world. And I, I know from my audience and people that have emailed me and I've talked to over the years, it's invigorating to them too. And it's, re, it's rejuvenating and it, it brings light and life back to things that in the radio world oftentimes can be stale when you're just sitting there saying Bigfoot, ghosts, 9-11, conspiracies. Okay, can I get money now? Because that's unfortunately what a lot of it's become. So I guess my advice would be find a different angle and the angle is going to be found with your unique one in eight billion points of view. And even if it's similar to other people's points of view, you can always put a different spin on it rather than staying with the standard black and white uh, uh, subscription that we all have to to the standard quo, the status quo, the narrative of, of whatever, the mainstream alternative, etc. So you can take things that are esoteric and occult and paranormal and you can apply them to things that are happening as current events that you otherwise are just tired of hearing about and create something new. And I think that's really what, for me, that's what radio is all about. At least that's my intention. See, I'm so out of the zeitgeist. They put that some bitch in a golden coffin. They, yes, sir. Look it up. Look it up right now. Somebody look it up. Not necessarily you guys, what? but anybody. Look it up. CM, type in CNBC. Can you imagine floating above coffin. your body and looking at your coffin and it was made out of gold? I bet. I wonder what. I'd be like, man, just put me in the ground, man. Like, really? Like, what's the deal with it? They, the they, had, they had to perform a ritual. Yeah. And the thing is, here's the other thing. I don't, it, it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything. You know, I, there's an, there's an archetype there and people are, well, why would they do that? Why would they perform a ritual like that? It's like, I don't know. Why do you get up and have coffee? The rising every day? sun. It's the rising sun always, right? It's the birth, death and resurrection always, or the checkerboard floor, you know, conspiracy yeah. Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. 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 But you why, guys, you know, you can call in too, if you want to speak. And farewell, Ryan, right? Like the phone lines are open. I, I just dumped some of your donations on the phone line, by the way, to get to open it back up. So it's 1-800-588-0335. We have five lines. So you, you, and, say uh, you're, you say your number better than I did. 1-800-588-0335. That's been the fringe number forever. I tried to get all the hosts to use the same number and use the same system because I thought it'd be more memorable, but that didn't work out. But I still drive it home, right? It's like one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. And Dance and Dave, when he talks about it, he uh, he says it reminds him of a vacuum cleaner commercial. So it is close. You know. to, give it to us one more time. It is close to a commercial, late night commercial. One eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. That's the number. Look at there. See, maybe uh, what's her name was right. You just gotta say it enough, and someone will call in. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, seven zero eight area code. You're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Hey guys, it's Malorcas forty five. Malorcas forty five. What's up? Oh, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Sad but happy. Sad, happy, sad, happy. Yeah, happy, sad. Yeah, it's a mixed bag, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've been uh, listening to Ryan uh, for the past year or so. I signed up for his archives. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, it's. Yeah, it's uh, your show is really insightful, and I really appreciate all your efforts and hard work and bringing the information that you present. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I was sound asleep, and someone put on the Discord chat at everyone, and then uh, <laughs> saw that it's your last show. So I was like, "Oh my god!" But you're going on uh, Ground Zero, so that's cool. It makes sense though, because you're on Saturday shows on there, and. Uh, 
you know, our constant cast on our Clyde network. So you got your own show now. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel honored to have been on the fringe. I feel honored to be, uh, to be in the presence of uh, you guys, to be in the presence of both an audience and, 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 and hosts. And then also to have other people that try to get me. It's really, I, don't, I, I really don't know how to, to address it. I'm just very appreciative of, of you guys, of listeners, of hosts uh, of the fringe FM. And of course, everybody at ground zero that have been so kind and nice to me over the years, just as friends. And now with this opportunity, um, I'm kind of speechless and stunned. I really appreciate you calling in oh. and letting us know your thoughts. I will say, I will yeah. say this though. What do you, I think, I think Malorcus that if the fringe and I'm going to get a little egotistical here, cause I think I should, if the fringe wouldn't have found Ryan Gable, he would have still made it to ground zero, but I don't think it would have been as fast. I don't think it would have been as fast because they, the other network had him on a Saturday at two o'clock or something. I'm like, listen to this guy's fucking awesome. Like, why is he not? prime time material well, let, you know what i mean let, let me tell you something here's oh yeah definitely here's something that could be dangerous though watch out when i left the the wprk i found out recently they literally bulldozed the station it was there since oh, that's not gonna happen nobody's oh, no. bulldozing my station all right so nobody's gonna bulldoze the station that's good <laughs> it was there since 1954 and they bulldozed is the second oldest radio station in the country college radio so then dark matter also collapsed in on itself after i left well, a couple of years after I left, and L and M is no longer a network. So I feel like I had a small maybe part I'm the, of the L and M thing. You did. Though. You certainly did. You sunk that battleship partly. I think. Let but me tell you something. The Fringe FM. Be careful. The Fringe FM is going to be the one station where people are going to be like, you know, when this some bitch is not going away. So you need to. It? You need to prove to people that <laughs> I'm not the one torpedoing the torpedoing the stations because it looks bad on me. That's three stations. Well, that this is go down. This is also the first station where you're leaving. True. Where they're not going. True. Damn. Look at that. Getting rid of Ryan Gable. Thank God. And talking a bunch of shit. Now we're celebrating the fact that you're transitioning to a better position. So. The Fringe FM will not die, shall not die. It will thrive. Good, good. You got to prove that to yeah. people. I, w- I would imagine your archives and stuff like that aren't changing, right? You're still going to have all the shows posted back up. Yes, I will. I have a, a comment on Facebook, and I think I might have put it on Twitter. But if you go to Facebook or if you email me, rdgable at yahoo.com, I wrote a little tiny uh, script of all the different details. The archive stays the same. The only difference is the show's going to start a little earlier, and it'll come on right after uh, right after Clyde. So that's the only big difference. Everything else will be the same. Yeah, that's cool. I remember you talking about people wanting to know about that snake oil and uh, all that <laughs> other. Um, I can't think of the top of my head. But uh, hey, have you ever considered looking at like the electric universe principle or model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Over, uh, uh, is that the Talbot guy? He's one. Uh, well, Troy McLaughlin covered it, and um, Peter Mark Adams. I got his book, uh, Game of Saturn. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, like from what I've looked at, the stuff you cover on your show, you cover a lot of it already. I just don't even know if you noticed that or aware of it. I'm not aware of it. What's the name of the book? I'll write it down. Um, I could actually send you. I have the hard copy of. Uh, Peter Mark Adams' book, uh, Game of Saturn, but Troy McLaughlin, um, Saturn Death Cult, is uh, only a PDF. He talked about making a physical copy of it, but it would be like 80 bucks, and he didn't know if anybody would spend that much money on a, on a hardcover book. 
But if enough people get involved and, and want it, you said they'll do a limited production of it. And I'd love to grab a hold of that one. You know what I you know what I do is if I have a PDF or something and they don't have a copy, I just go to the I go to the printer and I just print it and then I put it in a binder. So I make my own hard copy. I mean, if you have that PDF, yeah. send it to me. I'd really appreciate that. No, it's it's Amazon, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to buy this through Amazon, but I might suck it up and actually do it. But like I said, I do have. Um, Peter Mark Adams book and that was like 80 bucks but I mean it's got great illustrations in it and stuff it talks about like the, the debt-based society uh, you know the slavery for like you know debt-based slavery and uh, Illum- not Illuminati but like rituals and why the elites are reincarnating themselves and stuff along the lines like that I, <laughs> I'm kind of on the spot I was like I said I was sound asleep and then I got that little notification and then I, I knew you had an announcement at the end of the week, but I wasn't sure what it was. And now that I know what it is, I'm like, oh my God, let me at least call in and you know say what I want to say. Well, it's, di- it's divine. Yeah, this is, it's, it's crazy. Divine intervention that you got the notification. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome though, right? Like, see, here's the thing. When we were growing up, all, we, all I listened to was like growing up. Well, let's just say a few years ago, like all I listened to is Art Bell. Yeah. Art Bell is great. But now if you're a listener, you got, you know, you got, you got Ryan Gable, you got Clyde Lewis, you got coast to coast, you got the friends, you got all kinds of stuff you can listen to now as a listener. I can only imagine it's like ADD for everybody. Right. So, you know, like things are more accessible to like, yeah. When I said, I put this in the chat, um, there's guests you've done Joe. And then like Greg Carwood's done also, and then a few others. And like your interviews next to Carwood's, like you, you like you know all the prep work he does, reading the books and his intros that are famous and stuff like that. Like your interviews are are really good, just especially if you're just winging it. Like it's amazing. So you have like a natural talent. Yeah. So like well, as far as prep work, you you just you have it upstairs where you, you could just I don't know maybe you just I just gotta stop being a, or what? Yeah, I just gotta stop being a lazy some bitch. You know, like I get, I get all, I get all messed up in my head emotionally about my love life all the time. So I'm not on the air half the time doing what I need to do, you know? So like, uh, I want to get back into doing that and have all the guests on and stuff. And, you know, I talked to Greg actually, um, when I went and spoke at that event and he was like, why didn't you ask me to be on the fringe? I'm like, dude, I asked you like 10 times, you know? So now, you know, the higher side's on the fringe too. So it's a good show. Yeah. Great. Great. That's cool. That and Charlie Robinson. You ever heard of that guy Lee Goldman or Legal Man? I know Graham America is the one that pointed me in his direction. I like his work too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, the, the attorney out of Texas. You want to bring He's, some other uh, callers was, in here and have everybody yeah. just start well, just start like talking all at once? Well, I have. That'd I, be cool. I've got a call on my line too here. If you Do want you? to go, yeah, 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 I got a call. I got two more callers waiting over here. Okay, hold on. It's one eight hundred five eight eight. You guys go, Malorcus. Oh, you, dude. All right, you can. Did he hang up? If you want? I'm here. I'm here. I'm uh, here. You have any last? No, I'm here. I didn't know. Any I'm last here. words before you go? I don't want you to have something in your mind you wanted to get out, and then not be able to do it. Um, just keep. In the words of Greg, Greg Carwood, keep fighting the good fight, Ryan, because uh, I'm I'm really like like really love your show. I love Joe's show too. I love you, Joe. You know. Yeah, I just I've been hearing more of his work. Uh, that's why I subscribed to his archives. So I just I'm like addicted. 
you know, I want to hear all this stuff. I mean, what am I supposed to listen to when you're not on the air? Like that Dude, guy you, couldn't eat, you know, it's like, meal it, in there. it's like television. That's what I'm saying. Like one night, if one of us isn't talking about something you like, you go to the other one and you just flip back and forth or you listen to the archive or I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I think it's cool. It's fun. It's kind of like the worldwide, I guess the worldwide world of sports. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's fun to have all this stuff going on to me, you know, because my next project is to grow one of these other people and get them on like bigger things that are with us too. Cause that's what I want. I want like five or six or seven big radio hosts out there one day going, well, I got my start at the fringe FM. I want, I want a big radio host to say that one day, dude, I want, hope Ryan does. I hope Ryan gets like massively freaking, you know, uh, syndicated. And he's like, well, you know, really the, I started doing like five nights a week on the fringe FM and things just took off after that. Boom. Well, Joe, I mean, <laughs> wow. you, you'll be that big host one day saying I started the fringe FM and I'm, now I got all these other hosts working alongside me. I'm Bastard conflicted along. though. Like I love the station and I love my show, so I don't know what it's, to do. It's going to be time. some kind of like, um, is it behind the music or some of those like TV documentaries? They're going to have like the, yeah, the, yeah, I know what you're saying. The Burns photo, you know, they're going to move the camera by the photo. They have a picture of Joe in the studio, and he's be like, yeah, it'll be like a little documentary someday. Maybe we'll, yeah, that's what will happen. I knew, I knew what. Well, the big chair and a cigar. One day, I know what you're talking about, because one day I went to Portland, and I sat in front of Clyde Lewis, and he was eating rice, and he slammed his hands on the table, and he leaned forward, and he said, Joe, you've got to take yourself more seriously. And I'm like, why, Clyde? But why, you know? And now I see, <laughs> now I see why now. Uh, right, we, so. well, I, again, thank Definitely. you, so, thank you so much for calling in, and I really appreciate you listening and supporting my show and supporting the network as well. And I'm you're glad, awesome. I'm glad that you're going to be out there listening. Stay in touch. Yeah, I, I haven't talked to you guys in a while, and uh, I'll try to call in more if I get a chance. When I work, I've got some nights uh, coming up in a few weeks, so. I'll call on the Michael Strange show too. Hell yeah. So, all right, you guys. Yes, have a great night and uh, let somebody else get on. All right. All right sounds later, good. Later, brother. All right. Let me, let me get this call, Joe. Uh, how long has yours been waiting? Because mine's been waiting a while. I got six minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah. Mine's been waiting way longer than that. Way mine's longer like than 11. that. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to take yours? No, no, no. It's okay. Bring, bring them on. Then we'll, and then we'll go to mine. All right. Two, four, eight area code. You're on. Who are we speaking with? Is this Brent? Okay. What's up, Brent? Hello? I'm here, brother. What's, what, what's on your mind? You're on the air. I would just hope... Listen, I would just hope that either of you would have author Jonathan Kahn C-H-N now I'm curious. Are, are, are you calling? Hold on a second. Are you calling in to give us recommendations? Because you can do that through the email. It would be best for tonight because we're 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 having a different kind of show. But if you want to give us the name, we can write it down and try to get in touch with them or send us an email. Can I give you a reason why? Well, yeah, you can send it in the email because we got a bunch of calls to get through. So you can, if you want to send it in the email, we'll I'd be I'd be happy to read it as long as you keep it relatively short. You give me a reason. In two, 
in 2001. <laughs> He's just going to give you the reason. What's well, up? I ain't got time for the reason tonight. So I'm... No, seriously. Seriously. No, seriously. Okay, did the guy hear... The market's open. You... All right, what's what's the uh, email address? It is R as in Romeo, D as in Delta, and then Gable, like Clark Gable, the actor, rdgable at yahoo.com. And I think I know where you're going with this. I've had a few people send me something to, I think, the effect of what you're talking about with the markets and the different signs and all that. So I will look at that, I promise. The Shemitah. Yeah, a few people sent me. The Shemitah. Sent me info on that. Yeah, I'll be happy to look at it. Try to send it over twice for me, okay? Because sometimes things get lost. All right? Thanks, Brent. Yeah. 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 Bye-bye, brother. Thanks, All right. thanks for calling so, in. He put, He's really big on that. He puts that in the chat room like all the time. Jonathan Kahn. Put Jonathan Kahn on. Let's get Jonathan Kahn on. Kahn? We'll get him on. I'm sure. I guess. He'll email you about it. Okay, I'll check the email. I, I try to read all the emails. I mean, sometimes I don't. I'll have hundreds what of emails talk- a day. So, yeah, he's talking about the alignment, the Pluto alignment. Is what he's talking about, and all that stuff, right? Okay. With the markets and the massive end of the world stuff that's coming. Yeah, yeah. like harbingers, harbinger, yeah, yeah. like that kind of thing. Okay, I've had people talk to me about that before. Yeah, I'll look at it. I'll look at it. Uh, yeah. Next, next call eight two eight. That's 828. You're on the secret teachings with Joe Root, myself, Jess Rogue, and Michael Strange. How are you doing? Hi, Ryan. This is Clay. How are you doing? Hey, Clay. What's going on? I'm doing fantastic tonight. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Just want to say hi to you and Joe and all the other uh, people up on the line here. Um, what's I up? Know man? Your time is, yeah, I know your time is short, so I'll just be kind of a little bit quick here. Um, just want to say that, uh, first off, uh, congratulations on your progressive move upwards onto, uh, Clyde's network. Thank you. Very exciting. Um, like a long time ago, I used to listen to you back on dark matter and even LMN and I used to listen to Clyde. I was like, wow, it would be amazing if these two guys got together and now there you are. <laughs> I thought that's uh, pretty awesome in my opinion. Um, aside from that, I just want to say um, let's all continue to support Trend FM and all their amazing hosts and everything that they're doing. Because I think this is one of the most progressive and um, insightful networks that are currently on the air, really, in my opinion. One of the most uncensored. Yeah, and and I've heard everything under the sun in terms of podcasting networks, networks with, you know, shows about the paranormal and all that. And the Fringe FM is definitely top tier. So oh, wow, everybody thanks. just continue. Oh, you're welcome. Just everybody can. Can you just keep supporting them in any way you can? 
And uh, Ryan, uh, for you, I have a uh, $64 million question. I thought you said, I thought you were going to say donation. I was going to be like, oh, my God. (laughs) There it is, buddy. There it is. I quit. Send Uh, some money over. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Are you going to be writing another book anytime soon? I hope so. I hope so if I have time. Yeah, that would be really awesome. Because I really have enjoyed all of your books. Um, I have all of them. And they are just amazing and fantastic and so in-depth that it just blows one's mind, basically. But you know what would be really awesome? Uh, You should, like I proposed to you maybe a couple years ago. I don't know if you remember. But uh, you should write a cookbook. Cookbook. I could. Yeah. I could do a cookbook. The secret teachings. Oh my cookbook. god! <laughs> oh my god! Well, you didn't just Joe. say that, did you? <laughs> I had to live above this guy. I, I mean, smelled all the stuff he was cooking. You Plants s- and was, rabbit oh, food. It was all not day. broccoli. It was. You said it was. Everybody thought it was broccoli. It wasn't broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> we used to have this guy that would that, when he lived underneath us because Ryan was cooking all his like vegan stuff, right? And uh, what was his just name, plants. Jesse? Just plants. Jesse come around and he's like, man, Joe, he's like, what the hell's your buddy cooking down there, dude? Like, I can smell it coming up in my vents. I'm like, it's vegetables, bro. <laughs> and he's like, why does it smell like skunks? I'm like, maybe it's mixing with all the meat air you got in there. Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, his apartment just smelled like meat. I could smell it coming down into my apartment. So it was like a cook-off war. <laughs> I get the nutritional yeast out, apple cider vinegar. Put that right, it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that would be a uh, crazy awesome idea. I mean, we can all eat like Ryan Gable, who is probably the healthiest person on the planet I know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, why not, right? You know why I, you know why I eat the way I do? It, it, it didn't even have anything but, to do with health. It had everything to do with I started learning how companies manipulate, lie, and advertise and market. And I was like, I can't be a mm-hmm. part of that. I'm not going to support those companies. That's the reason I started eating yeah. what I do. Just couldn't take well, it anymore. Yeah, and and yeah, I think, you, I think you should share that. I think you should share that with uh, as many people as you can because these corporations and stuff, uh, they don't care about your health or anything like that. They just care about you know making that bottom line and. You know, that sucks, and we should all be striving to get away from that, I think, in one way or the other. Well, let me ask you one last question. Should the cookbook, should the recipes, like the, the, the title of the recipe, should it be named after, like, certain conspiracies and things like that? Because there's this, <laughs> this place that somebody told me they went to one time, and they had they had all these, like, different themes. So they had an orange juice, but it was called Agent Orange Juice. And they had different. Oh my God. That <laughs> different. would be perfect. That would be just like you do your shows, you know? Oh, like with word, the, you know, the wordplay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just take that and run with it. Why not? I mean, I think that would be an amazing idea and something maybe that, you know, when you get a bit of, uh, you know, free time after, you know, progressing up to the next network you're on and all that, and you got a little bit of free time, you know, just kind of work on it one recipe at a time and, you know, that would be something great, and it would probably benefit a lot of people. 
maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll look into that. I've thought about it. I'll I'll try to actually sincerely sit down and write uh, some ideas out. Appreciate it. Thank you. Maybe I'll have some. I'll have like a popcorn recipe. We'll call it poppy corn. How's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) It'll put you in. It's so good. It'll put you in a trance. You'll be inside a computer. Yeah, that that sounds uh, fantastic, Ryan. Um, I just want to say I appreciate what you have done over the years. I've been following you since Dark Matter Radio Network, and I have never stopped, and I never will. And much appreciation to Joe Roop and Lighting the Void for, you know, carrying you forwards, and I hope for the uh, best to them and their future endeavors as well. Beautifully said. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thanks, calling brother. in, Clay. Thanks for the call. No problem. Y'all have a good night, and now we'll continue listening. All right, excellent. Thanks, you as brother. well. Hey, Joe, I feel you like know, Ice Cube out. throwing Mike Epps over the wall. You know, when he, in Friday the 2nd, when Ice Cube grabs Mike Epps and he throws him over the wall, he's like, go, buddy. I think we have some strong yeah. synchronicity just with the network because when all that stuff happened with me, I was on the fringe of not knowing what to do and being out of radio. And then you lit the void with the secret teachings. How's that sound? Well, that I think sounds there's a good. lot of synchronicity there. Uh, by by the way, before you do the next call, let's do a little identity. You're listening to a special edition of the secret teachings. There are no, and I repeat, no breaks tonight. We are going straight through. We started a little bit early. I'm dying. Joe's Joe's already dying. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be taking your calls throughout the night. 1-800-588-0335. That's 1-800-588-0335. Also, 520-367-2064. 520-367-2064. That's 520-367-2064. If you want to reach out to us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter. And if you'd like to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com. And that's for anything, whether you have a guest recommendation, you have an idea, you have something you want to share with us, a, a personal story. Maybe you want to become a guest on the secret teachings at some point, or you have a band or you make music and you want to share it with us and allow us to play it, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's where you can send us an email. Uh, I don't know, did, uh, Jess and Michael, before we take another call, do you guys have anything random on your mind? Uh, I don't want you guys to just sit there and kind of stare at the at the screen there if you, if you have something to say before we go further. And if, okay. not, that, if not, that's okay. I, I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I think Night Stalker's on the line, actually. I think. Hey. Well, let's bring him on. Do you have another call? Michael ain't said nothing, man. You know what? Check if you guys listen. If you guys got the Fringe FM app, I'm push. I love this push messaging thing because I can type in like Ryan Gable farewell live, poof, and it I just see pops it. up on their notifications. I Did see you it. see it? Look at that! It came up. There you go. Oh. All right. I think that's not. I got oh my god! You know what you. Sh- you know what you should do with that? This would be great. You should type in some crazy stuff like this is the FBI and we are watching you. <laughs> you'd, <laughs> you'd have people freaking out that listen late night. We had like 50 new app downloads today. I don't want to lose those folks, man. They're going to be like, damn it, uninstall, delete. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is the Illuminati. You've been, you've been selected. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like 978. I don't know if it's Night Stalker, but it's definitely Massachusetts. It's got to be Night Stalker. Is it Night Stalker? 
Yo, yo, yo. What up, bro? There he is. <laughs> What's happening, British? What's going on, everybody? It's a fringe farewell party. I'm glad that you could join us. <laughs> I'm trying to find that meme I made back in the day, Joe. Remember that? Uh, I've fallen asleep to, uh, to lighting the void and waking up to um secret teachings yeah that like girl all freaking out in bed <laughs> oh yeah she did you remember <laughs> that like that was a that was we should have what, what made was that story what was that story because some people might not know it either one of you want to tell uh, it who was it that uh i forget what girl it was a girl in the chat room and she's like hey have you guys ever like fell asleep listening to joe only to wake up later listening to the secret to, to ryan scaring the shit out of you know, something <laughs> like that yeah exactly yeah. yeah, I'm trying to find it, but it's, it's uh, too far back in my camera roll. I'll, uh, before the show's over, I'll find it. But just want to say big congratulations, Ryan. Big stuff, big things popping. Should be fun. I appreciate it as always. Thank you so much. I mean, you've been, if some people might not know, Derek's been a guest on the Secret Teachings uh, a few times recently. We've been talking about uh, a lot of synchronicity. You know, so you're part of the show too, my friend. Oh yeah. Thank you, thank you. I have uh, something for you, which, uh, you, want, you ready for this? Here we go. Hit me, hit me. Remember this? And apparently, these nuns still haunt the street today. Ooh. Fascinating, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite one was when he got chased by bees during the French fest. <laughs> Night Stalker? What, what now? Do you, you hear that buzzing sound? I think it's. Ow, ow, he's, ow, he's getting tagged ow, by bees. Do you remember night that? Soccer. Dude, I was laughing so hard on? I was crying. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. Keep it together. Keep it together. Yeah. Steady, night soccer. <laughs> We've been over this. What was that fun, man? Well, you remember we stayed up all night <laughs> shooting that stuff, and he would sit in his car and he'd go uh, do makeup and change back in his, into his car during the fringe fest and he would put more like black eye powder on him and stuff the fringe he was the fringe fest was, I was, I was, was very I was, fun yeah I, I was i was at my work for that i was like outside the building it was the only place i can get good service so i was like standing outside like the entrance to uh like to the supermarket that i work at as people are driving by and i'm like running around pretending to be stung by imaginary mur- murder hornets and like fighting <laughs> imaginary giant uh, Jap- japanese Gundam robots and stuff yeah, that's, that's probably a good way to, fun, to deter potential grocery store shooters because if they see somebody outside acting that crazy, they're, they're not walking in. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. That was also bittersweet too Tough because to we be. had, man, we videotaped all those, it, like some of those files got messed up because I was the only one videotaping it, but I'm still working on something. A surprise for everybody with that, slowly but surely. You know what was fun is that, that final... The problem was... I'm sorry, go ahead. What did you say? No, I was gonna say it was just fun. Just, that, that say, yeah, problem was that. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> a little delay. I was gonna say that the yeah, problem was that we thought we were gonna be able to like go back and forth. Like I was gonna be able to record some, and then you were gonna be able to record some, and we can like edit it simply together. Yeah. But then we realized that I couldn't like read off my script and like be on the Skype chat or whatever at the yeah. same time. So you had to like edit the entire thing from scratch, and it turned into a. I recorded a big, uh, Amanda doing big, the news thing all in like three hours of her doing that. And then I hung out with night stalker and recorded him doing three or four hours of that. And then I cut it all up and put it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the hardest possible way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it hey, you know what? I actually had to do that for that Jordan Maxwell Memorial show. 
I got like I had like Leo Zagami oh, and yeah. Brad Olson. Yeah, that was. But I I had to record these guys because they were all over the place. So I had to record them at different times, and it was the it was the hardest show I ever had to do because I had to record like Leo Zagami at, at eleven, yeah. but I had to be up for Brad at like eight, and then I had other people across the world, and then I had to chop it all together and make sure. It, yeah, that was very difficult. If you, if you can do something straight through, it's <laughs> it's easy just to do it straight through. Yeah. For sure, for sure. That night, that night, yeah, I, re- now we know. I remember you and uh, the fringe, the fringe uh, party that we had on the Halloween. Uh, I think it was Halloween night. Yeah, and you yep. had, I think you were you were drinking a beer and you were watching. Well, we I think I did a Poppy and uh, Billy Eilish show, didn't I? Weren't you you and Hope were on? I think weren't you? Yeah. Well, we did oh, we yeah, did the final right, show. Right. Yeah, we did yeah. the final show yeah. with the, with the food. But earlier, I think I did a Billie Eilish show, and then we had the the video chat where it was like the end of the party, the after party, and everybody got in there. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. I finally yeah. got to see everybody uh, that I never saw before. Right, and it was crazy some to look people, at everybody. Some people drinking, some people passing out, some people smoking. It was all. It was just a good party. I was in the back doing magic <laughs> rituals. Everybody's like, "Where'd Joe go?" I'm back there, like summoning, you know, Paimon and everything. That's yeah. funny. That was you the say, first time uh, I heard that. Rivers' voice too. Rivers spoke out. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just actually Speaking just Rivers. She. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a, there is a delay. I'm gonna. I'm she gonna didn't want to uh, call in, but yeah, just a quick, quick delay. Sorry, sorry. It's, she didn't want to call nice in. She's uh, too nervous to call. But <laughs> it's not me. I don't think it's all of us. But um, she wanted me to read this uh, for you, Ryan, um, from Rivers. Uh, a quote, sometimes, uh, or some, some often think Ryan is intense, but they fail to notice that he can be very funny too. And there's many mornings I was listening to him while getting ready for work and he had me chuckling so much. It's a great time. So just wanted to point out to everybody that you get, you get, uh, you get picked on for, for being maybe, maybe a little hard, but, uh, once you get to know you, you're a, uh, you're a funny guy. So she just wanted to shut that out for everybody. A funny she'll, she'll, she'll miss you. She's feeling very uh, sentimental. Funny like a clown. Oh, that's sweet. What, what kind of funny? How, how? What kind of funny is this? Like <laughs> yeah. funny like a clown? Or <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Did he amuse you, Rivers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I really that, was, fun, uh, that was the funnest times Fringe Fest. Dude, I will put that video up or, that you and Amanda did, and I think it was man. I think it was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was a ama- well, you know, the whole yeah, Fringe Fest actually. Like, I'm still working on that slowly but surely. But yeah, Night Stalker, you better. You better not disappear just because Ryan's leaving. You better bounce back in every now and then. Hey, he, he, Night Soccer, Derek, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you got an amazing compliment the other night on Ground Zero. Clyde said he used to have uh, Jordan Maxwell, and um, he mentioned. I think he mentioned a couple of people. Tracy Twyman. He's like, now I've got Ryan Gable. Crazy. He's like, I got, I got Derek that calls in too. That's a big compliment for just being a. How call can in. you not love <laughs> yeah, Night cool. Stalker though? How can you? Right, not love right, exactly, dude? exactly. You have to. It's required in late night radio, Derek. Oh, no, I'm just uh, I'm just some some weirdo fucking shelves <laughs> in the middle of the night, and I get to listen to you guys. And, uh, I'm lucky enough that you guys have open lines that I can call in for, and then you guys don't treat me like some freak. And uh, you're not you a guys freak, understand brother. the synchronicities that I try to throw out. So, I appreciate it. you guys are a, a tr- truly a lifesaver, truly a uh, a lighthouse in the dark for for me and for everybody else out here. Big time. You're not a freak. We, we love you. And if you no, are a freak, no. then you belong with us freaks. You yes. Know? Yes. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking, <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about I'll, freaks. Uh, yeah. I was thinking about freaks recently. Like okay. used to be, you'd go to like the, like a freak show and you'd see the woman with the beard. Now that's so common. What's going to happen is you're going to go to the circus and you're going to have to see the, the, the nice family with two kids and a white picket fits. That's, what's going to be bizarre. 
because now women have beards. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, uh, not to not to spoil Stranger Things, but that the, the whole plot of Stranger Things is like the freaks were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and now all of a sudden, New York Times is running articles about how, how uh, Dungeons and Dragons is, is mainstream, and they're yes. making movies with Chris Pine coming out, and like the world, but the world is some fringy, weird place to be now. It's it's, it's what it's, it's yeah. because they I found the God like, particle in 2012, and the world ended. Derek, you know that. Well, I don't want to yeah. be conspiratorial <laughs> either, but you know that like. The, he's right about the Dungeons and Dragons thing. Even with the new season, like the people that are, that are having what is it like satanic panic or whatever, they have satanic panic about the the D and D crowd, and they go after them. I, I'm going to spoil it, but he's right. There's some weird stuff going on with that show. Like that's kind of you know synchronistic. Can, to can somebody call in and like get mad at Joe for spoiling it? I love when callers call yes. in. They're like, don't. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. Why the hell haven't you watched it, though? I mean, it, you should have already watched it by now. I watched it. Well, there was, yeah, one, see? there was one time I was actually, I was on Ground Zero with Clyde. I don't know if you called in, Derek, but we were talking about a movie that was like 50 years old, and some guy called. He's like, I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it. I was like, dude, this movie came out in like 1965. <laughs> Come on. I know, I know. I feel like they just like, they just they just like manage it for spoilers because they know it bothers them so much. So I feel like people who don't who don't care that the movie gets spoiled, they just that's, like to antagonize class. That's, that's as soon as right. like he freaks out about it too, in the same way. Hey Joe, you want to see something real quick? What, yeah, what's up, brother? What, what, you mentioned the demon Paymon Paymon a second ago. Paymon, yeah. You know what I had in my hand? What? See oh, Paimon. Oh, yeah. my God. I, well, Dude, I have, have you had, had that whole, the whole time? Yeah, I've been playing the with show? the show. I've been playing with the tarot deck. Yeah, I have a demo, uh, demonological tarot deck, and I had Paimon right there on top. And I just said it. That's weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Okay. It's synchronistic. That's not creepy. Hey, real quick. I do freaky things with cards sometimes. Derek, you're the best kind of freak, man. We love you, bro. Thanks for Thanks for chipping. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Hold on. Hold on, Derek. Before you go, hold on. This is so weird. This is like an inversion. We just said the woman with the beard and how that's kind of normal now. And you'd have to go to the circus to see the woman without a beard. Listen to this. Paimon is a king of hell who manifests as a man with a woman's face. So get the hell out of here, dude. Really? Read it. Can you read that? That's an insane synchronicity. That is insane. Yes. insane. I know someone because look, I've been watching Ryan. He's been holding that deck of cards the whole night. What are you dealing? <clears throat> I'm still like trying to clear my throat from crying like a baby earlier. <clears throat> and then <laughs> now I can't even explain the synchronicity. Actually, it was weird. That's weird. It's very. Did strange. you see Joe? Did you see that thing real quick before I leave? I know. I know, I know Ryan. Sorry, and I know Mike. Sorry, um, but that thing from uh, Stranger Things, the promotion they did last week about uh, projecting those giant rifts on the Empire State Building and uh, 15 locations all over the world. Yes. Um, this giant Stranger Things portal ritual they did. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's insane. And, and you know you know what else they did, Darren? They did it. There were 15 buildings, you're right, but they did it in 14 countries, 14 individual segmented countries. 14 was the number of pieces that Osiris was chopped up into, right? And nope. that's a story of, the, that's a story of <laughs> yeah. what? The underworld or the upside down world. They didn't choose. They didn't choose that in, uh, unintentionally, obviously. Yeah, um, they did a they did a kind of a similar thing yesterday for the uh, Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee over in England, and they they, they projected her image, her face, on uh, all the different rocks in Stonehenge, um, which was kind of a weird thing to me. Like Stonehenge is this crazy druid site for all this mag- magical whatever, this portal spot potentially, and they projected the Queen's face on all the stones for her like 
platinum jubilee thing i don't know what's no. they keep projecting stuff on stuff which is weird yeah well, I don't they, know. well they project a lot on the public too a lot of gaslighting a lot of mirroring I also, I don't know if I'd rather, <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> I don't know if I'd rather see her face or I'd rather see all the, uh, the virtue signaling Ukrainian flags projected all over government buildings. I don't know what's worse. They really like those projections, oh, don't true, they? True. Maybe they're getting yeah. ready for blue beam. I don't know. They donate, do, yeah. donate, donate, donate. I don't know. I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, the next, <laughs> the next thing I'm imagining is like, like the queen's, the queen's image and all the stones and all of a sudden some rotating happening all the images start to just start to well, flash and some whirlwind happens and all some tentacles just rise up from the, from the center of <laughs> well you know what that just that reminds me <laughs> traditionally so if you think about osiris for a second osiris they when his brother set or seth put him in the coffin puts him on the Nile river the the coffin goes down the river it's obviously an archetype you know moses and the coffin the casket in the river it's an old in, uh, uh, indian uh, hindu tradition as well so what they do is they have this coffin and then it gets basically brought into a tree a tree grabs it with its roots and so the coffin ends up inside the tree and osiris is inside the tree and that's an old custom throughout the world an old idea that a god or a goddess takes the the form of a pillar or of a tree or of a stone so the fact that they're putting the the queen onto the stone could signify they're representing her as of, of as a very very divine figure with supernatural powers uh, esoterically I didn't know about that till right now, but that's interesting. Uh, they do the same thing. You got to play. Do you play video games at all? Nice soccer at all. Um, I used to play a lot of NBA in college, but now I'm not a big gamer. If you guys ever get, I've been playing video games for the past week with my son. If you guys want to see some massive occult synchronistic symbolism, play destiny Two. just play it. I've heard that it's, it's insane. They're the occult symbolism astral travel occult symbolism male female like exactly what he's talking about regeneration symbolism magic symbolism it's all in there man that's it's why those games everything. are that's why those games are popular that's why star wars was popular that's why lord of the rings is popular they're archetype symbols it, it's all the psyche and the subconscious it's joseph campbell it's carl young that's why it's so popular because it's all yeah. it's all in the brain or the subconscious wherever that is Anyway, Derek, thank, I, I thank you for calling. Room. At this point, can I go to the little boys' room? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I, and I don't. Go ahead. I got, I got, I got it under control. All right, hey, cool. get ready, we got it. What's wrong with you? And if I don't on, got it, know. Jess has I got, got it. Michael's got it. I'm gonna have to turn the camera off. Anyway, Derek, what were you saying? All right, but uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, talk, talk, talk to you all No, that's it. Um, well, I was just gonna say that. Uh, Mike was saying when, when, he, when he watched Stranger Things the other day that he was noticing all the things that I talk about and we talk about and how maybe they're, maybe they're listening to, uh, to, like, to your shows and stuff. So it's like, it really is getting to the point where like Star Wars, these things are like baked in. They were like, like in the, like the core, the core text of these shows. But now it seems like they're just, they're not, they're not trying to hide anything. They're putting the stuff right on Jump Street and they're using like the content, the type of esoterica that you, me, Clyde, everybody talk about on a regular basis. And that like, I would, so I just want to say a big shout out to, uh, all the uh, screenwriters in Hollywood that listen to the show right now, trying to trying to get their ideas for the next season of Stranger Things and everything. Uh, what's up? And uh, congratulations, congratulations again to Ryan and to uh, the future of the Fringe and all that good stuff. Uh, great stuff, you guys. Thank you, Derek. I really appreciate it. Really, really sincerely appreciate it. We'll have you back on the show at some point too. We're also gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some people probably from the Fringe on too. We'll do some shows with some with some interesting themes. Um, sad I haven't had uh, Jess or Michael on the show since then. It's just, I, I, I hope that people don't think that I've been reserved. I've just, I always get up and then I just use my intuition. What am I going to talk about today? And 
I just I need to get people on the show more, whether they're hosts or you know authors or whatever. Uh, Want to get everybody on the show, so we'll try to do that in the future. Thank you so much for calling, Derek. Appreciate it. And uh, if anybody else wants to call in, one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. That's one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. That will be on Joe's end. On my end, I can connect the call directly five two zero three six seven two zero six four. That's five two zero. Three six seven two zero six four. You guys have been sitting there kind of quiet for a while. What's going on? I just got to say, hey, you, you, real quick, you, you were talking about having people on your show. Ryan and I have been trying to get on the same show for what, like six weeks, maybe eight weeks. I don't know. It's been a long time. And I got to tell you what, most times Ryan's show is done, emailed out, ready to go by the time I wake up. So um, we got we get a schedule conflict, my friend. <laughs> we do have a scheduling <laughs> I'm like, conflict. I'm like, whoa, he's already done. Uh, I guess it's not today. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys listen to uh, with the you know how we're switching to the new model, or some of the hosts that are coming onto the network, they're paying to be on the network because I'm offering them training and personal care and all this other stuff to grow their shows, right? Well, I send out this video, and in the first part of the video series to the new host, it's promote yourself Kanye style, like Kanye West. And I always tell him, I'll, I'll tell him too, like, think about what Ryan Gable does. He, pr- he promotes himself like no other person you'll ever, ever hear. And, then, you know, some people might take that wrong, but Ryan gives a lot of credit to the fringe. I think a bit more than you probably should, because Ryan's got to where he's gotten to from self-promotion. And you, no one will promote yourself more than you will. You know that, right? And like, I, f- I feel like I'm horrible. Each other. I feel like I'm horrible at it too. I always feel like I don't promote or do it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude. You promote the hell out of yourself, and I think everybody should promote themselves like that because no one is no one, and, and we all love Ryan's show. But the fact is, is no one's going to love what Ryan does more than Ryan. So Ryan promotes himself like Kanye, right? And you got to watch that Kanye. Well, hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second. If I'm promoting myself like Kanye, what I would do is I would go to the airport, go through TSA, get molested, get on the plane, you fly sh- to Florida, <laughs> and I'd come in there and I'd grab the mic from you and I'd say, I'm going to let you finish in a minute, but I got something to say. That would be Kanye promotion. Yeah, well, this is a compliment. Like if you watch his uh, documentary, it's called, what is it? I forget the name of it, actually. Uh, damn it, I forget it's the on name. Netflix. It's a documentary about his whole, yeah, yeah. it's about his whole story. And he didn't get to where he was at by, uh, like, you know, people that were really helping him or anything. He, he, dude, he promoted himself like crazy, right? And when you start out doing this stuff, no matter what network you're on, if you don't push yourself out there, if you don't push, 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 you're never going to, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, Ryan. I'm trying to make this a positive thing, man. You have to, like, put yourself out there, you know, so. You do, and again, I don't honestly feel like I do it enough. And when I do, I know you don't, when I do do it, I also feel like I'm not being humble. It took a long time to realize like I'm producing something here. So there's value to it. So it's not a right. bad, it's not a bad thing to ask people to subscribe or to buy a book, you know? Yeah. So even Ryan, even Ryan's like, Hey, I'm going to this new network. And I said, I said, yeah, but you can't say nothing to the last day. Cause I know, I know Ryan's promotes himself. Right. So we had a business discussion about it and he was cool with it and we understood it. But it's like, 
I wish everybody that did this stuff promoted themselves the way Ryan promotes himself. I wish I promoted myself the way Ryan promotes himself. Cause that's how, you know, you believe in what you're doing. You know, you ever watched that, that movie, uh, talk radio. Have you ever, you've seen that before, haven't you? Oh, well, yeah. I did once at a whole show in toilet paper over or under. <laughs> yeah. Right. That guy. Yeah. So, um, some people are entertainers and you brought up a few entertainers earlier, uh, in the broadcast, but some people really believe in what the hell they're doing and what they're talking about. And I think that's part and parcel also to why you are where you are as far as success. It's not just persistence. It's that you believe in your heart and what you're doing, you know? Yeah, well, I, I, I can absolutely confirm that. I also feel a little compulsive cause I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I, I know it's okay, but like, why is the conversation not balanced more to Michael and Jess? This isn't perfect. And I have like a compulsion for what I perceive as perfection, whether it's with the show or the promos or whatever. I mean, I tell you, Michael and I sat for two hours before the show tonight and tried to figure out clearly I had some weird technical problems, but also the mic wasn't sounding the way that I wanted the mic to sound. And I needed to come in and sound a certain way. I mean, I, I can just, I can thank Michael on air for that. Cause that had to be frustrating. If you, if you said a couple curse words off air about me, Michael, that's okay. I understand <laughs> it. Cause I was, I was pretty upset myself about it. <laughs> I, I said it on air. I said, you now said I it. believe in curses. I said, I used the word curses. <laughs> I said, now I believe in curses, Ryan. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, just, just uh, do the thing. He's like, okay, he did the thing. And he sent me a screenshot of what happened. I'm like, how was that even possible? What just happened, Ryan? He's like, I'm telling you. I'm cursed. Okay. All yeah. Right. See, I knew people were bl- blaming me too. And now that Michael's actually seen it, you know, it's not my fault now. Right. So <laughs> Joe's yeah. off the hook. You're off the hook. Yeah. Thank God. I, I, I still like, remember all the stuff we had to do with your RSS feeds. How many times did we delete that? Put it back on, delete it, put it back on. There was some wild stuff going uh, on with that. Too. I can honestly tell you that was the last time I cried. I actually cried. I got so stressed and upset about that. The RSS Jesus, feed, the, the archive, it's because it's not, it's like not, I don't want to talk about this in detail. It's just, it's nonstop, dude. I even, the state of Arizona sent me a letter in the mail that said your car uh, um, is going to, what is it? Your uh, registration is going to be canceled. And I was like, my registration is going to be canceled. Why would that be canceled? And I looked at it. It's like, you don't have insurance. And I thought, I, I do have insurance. I've been paying insurance for months. Uh, who am I paying? So I looked into it and they're like, well, you have to, you have to, when you moved here, you got to change something over. So they fixed, they fixed the problem, and then they said, all you got to do is sign this paper. And I said, okay. And they said, how do, how do they sign it? And they said, we'll just click the link we sent you. And I said, well, I didn't get a link. I'm like, well, we sent it. Check the spam, not the spam. So they had to send it two or three more times. It finally came through. I clicked the link. Error, error. They sent it again. Error, error. Got tech support on the phone. Error. Well, what do I do now? Well, he, you have to sign the paper or the insurance doesn't work and i said well what am i supposed to do it won't let me sign it oh my god dude i can feel the vibrations right now it just keeps going on and on and on the app doesn't work the website doesn't work the the tech guy even told me he's like man he's like dude i've never seen anything like this i have no idea how to fix this problem so it's just like everything is like that and and maybe there is some kind of deeply rooted subconscious absolute hatred for technology that i have or maybe it's a curse or maybe it's a good thing maybe i'm just not meant to to work with high technology Maybe that's where the hell did Night Stalker go? Did I, he I left. come in and he had to go? Oh, he dude, had to I came back from the bathroom and trumped him, didn't I? He got stung. Sorry, by, he got stung by a murder hornet. Uh, five eight six area code. You're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Hello, this is James Salcedo. 
What's up, James? Howdy there, James. James. Hello. Doing okay. Just forgot to call in and uh, say congratulations. Thank you. Uh, to Ryan. I know I've never called in before to your show. I've, I've listened. Um, Joe's and your shows were, I listened uh, to that block of radio at night, uh, uh, every night for a long, long time. Um, so, uh, yeah, congratulations. And, uh, and it's good to hear you all. So glad I, to be here. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. How long have you been listening to me or, and, or to Joe or the network or anybody? Um, to the network, uh, started listening. I think it was almost three years now, maybe two and a half. I think it was three years, three, maybe even a little over three. Um, didn't really start communicating or getting on the discord and all that until about two and a half years. But, uh, yeah, I've been listening for a while to uh, online radio and, and, uh, so I really appreciate it. It's a great platform. What is uh, your favorite topic that, well, in general, or that you've heard on the secret teachings before out of curiosity? Well, I do like the the synchronicities of of things and the the meanings, the symbolism. It's it's um, that's to me something I'm still kind of learning a little bit here and there. Um, through through your show uh, when I catch it, and then just uh, research in general. And um, it's amazing how many how many things, how many symbols, and how many uh, meanings there can be based on one image or one that's word really good. or one. Yeah, dude. That's what Jay Dyer didn't like. And I used to love Jay Dyer so much. I still don't I don't dislike the guy, but he did not like the idea that the Christian cross could have more than one meaning. That's why they got Oh my gosh, really? That's crazy. Well, that's why they got in that that was the union of the unwanted, remember? It was about the cross. Well, they're talking about the origins of the symbol, but it's if you take that idea that they were talking about, then the the swastika would always be a Nazi symbol, right? And it's not. It's it's got many different symbols. It's yes. a symbol of the universe. It's a Hindu symbol. It's, it goes back even further. Savastika. Yeah. yeah, it does. Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, J- James, I, I really appreciate you listening. I, I know I keep saying I really appreciate, but when I say that, I sincerely really do appreciate every single listener, every person who buys a book, subscribes, listens, calls in, etc. I'm I'm always aware of every person who reaches out to me. Thank you. Salcedo. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't get to... Yeah, you yeah. Wanna, I don't you, listen as much as I used to now, but um, I I do I still do remember listening and and still put on um you know put put down the shows when I can. So I I, I think I'm a I'm a weird person because I hear your name James and I think James 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 and the giant peach. I want a peach. I'm hungry. I'm a weird guy. You, Funny thing you, is, I don't really care for peaches. You don't care for peaches. You never seen James and the giant peach, that old movie. Read the book years ago. Oh, you did read the book. I didn't read the book. I yeah. was I was a yeah. movie guy. How's your cats doing, James? Do the cats Good. like peaches? Good. The, the, um, <laughs> uh, well, one is a ghost cat, so I don't know. I don't think they really like. Hold on, food. a ghost. A, whoa, whoa, but, whoa, um, a ghost but, cat. He's got a ghost cat. Is that like a ghost gun? It can be defined anyway. Ghost cat that stops by. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> well, this is a. a yeah, this is um, basically not a regular physical flesh and blood cat. At least, um, if it is, that it's able to teleport in and out of here at random. Yeah. How many lives um, does it have? Yeah, I've had. As a ghost. I don't cat. know. Um, I'm guessing it already 
it already used up its nine, so I'm guessing that's why it's a ghost. I'm guessing. Maybe it that's the, wrong. Maybe that's the really final. Works. That's the final evolutionary stage of the cat. After eight lives, it turns into a ghost. That's the ninth life. So you got to be careful with that one. It's the last one. Never heard of a ghost cat, though. Is it like something that you can visibly see, or is it something you can feel a presence of? Seriously, is it like a presence, or do you see something? It's usually just a presence, or I'll feel it. Um, I'll feel it walk around on my on my by my feet on my bed. The thing is, I can tell because I have a regular a living cat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and but with with the living cat, I can always tell when. Um, when she jumps onto the bed or off of the bed and then start, you know, starts walking around and then jumps off this one, it'll just be, I'll just feel the walking around and I'll look and there won't be anything there. Um, and then it'll stop. So, um, but I've seen this cat a couple of times before in, including one time I, I saw it middle of the day. I thought it was my actual cat. Um, cause I saw it in the window next to my front door. Uh, when I was coming home and I, and it went behind the door. And so I opened the door and, uh, looked around the door and there was no cat there. And so of course I went further into the apartment and my cat was asleep on a rocking chair. So wasn't there. And I just realized I had thought that it was, it was my cat, but the sun was, um, coming in, falling down on it, making it look all white, but it was an, it was an all white cat. And I have a tuxedo. You know, I, cat. A, a friend of mine actually says that she communicates with her cats through, well, partially, but she does communicate with at least one of her cats through her Ouija board. And until she told me that I'd never thought of communicating with animals through a Ouija board. That's interesting. I never heard of a ghost cat. That's a new one for me. It sounds, sounds like you got a reasonable way to approach it too. You seem like you've, you're not delusional about it. It's a presence. You can kind of feel it. There's something there. And I think a lot of people feel those types of things and they want to just relegate them to the, they just want to relegate them to the trash can because that doesn't, that doesn't correlate with the five cents, you know, reality that we perceive we live in. Yeah. I've had uh, enough other experiences with uh, the paranormal over the years that it's, um, it doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't worry as long as I don't feel anything negative. I don't, it doesn't, they can, you know, I just observe what happens and, and uh, record it, you know, when I when I can, even if it's just a memory, and then move on. So, all right, well, yeah, we're gonna move on too. Thank you so much for the call, James. I really appreciate it. As I said, later, brother. No problem. Take care. All right, have a good best, night. Bro. A ghost cat, Salcedo. He calls it a Michael show a lot. No, I never heard of a ghost cat though. This is this is really a new thing for me. I thought I've heard every uh, heard of everything by now, but I haven't heard of a ghost cat. Me neither, dude. I used to like uh, uh, help him with his <clears throat> podcast and stuff, but he would he would tell his story about his cats, and it was actually kind of cool to sit and listen well, and the, uh, listen to it. Norm- yeah. Normally, I don't like stuff like that, but I'm being sincere. Like that 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 oh. was interesting. I could listen to a to a story about a ghost cat. It kind of sounds like a it could be a band or something. Ghost cat, or like ghost that could cat. be the podcast or ghost cat. Ghost cat. It's like a- this is from Ghost Cat Productions. You know stuff like that. <laughs> 847 area code you're on the air you're speaking with ryan gable on the secret teachings farewell show who are we talking to five lines man i'd be happy with just one line oh my god it's what's up brother <laughs> not much i told you i'd call you guys back um 
had 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 to get get on here. Had to talk to Ryan. Howdy. Um. Hello. The other guy didn't like peaches, but I love me some peaches. Like me a smooth, <laughs> tasty peach. Hey, I could eat a peach for days. Dude, I peaches, nectarines. You give me something, I'll something like that. I'll, I ate a whole bag of nectarines yesterday. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, no, <laughs> so no, I just want to say that it's been great listening to you on the fringe and stuff. Um, freaking ah, uh, like I said, I've, I've ordered, I've had, I've ordered your books. I got five copies. I freaking, you know, I subscribed to you twice already. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's freaking off. Um, yeah, I got the one with your yellow stripe on it, the misprinted one. Oh yeah, so when you yeah. get real big, I'm gonna be, I'm going I'm to be selling that for like five thousand dollars when you get real big. <laughs> Probably. How many of those are out? <laughs> oh, there's several. There's several editions of the books out. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's but an, the yellow stripe that's an old one. Yeah. I well yeah I, I brother I've been listening to you for for a while. So but yeah um. Yeah, like I said, on Dark Matter, I was listening to you, and um, and it's great, you know, this this late night radio thing, you know, I play games and stuff, and, and it actually, you know, I've actually made connections with, with a lady, with a nice lady, listening to you guys, listening to late night radio. You Did know? you call in when we were doing the fundraiser and started talking about that the last week? Yeah, bro. Yeah, you, you talked to Kimberly. She said hi to you guys. Or she, well, Ryan wasn't on, but it was, uh, I think, Marianne. Right. Was I with you? Yeah. Now, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Real woman or ghost woman? Is she a ghost no, that's woman? A, that's it's a, a real woman? Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, once in a while, I guess you could go for, a, go for some dead neck. But, uh, <clears throat> but, but no, no, I'm just messing around. Um, but you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. You had a great run. I mean, you, you're having a great run. Everything's awesome. And I appreciate listening to you. you I too, appreciate you listening. Guy. Thank you. Well, we're going to, you you're going to, we'll have some friendly competition in the future. You'll see it will be on each other's shows and stuff too, probably. So it'll be fine. Oh yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. I'd like to think that Ryan Gable and I and Michael and Jess and like Alex and people like this were the younger crowd. We're going to set the example for the new era of late night radio that's coming. And you know, I have people you that know. email me that all the there time. There you go. Yeah, because there's certain people <laughs> out there really that are like, know? Aaron, we're going to write. And they're saying the same thing over and over again, but they got about, I'm, I'm not trying to be dark or nothing, but they probably got about four years till they're in the grave, you know? So we have to keep this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- think about how many people have passed away like i mean our friend kev baker passed away he was a very good friend of yeah, mine kev was the best dude and he that was, dude was like he's pretty young too i love yeah. i loved the kev baker he just smoked a little bit of weed and he'd have that kind of whistly raspy laugh that was the best yeah. and he would just talk we did a whole show in florida man one time that was a good show yeah, Kev Baker passed away. I mean, Jim Mars passed away. Um, I mean, uh, Stanton Friedman passed away. 
just a whole number of people that have passed away in the last couple you of ne- years. You never know, man. Like you never know, right? Like you just talk until you fall out. That's what talk radio hosts do. We talk until we fall out. That's, that's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. Well, you play Destiny, Adam? Destiny 2? By any chance? No, I heard you talking about it, though. You said you were playing with your son. That was cool. You should That's get the on first it. person to shoot it, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, you'll definitely gain like 20 pounds playing that game. Trust <laughs> me. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you, one, you question, one question before you go. Whether it's my show or just yeah. in general, what is your favorite topic? Ooh, you know what? I really liked the ghost cats. Your mythology one. You were doing that. Your shows on mythology. Um, you actually got me when you were talking about one of the first the first books. Well, that Edith Hamilton one. Yes. So I actually got that on audio book, and That's it was great. Cool, you know. Yeah. Have you read that, Joe? But you used to do a, a lot of shows. Oh, sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Jo- you-, you go ahead. What were, you, what were you saying? You said you, you Adam, do a lot did of we shows. Lose you? Are you there, brother? Breaking one nine. What's up? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. No, no, no. I just did that. That's my shows that I usually enjoy. I enjoyed them a lot. You know, shows like that. Just out of sheer curiosity, how much did you pay for that Edith Hamilton book? No, that was an audio book because I just got Audible because I was using Amazon because I was ordering stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. I get a free audio book. So that was the first one. I saw it. I was like, oh, shoot, hell yeah. That's a great book. Ryan was just talking about this. Yeah, if you want to learn about mythology, Edith Hamilton's mythology is a very classic book. And and the great thing about it is you can buy it at like a used bookstore for the ones around here. It's like $3. It's a big, pretty thick book. So, yeah, it's a really good book. We, we should do book recommendations tonight, too, on the show. Maybe we'll do that a little bit later. But thank you for calling in. Uh-huh. All right. You guys be good. All right. You as well, Bye. brother. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for the call. Bye. Let's do a little... They're still open. Let's do a little you know, station, station ID, too. I'm sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I'm just saying the phone lines are open all night. one 800 358 yeah, I we're think doing Ryan Gable's farewell show here. rdgable at yahoo.com if you want to email us. rdgable at yahoo.com. The phone number 520-367-2064. Why is it funny when I say my email? You're laughing, Joe. Michael was making fun of me. Hope makes fun of me. Come on. Because people, be- people don't even believe Yahoo still exists, and you're still oh, well, it. It's not even that, too. Right? I think I'm, it's I'm, funny. I'm a- I okay, think it's okay. funny because, like, yeah, yeah, it is a Yahoo thing, but like people to to this day, as many times as he says it, they're like, "How do I get a hold of Ryan Gable?" It's true, and, like, <clears throat> and I and I really like feel like I'm gonna go crazy because I'm like the dude says R D Gable at Yahoo.com like a hundred times on his show every night. <laughs> Maybe they the tune time. it out; they just like, hear it so much <laughs> they're like, "There he goes again." Yeah. So <laughs> is that Adam calling back well, in? Did see, you like, call back in? I, I, hey, 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 hey. Is, is uh, Jess Rogie still there? Yeah, she's here. You got yeah. something nice? Because I heard a girl, and and, and I I just want to say because uh, I didn't I didn't notice she was there. Well, I said hello. I think you're looking good, girl. I saw a picture of you on your thing. I think you're cute. Oh, uh, I thought yeah. I I thought it was Adam calling back, and apparently it was Night Stalker 
calling back in. All right, no, no, it's Adam. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna right, say what's bye up. Bye guys. Later, brother. Oh yeah. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> Adam, you're looking pretty good too, by the way. Just uh yeah, sexy. <laughs> dude, that dude would call into the show sometimes like late at night, all binged out and would just start I'd be talking about something, I don't know what, and he would just call like I love you, dude. I'm I'm doing some lines and talking to my friends here, and it's like it's awesome. You said it was open at, lines. Yeah, right, right. And at first, I was thinking, what the hell am I doing? I can't have people, you know, like calling in the show. But I fell in love with the guy. You know what I mean? Like I fell in love with the dude. He's cool, right? Yeah, see, so see, this is this yeah. is fun tonight. But normally, this isn't obviously how I do the show. And it, again, it's fun. But when I get that kind of thing, I'm just like, all right, it's like Art Bell. Like, all right, you're gone. You're gone. Oh, dude. Uh, Did was... you ever call into the art bill? Like, I called into his show all the time, and he would be like, you know, uh, he'd be like, 501 uh, from Benton, and you'd start talking. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. And if you and if you bored him or you weren't getting to the point, he would pull the slider down, and you'd just be talking away. <laughs> and he'd be like, next caller. No, no, no. Like, you didn't even know he pulled the slider down yeah. on you. That's how he treated callers. Well, you know? that's, how, that's how Alex Jones does it, too. That's how a lot of big shows do it. Cause you, yeah, you're yeah, like, how, how does it, how's it always so perfect? The caller just always cuts off right at that moment. The host fixes the, or not fixes the, they, they finish the segment and then it goes right to break it. How do they do that every time? How do they get these callers? It's like, cause the, cause the producer pulls your mic down so you can't talk. That's, yeah. why, that's why. Yeah. Or art would do it. Right. Or art would just, and do I, it, yeah. And I remember listening, I'm like, damn dude, I'm gonna go listen to the archive and listen to what I said when I called in the show. I was really excited. <laughs> and, and uh, the first time he did it, he like cut me off after the first sentence. I'm like, what the hell? You know, he finished my sentence for me and then pulled the slider down. And I was just talking away the whole time. Didn't even know it. You know, what's really funny is the, uh, the Phil Hendry lines for Art Bell. Oh my God. Five, 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 five. If you're calling from under the Rockies, it's five, 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 five. <laughs> from west of the Rockies, five, 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 five. If you're calling from a meatpacking plant in the Midwest, it's five, 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 five. Those are some of the best. <laughs> just some of the best Y'all aren't going to believe show. this. I almost got him. Remember, I almost got Phil Hendry on the network. I was so close. Like he considered it and emailed back a couple times. And I was thinking, oh, this is going to be epic. This is going to change the game, right? And then at the last minute, he was like, Nah, I'm not into it later. And I was like, damn it. You think I'm yeah, angry. A, that guy's angry. He's pissed. Yeah, he gets pissed off for real. There's, oh, I can't even. You can't can, can sit. I, no, let's not. Let's I, not do I it. I can't say what he said, but there's clips of him on the internet, like giving his call screeners some really bad verbal abuse. For yeah, sure. I, I don't want to do that. If I ever, if I ever have a call screener and have people working for me, I don't, I don't ever want to do that. I'm not going to yell at people. I know I sound mad, but I'm not. I mean, if you mess up. I'm not going to yell at you, but we got to fix the problem. I'm just, I, I want things to be done the right way the first time. Some people can't, bro, can't uh, handle it reasonably. And I guess I can't handle things reasonably a lot of the time. I get so mad at the news, Joe. I don't know what to do. I, guess, I have a temper. I'm just going to tell you right now, like, I'm generally nice, but there's every now and then, like, I will pop off and it, I can, I'd, I'll never say the kind of stuff that he said to that woman, but I get pretty close. I have a, I have a demon in me like that too, give to me, be honest with you. Give me another demon. I've got my demon tarot deck here. Give me a demon. I want to see if it's like one of the first card on top here. I'm looking at mm, Belial. 
<laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. No. No way, dude. No. That's, no way. Okay, give me another one. Can we, how far can we go? Give me another one. Leviathan? <laughs> no, Leviathan's actually not in this deck, so I don't know if that counts. Okay. That's like a joker. Doesn't count. One, give but me that's one two more. in a row that I've nailed that that's, you're holding in your hand. That's two in a row. That's pretty good. Anybody else want to give it a try? You guys know your demons? I don't know any demons. You don't know any demons? I will. I will. I will accept Joe Biden, even though he's not in the deck. <laughs> that dude's whatever no, he's, he's possessed. Alien. Whatever he's possessed with. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. You got Mephistopheles, Mephisto. I, Mephistopheles Mephisto. is not is not in this deck. But the new ghost song about Mephistopheles is a good song. If you have guys haven't heard that yet. Okay. All right. I had the next card was Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies. All oh, right. Everybody's tired of that guy. They're tired of Beelzebub. Abaddon Mammon. You're thinking you're thinking a ghost. (laughs) Asmodeus, Satanus, Lucifer. Remember we were riding around New York listening to that? I was cranking ghost in New York, yeah. Yeah. That was I was like, what the hell? This is cool. And then Ryan was like, you know what we ought to do? We ought to go to these uh what were they doing? Those uh where they were what was it? Was it it wasn't Black Lives Matter, it was something else where they were rioting or whatever. Uh, well, I was saying, yeah, because I said, I said, Bill Burr had a really great idea. He said he wanted, he's like, I'm all for feminism, but I just, the way these people get so upset, he's like, I want to just drive by one of the feminist marches and yell at the window, make me a sandwich. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. I, I forget what the crowd was, though. Yeah, we, uh, I said, you know what we ought to do? I think I brought this up. I said, you ought to crank that up. And right when it's starting to say, you know, like, Asmodeus, just jump out and just start clubbing people. That's what I was thinking about doing. Right. Because these people were going in the city and just tearing it apart. And the cops had to sit there and watch them. down. They couldn't do crap. And you would just see the cops are just so damn frustrated. And I remember I walked up to one of the cops. And I was like, why don't you just shoot them? You know? And he goes, oh, I want to. He, I said, want to. Quote, <laughs> so bad, he said, quote, we would be well within our rights to do that. However, they were issued stand-down orders just like the Tucson Police Department was. That's why drugs and guns and violence and all those things are out of control. Funny thing is, anybody who commits a crime with a gun is committing a crime with a gun. So if you don't commit crimes, there's no reason you shouldn't have a gun or at least be able to defend yourself. You know, that's what the Second Amendment's all about. Think of it from yeah, it's just defense. That's it. a magical yeah. standpoint, Joe. It's, it's a right to bear arms. That means self-defense, and arms could mean anything. So during the Revolutionary War, the Brits had the brown bess. The colonists had the brown bess. That was the most powerful musket. The military had what the civilians had, and that put everybody right. on equal ground. It's like, uh, it might have been Malorcas. He said this to me on Twitter. It said, like, God created man, and then Colt made them equal. And that, that's that's the whole yeah, point. Colt did. <laughs> well, I think when you get to a certain age, too, you should have, like, you know, we're men, right? So men are designed to like provide, protect, and sometimes fight. That's what we do. You know, that's what we're designed to do. All right. I'm just telling you genetically, that's what we're designed to do. Now I would say that, you know, we've kind of shrank over time, you know, but like back in the day, we used to handle things like men slap each other around a little bit, have a beer, and then we'd like solve our problems. But now not only is the gun stuff bad, now people can just riot in the streets and the cops can't do nothing about it. There's something seriously because, wrong with because that. Because the, instruct- yeah. the instruction is lawlessness. The instruction is not to prosecute, not to arrest, and to allow people that do not obey the law to run wild. And if you read about how this was done in the communist revolution of China, 
it's precisely the same thing that's happening. It's the same thing Hitler did, actually. They pack the courts. We've got people calling for packing the Supreme Court if they don't vote the way that they want them to vote, for overturning congressional procedure if they don't get the types of laws out of Congress that they want, and using the president's pen as an executive authority to dictate laws. That is treason, and that is not the way the system works. And if you don't like the way the system works, you don't just overthrow the system because then you don't have a system and you have chaos. And that's, I think, what a lot of people want. They're comfortable with chaos because chaos becomes, and it has become a normal thing, so they're conditioned to the chaos. Plus, with chaos, you don't have to take as much responsibility. Someone else takes responsibility for you. That's what I'm saying, right? We should have just rolled up in there in the Honda, turned up Ghost, and just started dumping those people in the head. If the cops would have told me I could have done it, I would have done it. Just at least so they would have some responsibility for rioting. And, like, you can't just break stuff because you're upset with things. No, and they're, what I mean? they're just not enforcing the laws in those cases. It's just like, and then the, remember the mayor of Rochester? She got arrested. Yeah. She got, well, she got investigated by the state. She was selling cocaine to black communities. Yeah, she I remember all that. Yeah, semi-automatic, automatic rifles in her home, child endangerment, election fraud, tampering. And the lieutenant governor of New York just got arrested for the same thing, election fraud. Same exact kind of a thing that's happening all over the country. Yeah, not to get yeah, in, dude. not to get into that tonight, but there's a way to, you know, put a different spin on that. Think about, you know, the psychic self-defense book, right? Dion, uh, Dion Fortune, Dion Fortune yeah. right? And you think about what this idea of the Second Amendment is. It's the right to keep and bear arms. That means, again, self-defense, arms or weapons defined by that, that time period in the 1700s, and they are today too. It just means weapons. So when you're being told this by politicians who want gun control, quote-unquote, that at the moment they know they don't have the votes to get it. So get rid of the political stuff for a second and think about that. They know they don't have votes in the Senate to get gun control, so they keep telling you guns, 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 we got to get rid of them. A lot of the people that want to get rid of guns, quote unquote, actually have investments in gun companies. They have. Oh, of course. So they're making bank. They're making big money. And then if you think about what that implies, it means they're getting people scared. So they go buy guns. They make money. But it's also and this is where the psychic self-defense comes in. It is slowly eroding your senses of reason, because what they're telling you is you don't have a right to bear arms. You don't have a right to self-defense. Lay down your arms. Give up. Give up. Give up. Give up. It's communicating to you subconsciously, telling you not to fight back against what's being done to you. And that's what I think is really at the core of the so-called gun issue. Another one of those like things. subconscious gaslighting almost to the, to the worst extent. You know? Subconscious gaslighting, subconscious mind control programming like that, yeah. that army psych, uh, psych warfare program video that just came out a few days ago, if you saw that. I don't know. I didn't mean to get off on a rant there. We just blew no, 12 dude, minutes you, on that. You and I are the... No, bro. Look, I don't like bullies of any form, but especially crafty ones. The ones you, You're better than me at it. You can pick out crafty bullies, not just politically. Go grocery shopping with this guy. Just go out in the town. You know, There's the kind of bullies that push people around physically, and then there's the intelligent ones that know how to manipulate folks and rend... <laughs> I can tell those are the enemies of Ryan Gable, right? He does not like those type of people. Did I do, and I love it. Did I do something know? at the store when we went to the store one time? Yeah, dude. What we went to Wegmans one time and this woman just started gaslighting him because he wasn't wearing a mask or whatever. Right. <laughs> I think I and, I, that. and I mean, and I was thinking, oh, hell, here we go. You know, I wasn't wearing a mask. She didn't say nothing to me. For some reason, you know, she picked out Ryan. 
And so Ryan's just like starts hitting her with facts, like laws. I don't have to wear a mask. This is what's up. I got the paperwork right here. I carry it with me. And she just started getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And Ryan got calmer and calmer and calmer. And I'm like, oh, man, this chick's about to pop. You know? <laughs> and then she started walking down. She started walking like, like almost to the edge of the aisle. And she turned around to say something. And she was like, waved her hand and kept walking. And then Ryan looked at me. He's like, I don't understand why these people don't get like reason. They won't even listen to me. I offered her the paper. She won't even read it. And I'm thinking, because they don't care, dude. Like, they're, they've been bullied into believing something. So therefore you need to be bullied too. Right. That's, that's the way it works. It's a great, you know? great way to put it. The simple way to resolve this, this conflict is nobody who is keeping it black and white. Nobody who is good wants you to not be able to defend yourself, your family, your property, and nobody who is good wants to censor the things that you say, think, do, etc. People that want to do that are bad guys. That's 101. Yeah. I think it's that simple. Or they punish you for saying it, one of the two, you know. Yeah. I think but, it's, I, don't you think it's strange in the so-called paranormal late night radio? Con- everything is has this like, it's either extreme right or extreme left politics. Like if you talk about certain kinds of conspiracies, it's like suddenly a right wing conspiracy and all the right wing people are interested. But if it's like UFOs, then suddenly it's like a left wing thing. What is flat earth? Is that a left wing or right wing? That's a right wing one, I think, right? Well, well, you're missing the point there, Joe. What what the flat earth is, there, <laughs> there is no such thing as left or right. That's also yeah, an illusion. No. There's no left or right. No, I got the point. I'm just saying like <laughs> no, most of the, uh, most of the people, dude, that like you'll see a lot of flat earthers that are conservatives for some reason. For, and you just will, right? That is true. Uh, that is true. And then you'll see a lot of a lot of I think UFO people that could be a, a bit liberal. And then you got to get into the spiritual crowd too, right? Because you got the occultists that love to do magic, and then you got the crystal bathers. You know, I got names for all of them, but I like if crystal I bathers. It, I'll just let you do all that stuff because if I say it, I sound like a complete asshole. You know, so I don't want to say all this stuff. Well, no. Well, I think the difference is if I say it, I also sound that way. But people are used to me <laughs> sounding that way. They're not used to you sounding that way. <laughs> no, I, I'm not a nice guy all the time. I promise you. I like Gentlemen, the, uh, crystal bathers. We, like we need, we need like to we need to work on this. Come on, my friends. Let's let's we we can say things and it'd be nice, can't we? No. Come on. Did you learn? <laughs> no. It doesn't work because it doesn't help. It makes things worse. Love and light. I mean, the nicer you are, the more you get screwed with love and light, love and light, love. I love how Corey good now is telling people that he can teach you forgiveness while he's simultaneously in court suing people for questioning his secret space program. How can you teach people forgiveness while you're suing them? These people are such frauds. That's, that's besides the point. We got another call. Uh, seven, seven, one, nine. That's seven. I think that, yeah, this is 719. You are on the secret teachings. First name and where you are calling from, please. Hello. Hello, Howdy. yes, you're on the air. Ooh. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's um, okay. Jennifer, calling from Missouri. Howdy, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. good I want to call in. I want to say good evening. Um, I feel like I, I should call in because I am quite a fan, I suppose, of the French Network via listening to Troubled Minds. Um, now, my words yeah. aren't going to be as heartfelt compared to the fanship and trust that people have placed in all of you. 
Um, I found the fringe myself through listening to Michael Strange and the Troubled Mind. Um, something that I was so glad to find as long as Mike does what he does. <laughs> it's a very nice platform. And I can say that it is regrettable that I've missed so much of what is the fringe. I've spoken with Joe, I think actually I've, I've spoken with Joe like maybe once or twice in this Were very strange way where I was trying, huh? Were you mad at me? Like, I think I, no, <laughs> not at all. No, but I think I did talk to you like once or twice or something. Um, okay. But I think I am not as familiar as I should have been with this community before Ryan Gable's departure. Um, right. I do want to say that I wish you all the best. And though you are moving on to something else, uh, torches are passed and lit from one torch to another. So all of you, Jess, Joe, Mike, you all keep those torches burning because it lights the rest of the way for us all. So keep those torches burning. All of you. And thank you so much for doing what you put the time in to do, which is so very difficult, honestly. That's very kind. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jennifer. Of course. Thank you so much. And y'all have a good night. You as well. You as well. Troubled Troubled Minds Nation right there. There you go. Uh, Jennifer calls in often. There you go. Brilliant young lady. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Very sweet. Very sweet. Have a good night. You as well. I should I should have I should have asked her though because I drove through Missouri one time. Well, I drove through Missouri a couple of times. I drove through Missouri moving out here to Arizona, and I, I was wondering like what else is in Missouri. I literally it was I swear to God it was on the interstate. St. Louis, you never been to St. Louis? Uh, I've been. To, I, you know, I know there's the St. Louis blues. You know, I know that there's music. I, I know that there's a city there. But like I'm driving through and literally every I swear to God, dude, every single billboard it was strip club, become a nurse. Strip club, become a nurse. Strip club, become a nurse for like an hour. And I thought, is there any job in this state except being a nurse or a stripper? I just never, yeah, I never well, seen signs like that. What's in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, it's like porn barn church, porn barn <laughs> yes, church. Yeah, it's the same thing. Porn barn church. You want to see? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Where you are down there in Florida, you got some good signs down there. You got that Christian right down there. They put up some great signs on the interstate. The ones that are like. I have a drive-in a church right next door to me. It's a drive-in. A drive-in. It's a drive-in church where people come to church in their cars and they watch either watch Christian movies or they do a service. Did they like re? Did they convert like an old Sonic? Yeah, it was an old drive-in movie theater. I live right next okay. to it, and they turned it into a church. So people literally pull their cars in here and go to church. That you ha- there's a sign down there I seen in Florida that my friend Mike D actually had sent me a picture of it one time, and it said like "Trust Jesus." let like take your hands off the wheel. And I thought, how, how can they put that up on the interstate? That's like, that's like Tyler Durden talking about Jesus. <laughs> Just let go and then hit the ditch. That's exactly thank what you, it Jesus. was. <laughs> well, well, in all seriousness, I, I want to thank Jennifer for calling in from Missouri. Thank you so much. Very kind. Yeah, it was words. very sweet. Like Michael's over here. Y'all just be nice. And then he has a very nice caller call in. Right? <laughs> hey, hey, look, Hey, come on now. We are, we talk about manifesting stuff all the time. Don't we Yeah. Look, we want people to be nice to you, Joe, be nice to people first. And I, guess what? I'm You're usually not. Well, here's how it usually happens. I'm usually very nice at first. And then 
if you're not nice back to me, I kind of snap a little bit, you know? <laughs> well, okay. You know what? I'm never just a direct asshole to people, you know? So, you know, so, so she calls in her voice is calming and that's, I mean, Jess is the same. Like women's yeah, voices are true. usually calming and comforting and nurturing. And when you think about, I mean, especially late night radio, it's, it's usually a lot of guys. And when you're talking about things that I, in my opinion, a lot of things get you riled up and get you heated because they're Hell yeah. th- things that deal with self-defense and things that deal with your, your family and things that deal with other people's families and your friends. So you get upset. And as a guy that always comes off as violent and aggressive and angry. Whereas if a woman is hosting a show, it doesn't come off the same because women don't typically come off. that. Well, way. I think there's mask like you're talking about masculine energy too, right? Can seem asshole sometimes, but I'll certainly, tell you this. Certainly. I, re- I remember when you were doing um, shows about female abuse and talking about all that I d- stuff. I just that did went one through. like two weeks ago. I just did one. And you would get really passionate, really riled up because you went through all that chaotic, just mind and emotional hellscape. And even more, like you told me about that you didn't even talk on the air and to still be as calm and collective as you are is amazing to me after what the hell you went through. Right. But, uh, I think not what Michael's talking about magic. I think that energy compounded because I've heard other show hosts talk about it. I've talked about it a little bit. And now all of a sudden we got Johnny Depp, like really just smoking this chick in trial like every guy in the world that's been jacked around by a woman and i'm talking about a crazy abusive woman not a sweet one right is like standing up going thank you johnny you know because he's destroying this chick right like and it's it's almost like when i watch the trial i think about all of those shows that you talked about have you watched any of this guy's trial no, no, well, I saw one thing on social media. I saw David Oatstone reverse speech and some other stuff. And I thought, man, this, I don't know who Amber Heard is, but she looks like a psychopath. I thought, I don't really but like John- Johnny Depp, but I don't think that, and I didn't really watch it. I just, that was my initial impression. I wouldn't have been like Johnny Depp though. Like I would have, I would have been in jail probably after that whole event. If you listen to it, that woman put him through hell and he still was very like soft and like, Listen, I can only go so many what? rounds with you. you know? like, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You know, you you've heard it, Jess, right? Like, yeah, and I'm thinking, very calm. I'm thinking, how the hell is this guy not snapping well, well, on this hold, chick right now? You know. So I'm not going to get into a conspiracy, but think about it too. Both of these people are actors. Yeah, that's true. They're million yeah. dollar actors. Well, she's not. She's lost all of her money now. A lot of her money now, but they're million dollar actors, and I, I find it I find that kind of strange. Like I, I get it. I'm interested. I'm interested in it only because of what you just said now. Because I read an article that said if a and I don't know why they always have to bring this up, but it was like if a white rich actress can't have her story told, which is the stupidest headline. What does that say about black women? And I thought, right, what does that have to do with anything? Her story told. It was broadcast around the world for billions of people to see. And she was a lying psychopath. I don't see what, what is it because we didn't just believe her and just run Johnny Depp over or any other person in court because we're supposed Dude. to believe one side. It's that's that's well, what's weird to me. I've you know I grew up, brother. I grew up like a, a the only child, so I've snapped on women in my time. You know, even to this day, where I don't because I can only p- put up with so much emotional chaos before I start to I've, it just boils inside of me, right? But you, we have to keep. We have to remember that, like uh, the feminine energy is emotional. But what the hell Johnny Depp went through? If you you haven't listened to the trial, like 
No, no, no. I haven't okay. listened to like anything. Not really. Dude, I've never in my life even experienced or like it's it's insane. It's insane. Like, I w- that woman is crazy, dude. For real. That I have no doubt about. I was wondering why there weren't cameras in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. I'd like what'd to watch you, that trial. What'd you say, Jess? What did you say? Oh, I said that woman is crazy. 100%. <laughs> yeah. She's sounds so like your anti woman, Jess. Your anti woman. No, no. And I won't have it on I'm my show. I mean I mean not anti woman, but as a woman, <laughs> I know that some of these, you know, are pretty crazy, you know. No, I mean, no. Some of these is, like no, dude, this chick is nuts. You gotta listen. I want you to do a show when you go over there, at least one show. Listen to this trial and then just I, one of your female abuse shows to men i thought please. i thought i was gonna i thought about doing a david oates reverse speech show about that yeah where she's got like a demon she might have demons in her you well know? you know it's, it's bothersome about that subject too because i started out the show i did a couple weeks ago it was called men men deloreans men deloreans and i was talking about how if just from my perspective i said as a guy if you have an opinion on something like let's say abortion a lot of women will say you don't have a right to speak about that because you're not a woman. Yeah. And you're like, okay, to, I mean, personally, that still doesn't make sense to me because everybody has a right to their own opinion. There's always a different perspective. But, okay, I'll buy that for just a split second. But what about when it's an issue when it relates to, like, a man? Uh, when I look at statistics and I have my own experiences and I see that across the board, men and women abuse each other at the same rate. It doesn't mean yeah. that a woman's bad or a man's bad. That's by, by far the last thing that I'm suggesting. I'm just saying that there should be a little bit of balance brought to it. But when I say that, I also have women telling me, you don't have any right to speak about that either. So the whole idea is, as a man, and sometimes people will tell women the same thing, you don't have a right to speak about this or that because you're a man or because you're a woman. And I find that to be incredibly degrading, demeaning, and dismissive. Everybody has a right to speak about everything, regardless of what their opinion is, regardless of how ignorant or boneheaded it is. And if we start cutting people off based on their sex, their gender, the color of their skin, that's a really bad world to live in. That's that. That's, I just, yeah, bro. I just don't want to live in a world where, uh, and this is why I like your show so much, where uh, when people say how they feel about something. Yes. It should be taken. It should be taken seriously, whether it's crazy to you or not. If someone says something, "Hey, I feel this way," instead of like making them feel like crap for feeling something, you should ask them, "Why do you feel that way?" You know, and have a conversation. This was one of the coolest things I, I learned from Ryan when I moved to New York because I was going through stuff, and I would say, "Man, I feel like this. I feel like that." And Ryan would stand on the porch. And then, you know, I grew up where if I said stuff like that, I would just get snapped on, you know. But Ryan would just stay real calm. He'd just be like, why do you feel that way? Like, what? You remember all those conversations we used to have, dude? You would just keep asking questions until we got to the source of it. Right? I, ind- I indeed do. And that's what I like to do, right? I like to get to the source of it so we can solve it, evolve, and move forward, right? But now everything is like, you know, label, label this. And, you know, there's everybody's labeled a narcissist nowadays, too, no matter what you do. So it's it's chaos out there all over the place let, let when me, it comes to this stuff. You're totally right about that. And, and I, it's if it's not narcissist, there's just always a label because the label is not only dismissive, the label also puts the other person on the defensive. So as soon as you call somebody yeah. a name, they have to defend them. Well, I'm not 
that or I'm not this. And you're not actually, it's a fallacy. It's kind of like a fallacy. You're not really talking about the the point. So like, for example, and this is one of those things, kind of like that, that woman at the Wegmans that you mentioned, the story that yeah, right. same, same kind of thing. To me, I tell people, listen, okay, Roe versus Wade abortion. I don't, I, I want to look at things circumstantially. So I'm not going to express an opinion one way or another. I'm not pro or anti. What I am is I want to see the evidence. So what I did, I showed somebody, a couple people this. I said, have you actually read Roe versus Wade? Um, no. Okay, well, Roe versus Wade is not a black and white piece of paper with a single sentence on it. It's a complex, probably far too long of a judicial opinion on abortion. And the thing was written in 1973, and it's very long. And if you read it, it and I have a quote, I'll quote it for you. It actually says this. It says, some argue that the woman's right is absolute and that she is entitled to terminate her pregnancy at whatever time and whatever way and for whatever reason she alone chooses. With this, we do not agree. So even Roe versus Wade in the majority opinion of the court that you think, not necessarily you guys, but most people think who are right. pro or anti, oh my God, it's an absolute right. The court actually says in this statement and in the beginning of, of the opinion that they don't believe the right is absolute. And they actually say states have a right to regulate it the best they see fit within the confines of what the judicial system had determined. Whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. The point is most people believe things in a hardcore left or right way when the reality is so far away from the left and the right that it's yeah, it's, it's usually stunning. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It, yeah, it's stunning. And not not only that, but I you know, there were people in Rochester when I it was around the time you were I think you maybe you had moved or you were getting ready to move. There were people that were holding a protest over a law in um, Texas and they were saying it's wrong. States like Texas can't regulate abortion. Roe versus Wade, don't overturn Roe. And I sat there and I was like, but the opinion of the court was that states do have a right to regulate abortion and this is I'm quoting from Roe versus Wade, so why are you holding up a sign? You're because it's just an emotional flag to them. That's all it is. Of, you know? of course, but you see how the mind control works. And it doesn't matter oh, yeah. if it's abortion, if it's guns, or it's a, 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 an unbelievable number of infinite topics that we debate and discuss as a society. There has to be you know, more people that say, stop. There's another way to look at this. This is not yes or no. This is not left or right. This is not about being pro or anti something or anything. The same thing goes in the paranormal. Not everything has to be Bigfoot, but that doesn't mean that there might not be a Bigfoot. Not everything has to be ghosts, but that doesn't mean there might not be a ghost cat. You know, <laughs> not everything has to be about, you know, some Illuminati conspiracy. But like, if you ask me, is the Illuminati real? Like, yeah, it's a concept. It was an actual secret society. There's always another way to address things. It's just I, I'm I, so tired of the black and white. I know, man, it's polarity. That's why I talk a lot about hermetics or, you know, I've talked a lot about that. It's polarity. It's we're designed. We're, we're designed that way. Right. Intelligence. I think intelligence and evolution and intelligence is people that can actually move past polarity right but animalistic the animalistic and polar the polar sides of us are designed to be that way this is why when we get emotional we'll flag one way or the net or the other we're either defensive or offensive yes i mean our brain's made up of like two different hemispheres right but intelligent people that use their brain will try to find a solution to the problem most of the time you know and that's what i mean i think that's what we need to do but i say that even with astral travel people are like well what What's the difference between astral travel and uh, remote viewing and all this other stuff? Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily think they're opposites all the time. 
I think it just could be a level of unconsciousness where they're it, it's shifting. We don't even understand consciousness yet. So I think our minds are always trying to polarize something to begin with. Well, so, yeah, no, you're right about that. That's kind of like the base standard human brain model. That's how things, yeah. but, that, but that's, and see, that's the thing. And the reason I find this to be more than just random conversation, I think it fits in with tonight's show, our, our farewell show for the secret teachings here on the fringe is that, I mean, this is what I try to do with every single show. And when I think of that basic, almost instinctual, innate desire to separate things in that way, when you understand that, then you're like, oh, that's why corporations and advertisers and marketers and politicians and general assorted scum in society, they play on your natural instinct to do that. And that's how they can control and divide and conquer people. That's, that's how the system works. When you realize that, then it's like, I feel a light goes on in the void. And then you recognize I don't have to be subdued by that anymore. And then you can stop being subdued by it. And it's that simple. You just have to be aware of it first. And it's not negative. It's negative to say, I don't want to learn about that. It's positive to recognize it. And then you stop participating in that level of manipulation. I don't know. That's, that's how I feel about it. What do you guys think? Jess, Michael? I'm sorry. My dog was barking. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Ghost dog. I was trying to quiet her. Is real dog ghost or cat. is it a ghost dog? It's a real dog, but okay. she was probably barking at a ghost cat. Possible. Yes, very possible. <laughs> Highly likely, I would I'm say. I'm sorry. I missed that last section because I was like, come on, don't stop barking. <laughs> that's okay. I'll just turn your fader down here. It's okay with Michael. <laughs> well, take it wherever you want to take it jess whatever's okay. on your this is a this is a free-for-all don't don't let ryan bully you Go, damn it ryan why bro well, you, you know how i feel about women i'm just a bully i'm bullying all the time <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's so opposite by the way that's completely like if there's any women out there that think ryan's a bullies women it's completely not true because i've seen how he is around well i'm just he's not a bully at all it's a uh, it, there's a name for that what's it called oh it's a joke yeah right it's a joke oh, yeah. jokes. oh. Mm. we got jokes we got jokes i got something if you don't jess but go, go right ahead yeah what, what do you got michael all right check it out i think all this stuff we're he's talking about, about just he's about to mansplain it to you go ahead and mansplain oh, it mansplain it to me exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay so all that stuff, all this stuff, it's like, um, notice, notice, it doesn't matter what it is. You describe so many different things regarding, it doesn't matter if it's paranormal, it's magic, it's politics, is this, that, the other thing. It all comes down to gaslighting. It comes down to polarization. It comes right. down to all that, right? And I, and I think the, the, the biggest issue with, with that is, is uh, just how we treat each other, right? And we don't notice. I think that that's the worst part. You guys know this. Like, if you pay attention, if you actually see what's going on, you can't say something and actually get a... Um, like a proper answer most times, right? Like you get uh, accusations, you get people I hate that point shit. fingers. Yeah, you know, like, and I was just saying this. I've been saying this recently. Look, I, I'm just too old to play games anymore. It's like, look, uh, if you want to talk about things, I'm not going to be super biased and try and gaslight you and make you believe what I believe. Because to be perfectly right. honest, I don't know what I believe myself. If we're being perfectly honest. Because, right, there's so many things that are always in flux and you're learning new stuff all the time. And, you know, that old saying about the same person walking in the same river twice never happens, all the rest of that, right? But also, with all of that said, it does come down to like, you know, just just, just be, be chill, guys. Just be chill with each other. You guys know this. You're here for a reason. It's not, 
any of that other stuff because you're here because you're not listening to Tucker Carlson or Don Lemon or any of those assholes. I'll say it. They're assholes. They're propagandist assholes. And that's just the way it is. Right. And I got a quote and I, th- I found this on Twitter uh, maybe an hour ago. And I thought this was pretty pertinent to not just this, but many things. What's this? Check this out. Censorship is the child of fear and the father of ignorance. Written oh, by Murray Halls Anderson, our author of Speak and Chains. I found that on Twitter. And like, I, I didn't fact check it. And this is the problem, right? I don't know if anybody actually fucking said that or pardon my French, but right, <laughs> that's the problem, right? But it was good. So I'm going to run with it. But you get, you get the point, right? It's like, it, it's like, I don't know. It's an energy thing. I, th- I think it is always that exchange of energy. And in the point of, let's say, um, polarization, uh, we have that duality as people, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's in us, that yin-yang, the whole thing. We talk about it all the time. I'm sure you, all you guys do too. I can't listen to every every word everybody says, just like you guys don't listen to every word I say. We're busy. But basically, the polarization thing is, like Joe was saying, it's hardwired. It's part of what we sort of want to hear. Like I always say, answers are super easy. But the questions, right? If you ask the right questions, things become difficult. Things become let's say um, uh, I get more clarity when I'm able to ask my own questions and not the questions of Tucker or Don Lemon or any of those assholes, my own questions. Right. And I, and I think that's what this is all about. It's just, uh, just chill. Just the energy. Let's just bring the energy down guys, not here, just in life, in like the world. It's okay. It's okay. By the way, I want to say this to you real quick uh, to finish. It's okay to be wrong. For crying out loud, like everybody's so afraid to be wrong. Big deal, right? Right. Like there's 8 billion plus people out there. How many of those people do you think are wrong? So why is it okay for them to be wrong, but not okay for you personally in your own personal space to be wrong? Of course it's okay. So stop pretending like this is some kind of like gaslighting exercise of, oh my God, you said the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. This is why there's so many people on a podcast nowadays. You were talking earlier, Michael, about how many people on a podcast and they're all coming out like crazy. It's if a dog is hungry and every time it says I'm hungry or acts hungry and you kick it, right? Eventually the dog's going to start biting back and it's going to get chaotic and it wants to eat. It's the same thing with people's emotions. Like we live in a society today and we've been brought up to like, if you say how you feel about something, you're punished for it. You're punished for it over and over again, or someone, you know, thinks you're crazy because you felt or thought something or whatever. And people are tired of it. They're so tired of it that there's 160,000 new podcasts coming out every month, minimum, every month, because people want to express themselves. And expression is coming out. It's big business, man. It's getting bigger. Expression is coming out now like it never has before because people have been stifled and abused about how they feel and what they want to say and who they want to be, you know? So. Yeah. And, and it's all back to being wrong and notice the polarization of that in the gaslight. It's like, Hey, look, you're wrong. Okay. Okay. So maybe, but also might you be wrong? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, 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 it makes me mad. It's, it's, again, it's why, and this is, this is what Joe was saying. This is what I was saying earlier. All the rest of this, the reason the voices here matter is because we're pressing. We're trying to make them matter, right? Your voice matters too. everybody out there. And the thing is, time and pressure, stick with it. If you want your voice to be heard, this is the golden age of your voice being heard. Got a call. Got you. Yeah, right. It is. And this is, I mean, yeah, this is. It is. It's how, it. 
That's how you learn too, if you're wrong. And that's there's one there's one part of that natural innateness thing that we haven't mentioned, and that is when you have an open mind and can ask those questions like you're mentioning, Michael, simply just keep asking questions about anything and everything. What happens is someone who doesn't do that has rhetoric. They have talking points. And the best way to express this idea is the, the movie Idiocracy. When, well, why don't we put water on the crops? Well, why do we put water on the crops? Brondo is, uh, it's got electrolytes. Yeah, but what are electrolytes? It's what they use to make Brondo. Yeah, but but why do they use to make Brondo? Because it's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. And that's what it's like talking to, that's literally like you can have that conversation with people about masks. You can have that conversation with people about guns. You can have that, it's like a real, it's almost like a documentary now. People joke that that movie like 1984 is a mm-hmm. documentary. That that expresses it. When you have rhetoric and talking points, you can sit there all day and be like XYZ, XYZ about whatever the subject is. One, two, three, one, two, three, just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Repeat. And you sound smart because you sound like you know what you're talking about. But when you ask questions and when you think and when you ask other people questions and make them think, it's a lot harder to project outward that you know what you're talking about when you don't really have something you're trying to prove you're just trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know if that yeah, makes no. sense. No, man, it makes a lot of sense. I think uh, 978 area code, you're on the air. Is this Night Stalker again? It is, it is. Yeah, what's I was going to call back again, but uh, I said oh, one quick thing to ask. Sorry. <laughs> what's up, brother? <laughs> um, if there's another caller, this, this, is someone else going to call, I think? So someone else. No, no, that was point, you. Uh, I looked off. over and I saw your number and I'm like, damn, I wonder how long he's been sitting there. Come on, man. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I just had a quick uh, recommendation. I know, uh, I, I feel like Ryan, you've been seeing a lot of movies lately. So I, I have a quick movie recommendation that kind of ties into all this, if you want. Yeah, hit me with um, it. I, I have been. There's a, movie co- <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie called uh, called Men that just came out um, on the Men. 20th or whatever. And it's, it's by I'm the, so, uh, I'm sorry, the guy it's... who made Annihilation and uh, Ex Machina. Yes. And uh, it's like a horror suspense movie or whatever where this like, I haven't seen it yet. So I listened to a couple interviews with this guy. And, uh, it's like yeah, the guy made X Machina and Annihilation and stuff. So he's like he's like pretty satiric. Oh, but he made a movie yeah. called Men. And um I seen the so preview it's all for about it. this girl. She has like some trauma or whatever. Yeah. She 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 moves to this island or whatever and she starts to like encounter different men and she realizes that all the men in this island, they all look exactly the same or whatever. And it's this weird horror suspense thing. But apparently it's like a like a Garden of Eden, like biblical allegory and stuff, but the like the critic, like basically just kind of shitting on men the entire time. And the criticism for it in, this, in these interviews with this with, with the director, it's like basically why are you a man telling this anti-man story? Pretty much, and his whole thing and all his interviews is being like, so the the narrative is like who is allowed to tell which story? And his whole thing is basically like, um, as long as you put the work in, as long as you come in. I come at it from a certain intention that like everyone should be allowed to tell any kind of story, you know, is basically his, his the crux of it. But mm-hmm. there's a bunch of weird esoteric in it and some weird like birthing scene apparently, which is like a huge part of the movie. And it's like really creeping people out. So I figured it, it kind of came out around, like, around the same time you were talking about all the uh, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Moon type stuff, Ryan. So I figured I'd toss that out there for you. I but, saw the preview and, and I, was, Jeff, uh, I was thinking about yeah. going to see it. So thank I Now that you recommend, if Derek's recommending it, I'm going to go see it probably. You got the, you, they got the I endorsement. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but I listen to you haven't seen it yet. I, I, I haven't seen it, but I listened to a couple of interviews with the director, and that was basically the, the whole crux of it: is the, the, the biblical allegory, and then like, are you allowed to tell the story? And him pretty much mm-hmm. being like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I'm allowed to tell the story," and like all those reasons why, basically. But like the narrative in the movie community is basically like this movie is just 
kind of pooping on men and like, why is a man telling it? Shouldn't be, shouldn't a woman be telling it? And like just the, the overall Hollywood, like who is allowed to tell which story? Like right. is a non-Jew allowed to tell a Holocaust story? Is a non-black person allowed to tell a black story? Like, because that, that comes up in Hollywood a lot. And his, his, his idea is just, as long as you put the work in, as long as you ask the right questions and really try to investigate it, come at it from a solid place, then like all perspectives, every perspective should be, should be treated equally, you know? Yeah. It should um, be on the table. Hell yeah. That's how, be on the table. Yeah. That's how yeah. you come to but, new conclusions. You create new things. You solve problems with debate and open discussion. That's the free market of ideas. I just wanted to ask, because we're talking movies a little bit, and I know Jess is into the uh, esoteric movie stuff too, and she does the weird Hollywood show and everything. Have you seen any uh, movies recently, Jess, that you can recommend? I'm always interested to hear Jess's movie takes. I just, I mean, I watched The Northman recently, and I really enjoyed Good choice. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, The Everything All at Once movie. um, Everywhere, Everything All at Once, I think is what it's called. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I enjoyed that as well, and I just finished. Uh, or I mean, I'm caught up on Stranger Things right now too. And don't I really spoil it. That. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That's all. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I started over every time they come out of the new season. I'm a Stranger Things nerd. I just start all the way over. Me too. I got to watch it from the beginning. I got a show planned. Actually, Derek is the first time I've actually taken a direct um, recommendation for a show title from somebody else. I usually come up with it myself, but Derek had a good... Well, I, I had the idea for a show called Dr. Stranger Things. And then D- Derek was like, how about yeah. Dr. Stranger Things everywhere at once? And I was like, that's perfect for what I'm talking about. So I got that show planned. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that a big one? That'd you guys, one. make sure you leave a thumbs up too, man, on, on the app. If you're listening on the app, I'm looking at the yeah. stats right now. Yeah, thumbs leave- up or thumbs down the show, you know? Leave it's a, three ups right now and no downs so far. Leave a leave a middle finger. No downs. No downs. You leave a middle finger. Whatever you know. Leave it. For, for, oh, can you add that, Joe? Can you add so a middle? Uh, That'd be cool. Somebody did that. Somebody did that on my Apple Podcast thing. So, well, before I tell you that, please go to Apple Podcast if you're listening there. Please leave us a review as well because we're just we're fresh on there after being removed and put back on. So, some guy instead of actually commenting and saying what he thought he just gave us like 30 middle fingers and i thought that that was kind of funny <laughs> very damn funny. man yeah it's a very and another guy wrote out that i don't he told me i don't know anything about the bible because i suggested there was metaphor i love reading these reviews people send me reviews like that it's good stuff anyway sorry go ahead y'all want to take a shot in the dark you want to take a risk we have an anonymous caller no phone number it's larry take david take I'm anonymous. Yeah. I don't know who this is. Line two. It's like no Nike. Number. Who's, who are we speaking it. with? Hello. Hello, Lina. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Who's this? <laughs> is this who I think it is? Greetings, gentlemen, and Lady Jess. <laughs> this is Oh, Rivers. my God. This can only be one Rivers. person. <laughs> Love your voice. What's Hello? up? Yo. Sounds like a fairy I'm so tale. I'm nervous, but I, I thought that I have to have a courage. I drink so many bottles of wine, so I thought I have to do this for Ryan. <laughs> so. Thank you. Many she never calls in. She never, ever, ever calls in. Dude, she's, you, the last time I heard her voice, I was who was I interviewing? I was interviewing a guy that was talking about magic. Um, yes. Uh, oh, my goodness. I remember his name. Hold on. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, it's been Cain. 
Yeah, he had a really yeah, evolved just, point of view yeah. about magic, and you called in about on that show. Yes. <laughs> I was so nervous. Thank you so much. You you, you were so kind in that show. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say you had to drink wine before you yeah, called in? I, I, yeah, I was so nervous. But right now, how to do this for you? No, this is the last one. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people I drink because of me. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. You know, I think that you started to say that earlier. You know how much I appreciate you. So, I'm. It's very emotional night like, for me. I have to say, you know, I don't want to like a cry baby, but oh, I yeah. remember. <laughs> I hope you do maybe, cry. Maybe I'm, like three. I was the I, one I, crying. I think there was like maybe like two, three years ago. The first night I landed here in the French server. It was. It was uh-huh. a big yeah. day for me because. I, I met so many wonderful people that I couldn't even possibly name everybody, you know, like, no, I don't, I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> too many. And then I remember since then, I, I started to have this, you know, my own ritual. I'll get out at a certain time, set my alarm and then get things ready and listen to Joe and then Ryan. And I always have that little highlight in between, listen to, you know, the Rocky reports. And I love Jess. She's so amazing. And and then, and then I don't know. Maybe two years later, they come. Michael Strange. It's, it feels like a completion, you know. It's so amazing. Mm. We love you, Michael. <laughs> you, Rivers, you're the best. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's that orange microphone cover he has. I love that. <laughs> I just changed it. It was green yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, orange microphone it, it cover really bad. So much, my life. And I remember those nights that listen to to Joe and all these amazing guests that you have, and and then come gives you different time zone. So when I was busy getting ready for work, and then I'll listen to Ryan. I know you know you you, you heard it. I you know thank you, Derek, for telling Ryan no my my appreciation earlier. <laughs> and no most people think that Ryan's intense and all that, but they don't. It, they don't see that. I mean, Ryan's so intelligent. He's just—he's so funny sometimes that I giggle, and yeah. I was just like, "You need to get him." <laughs> and what you're saying, you know, Ryan. You know, I know a lot of people love you, and no matter where you are, they'll right. listen to you. You know, and I know the three of you—Michael, Ryan, and Joe—you always say that beautiful friendship, no matter where you are. So I know there's no. No problem. There's no drama. Yeah. I don't yeah. what people say. Rivers, could you do me a favor, man? Could you like you want a promo? Re- he wants yeah, a, he could wants you a like promo. read stories to all of us or something? <laughs> you could. You, you don't you, have a career of reading like books or something. Who that you have the sweetest voice I've ever heard in my entire life. You could life. actually just do like a one-hour podcast and just like read a fairy tale or something. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Seriously, it's true. Thank I might need you to we do a promo, f- promo for my show. Definitely. This is uh, just so everybody knows, this is sort of first time, long time. She's listened to my show for quite a bit and she's never called me. So uh, hey, I'm calling, I'm calling you out rivers. <laughs> well, this is uh, everybody's on the line. Here, a so it's a, it's a big call. You got everybody on the line. Yeah. I could, I could seriously like, I was thinking, I was like, man, would you please read me a bedtime story? You know? 
Does she not sound like the the, uh, the woman in the children's books that are like reading? Well, the, you know, the that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. You say something like, "This is the story of what's what's a good what's a good fairy tale, Mother Goose." Mother Goose, yeah, or even po- <laughs> any kind of poetry, or even some you know mytho- mythological stuff, dude. I would listen to it, man. I'm, I think we're being serious too that. here, She's Rivers. Really we're not, this isn't sarcastic. This is being serious. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm very nervous. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. There's always more wine. in French. No words. She's she's amazing. I haven't seen her for a long time. But so, yeah, so I've seen you, some really nice people today, like you know, um, Laura, and you know, it's so lovely. And see Dawn and everybody. It's an emotional day for me because, like I say, you know, this whole French thing, you have no idea. I mean, Joe, Ryan, Michael, how many how many people you help through these lonely nights, you know, early hours. And people feel that they have no, no way to turn to and then they tune into radio and then they hear you guys talking. I've always, well, that's, that's, amazing. I've always assumed that's that. not going to change. That's still going to happen. It's just now you might at certain times flip back and forth d- depending on what time it is. And you you'll can, well, one head, yeah, it'll the still be there. Left headphone, one network, right headphone, the other network. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yay. I'm blown away. River's called. I'm blown away. Huge deal. Huge deal for a special, special show. Love it. Can, can I, Ryan, can you please send my best regards to lovely Hope and Fox? I certainly I can. <laughs> I certainly can. Thank you. Fox would probably like a like a story read. Oh yeah. I would do sure. that for him. You allow me to. Maybe I'll, it'll be my pleasure. I'm, I'm very honored to do so. <laughs> Maybe we we, we need She'll do to. It. She'll we, do it too. Yeah, we need to get a promo. We'll get a promo. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go now. <laughs> Thanks for blessing us with your presence. Yes, I thank you so it. much for calling in. It's right. it's an honor. She never yeah, calls in. All the very best. Telling you. All the very best. You too. <laughs> thank you, Ruth. Okay. You have a good night. Oh, I'm gonna take off too. Don't go. Damn it! Like who? What a angelic <laughs> voice, man. Like seriously, okay, I'm not so trying to bit. shine her on or anything, but she's got like a a magical voice. I'm, I'm an audio nerd yeah. though, so I can't help it. Like, <laughs> Before you go any further, like I need a very very short break, like two minutes. If you guys want to hang yeah. out before you take the next call, I'll be right back. We got people calling in from Rochester, so I see you. Whoever you, well, are. whatever that call is, okay. drop that. You don't. Nothing good is coming no, from Rochester. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so, like, do you want to take like a break, break, Ryan? Or he already bounced, didn't he? I got a river I story I can fill the air with. You guys want to yeah. talk about? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, uh, as many of you know that that listen to Troubled Minds, I talk about my dreams not very often because I I don't remember them. I'm one of those people that just I know I dream. I just nothing ever kind of sticks. It's super weird. And when I do, um, they're sort of traumatic, right? It's like a I don't know, like a a serpent a dragon eyeball in my window type of stuff it's like it's like really really sick stuff i'm just like whoa what the hell like and it's so fragmented it's like you know you know it's probably like a 
10 hour escapade, but I remember like not even 10 seconds of it. <laughs> just recently, I had a, and this is a little bit of a spoiler for Stranger Things. Okay. So everybody relax. It's not really a big spoiler. It's not a big spoiler. It's, it's not going to ruin anything. I promise you. But I had this, <laughs> or sorry, I was in this haunted house type thing and uh the, i heard a voice and it was trying to talk to me and i was like what is going on with this and uh it was uh, the the chandelier in the house was flickering and i was like what so I, got, I get closer to the chandelier and i'm listening and i hear the voice speaking to me and i'm like rivers is that you really yes <laughs> River says, River says in the dream through the flickering chandelier, River says, Michael, yes, it's me, Rivers, in that Rivers voice. <laughs> and like, like that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know how long that dream was or, or whatever, but that was the fragment that I remembered. And that's how memorable her voice is because she comes wow. on. The, I've heard her voice a couple of times before because she comes on and hangs out with us sometimes in the Discord. But so, like, that's how memorable and special that Rivers voice is. It like, if you're talking to somebody in the upside down, uh, let's hope we're all blessed enough to hear Rivers speaking to you through a chandelier. How about that? Yeah. Well, I'm being, listen, I'm being dead I'm serious here. here. So if any of you guys knows Rivers personally, <laughs> like I, I, I look for gigs on the side to make extra money because I have to do an audio and it's competitive as hell. It's super competitive, especially on Audible. I've only done like a couple of books on Audible as a narrator. If Rivers put her voice out there on Audible she would become one of the highest paid voice actors they have out there. I'm just uh, telling you. That. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. You guys are talking about the, you guys are talking about the mythological, her reading uh, fairy tales and stuff. And she actually, she, she does that. She actually has a few recordings of her like reading Greek myths. Oh, and myths really? And stuff. And she's, she's, uh, she's, she's, she's sent them to me before and that they're, uh, they're private. Like she's like, but she's trying to muster the courage to actually uh, maybe stop putting them out. But they are, I just got amazing, 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 amazing. I can't say enough about how, uh, how great she is at it. It's really good. So it's, it's a very huge synchronicity that you guys, you guys mentioned that when you heard a voice. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, been a, at it. it's been a show of synchronicities tonight as always. For sure. For sure. And weirdly, the first time I had heard her voice was during the fringe fest it was during that like group hangout chat with all of us and Gigi and everything hanging out. And like, she didn't realize her mic wasn't muted and she was like giggling or whatever. And it said, uh, <laughs> said something. We're, we're all like, is that rivers? No, is that rivers? Is that rivers? And she was, Oh no, no. And then so that was the first time. And then, uh, yeah, she never called. So thank you rivers for calling. That was, that was great. Yeah, we've had I'll take off too, but, uh, awesome show you guys. Awesome stuff. This call is behind me, but all right. Thank you, Derek. All right, Wait, uh, we've had a lot of calls tonight. This is fantastic. 1-800-588-0335, 1-800-588-0335 or five, two, zero, Three six seven twenty sixty four. That's five two zero three six seven twenty sixty four. Email rdgable at yahoo.com. Please leave us a review on the podcast radio players and check out our website, thesecretteachings.info, our farewell show here on the Fringe FM. We we have a caller from Rochester, looks like five eight five area code. Who are we speaking with? Hi everybody. This is Hope. I'm calling from the other room. Oh, what's up, Hope? What's up, Hope? She's in the up, she's in the upside down. The upside down. Uh, so it wasn't from Rochester. It's just our old Rochester well, number. Well, Rochester is the upside yeah, down. Yeah, through and through Rochester at heart. Yeah. Well, it, let's be honest um, though. It but is, yes, it is the upside down. Sorry. 
No, Rivers, thank you for the kind words. And yes, please send us some bedtime stories. I would love to hear your voice. Put me to sleep. That was so lovely. Yeah. Yeah, who would not want to listen to that, right? Like, seriously. I don't know, man. I'm an audio nerd. That stuff excites me for some reason. Like, I, I could listen to stories all day long. If they ever, you know, if I've they, got millions of audio books. They ever remake or redo Lord of the Rings. There you go. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. How is the other room? Is the other room as good as, good as this room? It's good. I mean, there's a bit of a delay. So I can, I can, there's a little overlap. But other than that, it's fine. Fantastic. Um, I just wanted to call in and say thank you to everybody at the Fringe for like your support of the Secret Teachings for as long as I've been around with it. Um, I think I, you guys are really great. And Joe, it was really wonderful getting to know you in Bloomfield. Oh, you too. Yeah. Thank you. We always, thank you for keeping Ryan in check. We always joke, Joe, because the first time she met yeah. you and then like the second and third time you were, you usually you were stressed out. I know people can't see me, but you were always doing that hand through the hair thing. Your eyes were like real big and you're like, you're trying to get things done. Then you jumped over and you were like going tarot readings and all over the place. You had rigged your setup yeah. in the studio. You had like a, you had like a Walmart lamp taped to a, to a drape. And then that was like strung up with a wire to the wall and making a backdrop. Yeah. Joe gets things done, you know? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Open, we, well, thanks. I appreciate that. So you're welcome. I wasn't, uh, oh, I was always yeah. scatterbrained every now and then hope would walk around and she kind of peek around and be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm right. <laughs> okay. good I think I was like, do you need a hug Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was one day when Maybe. But yeah, well, thanks for keeping Ryan in check, man. Like, I'm, and I mean that, uh, you know, Ryan, uh, do Ryan you can do, always use a little hope? Does she really keep me in check yeah. though? That's the question. It sounds good Dude, for radio, but let me just say something. <laughs> uh, and I'd hate to, I, you know, I have to give her some credit here because, now, I don't, I can't, I don't want to say it. when I met you, dude, you were slightly angry. And, and then now that you got, you got some love in your life, you're, you're way more chill than you, than you were. You were, you're a little ball of anger when I got there though, you know, any comment on that? Unless you're on the receiving end of, I said, unless you're on the receiving end of like a customer service phone call, right. or like an insurance company. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, I maintain that for the, uh, the the things that need to be done in life and get them done. Have a little. I remember telling him, too. He's like, there's no one out here. I don't. I can't, like, relate to anybody. And then I said, have a little hope, Brian. He did say we'll that. figure this out. He did say that. You know? So. Hey, hey, hey Hope, while, like, while we got you on here, could I ask you a question about Ryan? This is the roast. Yeah. We've yeah. been wanting to do a roast. The Ryan roast. Oh, there we go. Yeah, let's do it. Ryan roast. All right. So here's the thing, right? you know Ryan more than any of the rest of us. And so if you got to say the most embarrassing thing about Ryan that you could share, and it's okay if it's about his Yahoo email account uh, <laughs> or otherwise, <laughs> what, what, what would you like to share with the rest of the world about Ryan Gable, the famous Ryan Gable, the buzzsaw of late night. Urgh, Ryan That's good. I'm going to get you to do a promo for me too, Michael. <laughs> you got buzzsaw. It, buddy. The buzzsaw of late night radio. <laughs> So, for the record, I've made fun of his email since day one. I I don't know why. It's just, it's so funny. 
But I think one of the funniest things that I can share on live radio about Ryan, given his reputation as kind of like the food guy, you know, like he does some food shows, we do too. I would like to point out that probably nine months ago, a year within the past year, he told me he didn't know what a prune was. Like he didn't know that a prune was a dried plum. Get out of here. Really? It's true. <laughs> Dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's solid. Jesus. I got to be honest I, with you. I, I might say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ryan Gable pounds a box of Twinkies every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would, yeah. You will never see that. Moon pies. <laughs> it's moon pies. Moon pie. Well, the funny thing is you say that because I, uh, I didn't get the, uh, the sexual innuendo to the peach earlier either. I was being serious. I really was, in, I was interested in an actual peach <laughs> in the fridge. That was an innuendo for sure from yeah. Adam. See, so. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like you have to know that he'll call in a few times. He'll start talking about that stuff. So yeah, well, that's just we, the, that's just the autism. Dude, the phone lines are almost full of people wanting to get through now. What is this? It's 4.15 in the morning. Everybody wants to call. Well, people, are waking, you know? people are waking up now. Stay there, Hope. Is, that, is, that, is, that, the most, is okay. that the most embarrassing thing? That's a good one. Can you, hey, at least can I'm you. I'm sure can, there's more. I, I'm sorry. There's something that delay. bigger than the prune. It's something bigger than the prune. <laughs> Okay, well, confirm with people the technical difficulties and the things that no one's ever seen before. No one believes that. Michael yeah, does now. The curse that, of it, it's, <laughs> it's bad, you guys. <laughs> it, like every single thing, everything, every like web browser, every appliance. Like I wish that I was making it up or that he was making it up. I wish that I didn't have to see it, but. It, it's there, and I definitely think that it's targeted. I think somebody or something, given his disdain and very public opinion about his hatred for the AI, I think that it's it's making his life quite difficult. It's the AI. <laughs> Ryan's the AI. It's I'll succeeding. tell you guys something embarrassing that I don't know if Ryan knows about. It's kind of related to Ryan. I can't. Okay. So it's about three. I told you the story, though, Ryan. There's always something going wrong with him, like technologically. But then when it works, something crazy happens too. So it was like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. And I have a, let's just say a lady friend here that I deeply care about. It's three in the morning. Use your imagination. Okay. And it's pitch dark. Like we're doing our thing. And then all of a sudden, don't you want me, baby? My freaking, all my computers light up. The mouse is going back and forth across. the, And I think a paranormal event is happening right now. I'm like, what is this? And the radio station shuts on, off, on, off, <laughs> on, off. And she's freaking out. She's like, what the hell's going on? It took me 10 minutes to figure out Ryan's tapped into my team viewer, trying to load up one of his shows at like four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Right. And he's hitting the wrong buttons. And I'm watching him do this. And it took me because I was so freaked out because it was so early in the morning. It took me like 15 minutes to figure out what was going on. I was like, oh, it's Ryan. You know, anyway, I got this weird, creepy feeling like Ryan's in my bedroom at four o'clock right now, loading up shows like this dude is serious. It's <laughs> 5 a.m. You know, he's still loading shows up. Right. Well, th okay. So there's something there. We should. That's pretty embarrassing, right? 
That's kind of embarrassing. Maybe more for you. And that was very yeah, personal. No shit. Right. I'm on a show before I wake up. Yes, this guy's serious, guys. Ryan Gable is serious. <laughs> I do press wrong buttons a lot, so that would be the technological version of the plum. It does happen quite often. Oh. She just, I got to be honest, hey, tell, tell, why, don't you, hey, why don't you tell them about the, uh, I just learned that on Mac you can drag and drop, or not drag and drop, but you can drag your mouse across all your folders and then right click and then you it'll straighten them for you. I've been manually doing that for 10 oh, years. Oh, yeah, how to like, the cleanup. Yeah, the cleanup. I the thought right he, click and then it like. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we all know. Look at Michael that it shaking. Just the Michael shaking that, his head. He's like, we we what? wasted two hours on the phone tonight. You, this just this this mother just didn't know how to. <laughs> Ryan, I'm hey, to get you past this. There's a quick question in the chat. Can can we ask you this real quick, Ryan? Anything. Uh, Don wants to know: Does Ryan sleep with socks on? <laughs> why the hell would you want to know that that's kind of oh, weird that's but... i don't know because it, it's because it's kind of weird if no you weird if you don't <laughs> he, he doesn't sleep with socks on no well there you go our house is like 90 degrees so he doesn't sleep with anything on nothing <laughs> dear god nobody asked that well, and, and that's the best way to sleep well to make it i'm in the lady gaga meat worse, suit the past <laughs> The oh, past yeah. three shows he's done, I believe he's done pantsless. Yes, just sitting on a. That's towel. true. That's a radio secret, though. So that you know, you're going to have to be killed. You can't that tell stuff like that, Hope. That's one of those things you can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because no. I do that I'm all sorry. the time too. Whereas, you know, now you've like, you've ousted everybody. <laughs> Michael has no pants on right now. I'm not sure about Jess, Joe. I don't. You did get up, so I think you have pants on, but you could have slipped them this off tonight. I do because you know. No, it's so. true. We have a, uh, I do a hashtag until November. It's called a hashtag no pants till November. Yes. It's, uh, it's <laughs> still doing this. It's, it hasn't changed. It's still, it's early in the year. We're, we're fine over Dude, here. That's now, cool. Now for point of reference in Rochester, when I lived, when I first moved there, I was um, manipulatively given a room that had three walls on the outside. So I didn't realize how cold it got there. Cause I hate cold and I hate New York. That's and an I was, awful place to live. It was like 40 degrees in my room, no matter if the heat was on or not. So, yeah, I slept with socks on then. Yes. You know how much I like nicotine, right? Oh, yes. You love nicotine. Rochester is the only place in the world that almost got me to quit smoking. Almost for a second. Because you go outside. It's so cold. Yeah. And you go outside. <laughs> and it's like you you light the cigarette, right? And then it's like bang, 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 bang. Just cold smacking you snow in the face. And it's not cold. It's not painful. It's torturally, numbingly painful, plus the wind. And it all oh, hits yeah. you in like 10 seconds. And oh, you're yeah. like, this okay. That's just for today. No, not today. Tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. And it's like, I got to get the hell out of here. You start to feel trapped. I started to feel like Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, like I was on the wall, you know. <laughs> That's what that place makes you feel like, yeah. Yep. We got a caller from Cali. Don't you go anywhere, Hope. You stay right there on line three. Hold on a second. Cali? 407, 402. Isn't that Cali? 402 area code? It's California. Nebraska. Nebraska. What the hell am I thinking? Nebraska. Who, who do you know in Nebraska? This is Brian in Nebraska, you guys. How's, how's everybody? Good. Good. We got everybody here in Hope. I'd assume your gas prices are about $2 yeah, yeah. lower than California up in there in Nebraska. Way better. You better come on over. I might. I might. Um, congratulations. Congratulations. And um, 
Yeah, I was going to ask just from listening tonight. So is Ryan the first to leave the fringe? The first to leave the fringe? Okay, well, leave the fringe so. success yeah. to leave the fringe successfully without fighting or what like Exactly. That's what I meant. I don't mean this in a negative way. I was He's the curious. first to grow. I, mean, I would say the first to have like came to the fringe, got bigger, and then moved on to something bigger. Yes. Well, well, congratulations to you too, Joe, and everybody else. Yeah, that's know, what I'm saying. You guys are a fantastic. You guys are a fantastic team. You yeah. Know? Well, we got we got more hosts to grow here, baby. We're just gonna sprout them up, you. and then hopefully one day we'll just turn into a powerhouse. Hey, that, would, that would be a great promo. It could be like a, a spin on the Matrix. It's like there are fields where radio hosts are not fields born. Of radio hosts. They're growing. <laughs> and then the lightning you know, thunder. There's a theme. I think I got that recorded. As, as uh you know, the bitter the bitter sweetness of it just kind of seems like, yeah, that might just be the flow of it. Right? Well, I'll always be here. I'm that not going be, anywhere. It would take someone would have to right? be like it'd be like serious satellite radio to have to be like, listen, if you drop the fringe, we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars a month. I'd be like, okay. You know, well, I mean, that way, yeah, you'd be stupid not to take that deal. But no, I mean, like, I got plans for this thing, and it's bigger than just a damn app and a radio station. But I hope this is. By gonna... the way, the app is fantastic. Did you download the new one? The app. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're. Ha- I'm glad you're happy, and you can see the positive to this. And everybody seems to have been very accommodating. We've all been honest about what's going on. Um, I just, yeah, I, I was hoping it wouldn't be like a LeBron James situation. I leave and everybody burns my jersey. I didn't want that to happen. No, but now that you think about it, we should make Fringe FM jerseys. That, that would, would be, be cool. cool. That would be cool. Yep, yep. Yeah. Championship I rings. So. I don't think so at all. I mean, just from just from uh, rumors going around that have come my way. I mean, it's been very positive. Everybody supports all you guys. You know, everybody. I think is evolved enough to know that this is how things happen, right? When, when you have a successful operation going, this is what happens and everybody, everybody benefits. Well, Ryan, yeah. And Ryan, Fair play he, to you guys. he needed a platform to be heard on. Like the one he was on before, no offense, those guys were cool and all, but they're, uh, I think, I, I don't know. He just needed to be heard. When I asked him to go five nights a week, like he didn't even, he hesitated for a second. And then I, I remember telling you, dude, I remember going, dude, this is what's going to get you heard. You got to be on every night. And you're like, I got to, I got to get out of bed yeah. and put clothes on <laughs> and do the show. Yeah, let's do <laughs> Have a plum. <laughs> maybe, maybe let me ask you, let me ask you this question real quick. And I know it's late, so I don't know if, if hope's going to fall asleep on the phone there, but um, what is, what is one of the rumors you've heard out of curiosity? Oh, I just heard you were, you were moving over with Clyde. So, okay. And that was, yeah, I think, I think, but in a, in a bigger sense, I mean, just from being around fringe now for a few years, I think it's, yeah, you guys are all been moving around and things have been changing and things have been growing and, you know, even Joe has been moving around. Right. I mean, this, the journey continues, right? The journey continues. He's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. It's true. It's yeah. a lot of a lot of things been a lot of things been a lot of big things been happening for a lot of really good people. So in that sense, I can say from 
a lot of us out here that we're very happy for you. And we're very happy for Fringe, too, because, yeah, that's that's going to be that's going to be something that hopefully continues where just keeps kicking. Well, just keeps I, kicking right, it, great it, people. It, it reflects good on the fringe too, because you know, the, the, the people that will probably who didn't know who I was, that'll pick me up on, uh, on ground zero radio after Clyde, uh, you know, it'll be like, well, where did this guy come from? I came from the fringe FM, right? They already know, dude, you're already what is, popular. What is your slot? Do you know what your slot is? Yeah, it's, it's, it's directly after Clyde. So Clyde 7 to 10 Pacific. I come on 10 to midnight Pacific. We're right going to be, we're going to be combating okay. each other. We will be combating each other, but competition is a good thing. It's not a sin. Yeah. It's not a sin. Enter one man leaves. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not an MMA fight. Well, I got the, I got the I, buzzsaw. Yeah, I got the buzzsaw. Just can I borrow like, just let me borrow Rivers' voice, and we'll take over. <laughs> over here. No, I and think you know, I think maybe like, we should like that was set like a beautiful. So set is, a standard. That is Rivers is is Rivers in Discord? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh my! Oh my gosh! I probably is she in Canada? No, I think she's in England. Okay, I think I'm pretty sure okay. she's in Europe. I'm thinking of something. I could else. be totally wrong about that though. I cannot confirm that. Anyway, what a, what a great night. What a great night of talk, you guys. Everybody, you too, Strange, you too, Jess. Appreciate Good it. to hear everybody. Yeah. Thank you, you for calling care. in. I love you. We really appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you Thanks, so much. Brian. Have a great night. Hope's still there. We've had. You, f- you fall asleep, Hope? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. fall asleep. <laughs> Okay. I've been told that, let me ask you this. I'll ask you a, a, a critical question of myself. I've been told that my voice puts people to sleep in a good way, though. Is that true? Um, I mean, I definitely, when we first met, I listened to a few of your shows. I wouldn't necessarily say they put me to sleep. They kind <laughs> of gave me like existential crises to think about. Um, it'll do that me up a little bit damn that success success gave her anxiety probably i would assume that's a <laughs> i should i should have an existential crisis warning before the show warning this show contains content that might make you have an existential crisis listener discretion is advised i think that's i like it marvelous like yeah yeah write, write something up i'll do it introducing the buzzsaw <laughs> late night ryan gable I think it, he cuts through think the competition. I think uh, make a promo. We'll make a promo with the Dark Matter logo. L and M. Cut cut them all down. Dark Matter still on. They still I have. I know. I know. Josh Joshua Chairs has been talking to me about it. They actually asked me to come on Dark Matter. He said if I get it, he's like, I want you to. Would you come on to Dark Matter? I've been asked by a ton of people to come on. I've just never done anything because I've always been. I've been loyal to the fringe because Joe has always given me a platform to be open. And he's, well, let's be honest. He's also encouraged me to just be like, just get it, be aggressive, do it. And I'm like, yeah, I need that. Don't censor yourself. Like you don't find that in radio very often. So that's why I've never left the fringe. Who is on dark matter though, right now? Like, I don't even know. I I have no idea. No idea. No, so, dude, you'll always be family at the fringe, man. Like that's that's the way. I mean, you'll always be 
one of my best friends and a family here, dude. I mean, that's the way it is. So, friend but Jeff, you got to do what you got to do for your future. What did we say about the friend? We did that song, the Fringe FM, in the top ten, like Letterman. Oh yeah, yeah that was I a good. That, that was one, one of those rap songs we did. <laughs> we used to do Fringe Friday Night too. You remember that? That was funny. We did do Fringe Friday Night. Yeah. Hope probably wouldn't have liked that one. I don't think we talked. We I don't know. It was pretty funny. You guys I aren't. Thought. You guys aren't going to ask her more embarrassing questions about me. No, I got to take a break. But I would love to hear Hope <laughs> ask more embarrassing questions. I would love to hear some more embarrassing stuff about Ryan. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, here's the thing: when we go off the air, dude, like, I don't know if I want that to happen. So. Just, that's, yeah. why we're, that's why we're going with like the Energizer Bunny tonight. Yeah. Just keep going on, and going and going. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I have any like off the top of my head. If you guys have any questions, I'd be happy to answer. I drive slow. I know Joe knows I drive slow. Oh he God. couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful. It is painful, right? He drives like yeah. a oh. mile an hour below the speed limit. That's everywhere true. well now now it makes more sense given the cost of gas but it's i have to a lot like 20 extra minutes to get anywhere that's not an exaggeration <laughs> that's not that that's real and I'm, I'm proud of it because you know what i've never been in a wreck i always get good gas mileage and on top of all that i i mean i do have a lot of car trouble but yeah i mean i get good gas mileage and i <laughs> get there i get there safe you know, there's nothing wrong with driving slow, but Joe got really angry when I was driving, so we went to Have Wegmans. Patience of a red fire ant, dude. I, it took years off my life riding in a car with Ryan. <laughs> my my slow driving might have damaged Joe's health worse than the the nicotine. Oh, Ryan would literally be like, "Are you going to be okay, Joe? Are you going to be all right?" And I'd be like, "No, dude. I feel anxious. Like something's like go, please. I just want to stick my head out the window and scream." But you got, but we got pulled over when you drove because you drove too fast. So it's like a three-bear yeah, situation. I usually could talk myself out of those tickets. That's true. He threw on that Arkansas accent. Yeah. Officer, and then, you know, that was when it. We were driving. When we were taking a road trip. Go ahead. Sorry, Hope. Sorry. No, it's okay. When we were taking our road trip, Ryan got pulled over for speeding in Texas. I did. Which I thought was hilarious. Hey, you know why that was, though? I had New York plates. That's why. They don't like New York. <laughs> that's why they pulled me over that's my theory anyway I think I got pulled over one other time but that's that's about it I want to know something I want to know something else though I want to know how we have some other people on the line here let me um are you okay if we take another call everybody yeah okay. hey hey I'm not scared of calls no he's you're the you're the buzz salt too We'll buzz through these calls. 918. 918. First name, where you're calling from, please. Hey, it's APOC. And uh, yeah, Michael's not scared. <laughs> he never scared. Um, he never scared. What's up, APOC? How are you? Hey, I'm good. I just wanted to say, um, Ryan Gable, awesome for the evolution and um, progress in your in your life's journey. And I just wanted to say congratulations tonight. Um, I actually haven't listened to you before, but um, I have heard uh, 
uh, Mike on on his show, you know, talking about you and and uh, vouching for you. So I'm going to start listening, man. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> yeah. That's not a, it's so, not a, uh, it's not a cheap promotion, but I, it it's paying off. Right, right. I'm just joking. Michael, I don't pay well, Michael anything. I make him do it. I force him to do it. <laughs> I don't think anybody could force Michael to do anything. But Oh. <laughs> uh, threat of bodily harm. Is, is, I think that's what he mentioned, but I was like, come on, Ryan, we're <laughs> friends. Yeah, you don't want to do this. He's not a, custom, he's not a customer service agent. I'm not going to treat him that way. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you for calling well, in. Yeah, I appreciate it. No problem. Um, but, um, yeah, I wish, I wish all the best and, and, uh, kudos on everything. So. Well, it's nice. We've got a new listener before we even left. That's a good omen, yeah. right? I'll be listening in. All right. Well, it sounds good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Always a pleasure, my friend. I can't believe my, uh, my phone's able to take these calls, I guess. Oh, it still has a little bit of battery left. 520-367-2064. 520-367-2064. And then the number that Joe is running is 1-800-588-0335. That's 1-800-588-0335. This is the Farewell Fringe episode of The Secret Teachings, and we are going into overtime, maybe double overtime, sudden death shootout tonight here on the broadcast before... we got. Secret Teachings goes dollars. goes away. We go to another network. Well, during this show, so there's a, there's an understanding of the of the amicableness and the uh, agreeableness of of what's happening. So there aren't rumors and conspiracies and you know all kinds of drama. Uh, Illuminati confirmed type things. Yes, drama. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, there's no drama here, man. There's too much drama for you. We do have a call from Cali this time. It looks like 707 area code. No, that's the price of gas. Oh, that's a call from Cali. Who are we speaking with? Hello, this is Matt from California. Matt from California. What's Matt up, man? California. How, how's it going? Hey. What's up, Matt? I'm a troubled mind. Yeah, I'm a troubled mind uh, from Mike's show. And I just wanted to say... Um, thank you, Ryan, for all that you do, and um, congratulations, and um, I hope that everything's good for you on the, on your next journey. Oh, that's nice. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Sincerely. Yeah, yeah I've been listening to you, and uh, I like the stuff you talk about, and uh, I'm glad you're talking about it, and uh, just keep it up. That's all I want to say. Excellent. I will keep it up. I guarantee we all will keep it up, whether it's uh, The Fringe or myself. Keep listening. Appreciate the call, Matt. You're the best, brother. Thank you, guys. Good night. Thank you. Have a good night. Nicest listeners. The nicest listeners. Very nice. Fun fact. uh, I actually had had dinner with Matt and his wife in Vegas when they were out here. Oh, Oh, that's so cool. I met some, Mm -hmm. we met some listeners too. We traveled around the country. We met, uh, I don't know if Ryan's listening, but we met Ryan up in uh, South Dakota. Met a bunch of listeners over the years. It's kind of uh, it's a weird thing when you're not used to that kind of like people knowing you. It feels like a celebrity thing. It's a I don't know. Is it was it a weird feeling for you, Michael? 
No, you know what? I think the the, the thing is with the, all the calls and stuff, like I talked to Matt it, it, like a couple times a week, you know, he calls into the show often and just has great takes. And like you said, when we, when we first sat down, it was, it wasn't weird. It was like sitting down with an old friend. It was, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't weird at all. It, it was one of those things, you know, it was kind of odd in the, the interim because we had reservations and they were waiting in line and everybody's wearing masks and, you know, it's still a little bit of that going on. So it's like, is that the guy? Is it, is that who I think it is? <laughs> all wearing that? You know what I mean? It's like you see like this much of them, like eyeballs. And so that's the only weird part. But once we sat down, nah, man, like it was just like an old friend. I guess kind of it kind of was. I met a, I met a guy out here named Joe. Uh, he's called into the show many times. We actually went out to dinner with him a few nights ago and he was immensely supportive and helpful he helped to he's uh he does a lot of car work and he fixed uh helped fix my car up a little bit because it's obviously a garage is outrageously expensive and um uh it when we we got together and talked for the first time it was everybody named joe knows how to fix cars by the way yeah i can fix his car <laughs> it's very true, is that true i can joe? rig it up to make it keep going you That's bet true. your ass I, I can tell you i can tell you some stories about joe's car man i can tell you some real <laughs> good stories it's got brand new tires on it right now you know i put up i put a new water pump in that thing to get to new york when i started it it had wasps in it joe right? yeah yeah I bet it had wasps. And I fixed that son of a bitch and drove it to New York. This guy. I come, I come from a pretty redneck place where that's what we had to do. So, you know. This guy <laughs> duct taped some kind of styrofoam inside his engine and it worked until it melted. You told me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I, uh, I was terrified of being. Your car was something that was like. I don't, I don't even, I don't have a word or a vocabulary to explain <clears throat> it. I don't understand how the laws of any kind of science allowed that car to function and exist. I don't understand. You just, you just have to know what matters in a car, right? There's a lot of lights and stuff that go off and say that you need to change things. Just ignore that shit, right? You just, you have to know, (laughs) you know, you have to know what matters. Is it lubed up? Does it got air? Does it got water? Does it stay cool? If that's it, that sounds like, well, that could, that's yeah i know what it, it sounds could, like it could be a blow-up doll it could be a car it could be a lot of things. they all work the same way brother. <laughs> trust me right and then sometimes you got to put you got to put you know new tires on it every now and then. when i got pulled over you got to put you got you got you have to have good rubbers there's just no yeah doubt. right exactly right so when i got pulled over in kentucky i had a damn i had a cop tell me he's like what the, he's like what the hell's going on with your car I said, the oil is leaking on the manifold. It's fine. It'll cool off. And he goes, are you kidding me? This some bitch is smoking. I said, well, when I get about 45 miles down the road, I'll put some more oil in it, but it ain't going to set any fires. You actually, just looked at me like I was crazy. You make me feel more comfortable about driving. I swear to God, I used to have more anxiety, but when I drive my car, I always feel like it's going to break down. But after I met you, when I would drive, like I drove, we drove to Phoenix, hoping I went up to see Shen Yun, and we drove up to Phoenix and like, in the back of my head as I'm driving, I've got two lights on the dashboard on too. And I'm driving yeah. and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, why am I worried about this? Joe drove his car without a mirror, without parts of the engine, with doors yeah, that are hanging off. Fine. Why am I worried? This car's got four <laughs> doors. The engine's fine. I can get yeah. all I can get all the way to Utah if I need to. Okay. It ain't that bad. My car had doors on it, you know, but it's pretty bad. Are you sure? I need a new car. You sure it had sure. doors on it? I think. Hell yeah! See, and Matt, real quick, Matt in California, the guy that just called. Yes, he said in the chat, gas was over seven dollars a while ago in California. Just there, there you right, go. Right. Oh, that's awesome! There you go. So there's awesome. Well, so so your your car, Joe, has 
I here's what I think. People remember that union of yeah, the young. Take it easy. Don't hate on white no, thunder too much. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm 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 I'm, I'm giving you. I'm giving you an out here. I think what it is is when we were on Union of the Unwanted and they were saying, well, if you're a magician, why aren't you rich? See, it's not about yeah. money. He's making the car. The car is broken down. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's it, magic. It ran on magic for sure. That's what it I, is. It's it a Harry runs. Potter car. It still runs. I go start it right now and drive it down the road. I just don't want to. I really it's feel like run. I really feel like because what I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at Joe. I'm looking at his microphone. There's like windows in the background. I feel like if you go out front and start that up, it's going to be quiet for a second, and I'm going to hear, and then it's just going to explode and blow the glass out of your windows. I feel like it's it's on its last leg, man. You need a new car, even with the magic. I don't think it's going to survive. If that car blows up, I better be in it when it blows up. <laughs> you want to go down because with the I ship? W- yeah, dude. Because I've I've been through, I've been through hell and back in that car. I'm not playing like that car. I used to, if it ever did mess up, like when I was driving through those mountains in Pennsylvania, I totally freaked me out because I had no cell phone service. No one was around. And every now and then you would see like, you know, an Amish guy looking at y'all crazy. Right. And snow was piling in. So it's scary. And if the car would stutter for a second, I'd just pet it and go easy, girl. Come on. You can get there. You know? (laughs) like easy <laughs> then, well then a, then a deer actually yeah. hit you didn't you didn't you didn't yeah, hit, you dude. didn't hit a deer a deer hit you a deer come down the side of the mountain and hit me in the side of the car knocked my mirror off in pennsylvania then i get in town and i get pulled over because i don't have a mirror <laughs> right and the, the cops like he goes uh you don't have a mirror i looked at him all crazy i said no shit do you see all that hair down the side of my car i said a deer just hit my car and he put his flashlight on my car. He goes, it damn sure did. Look like you hit a deer, didn't it? I said, yeah, I did. So I need to get home if that's all right. He goes, no, go ahead. You know, it almost, but he goes, I'm sorry. Why didn't you go back and get the mirror? I said, it's bad luck. Once it happens, Once you got to leave it. It almost so sounds like the, the automobile version of the dog ate my homework. It's like the deer hit my really car. Happened. <laughs> but it really yeah. happened. It really happened. Yeah. Hey, Hope, don't you have like some lights on your, in your car on too? Everybody has lights in their car on. Nobody fixes it. Yeah, yeah. There's there's lights on, you know. Yeah, whatever, man. It's fine. <laughs> now, there's it's certain lights you do need to watch out for. Stuff. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. What what lights have, are like, on your car? tire pressure sensor. Oh, that's not The tire pressure sensor. Um, like, the change your oil, but it's not, like, calibrated right. Like, I did change my oil. It just didn't reset. Yeah. Um, my battery light comes on every now and then, but it, it turns off. That's so okay. That's just a bad connection. You just need to go in there and tighten up your starter and tighten up your battery. You'll be fine. Oh, that's just fine. Tighten up some rather, bolts. Rather. You guys, I think Joe's car and Hope's car, they are brother and sister because I don't know how her car functions either. That car's been in through so much and it still works. I don't get it. Listen, it's if you have you ever, where I'm from, what you guys are talking about is crazy where i'm from right they would laugh at you like, oh, i like, know i know have you ever have you ever rode in a car or somebody's like oh my god what's that light oh jesus christ now i gotta pull over i don't have six hundred dollars to go what is that and someone's like yeah that's the seatbelt light just chill you know chill out for a minute you know like it doesn't matter it's kind of like if you get in a fight dude as long as you can breathe and as long as you get all your blood and you can see you can still fight same thing with the car. The vitals are good. Just keep going. I think I was you know? brainwashed by big car because I, I'm, I'm brainwashed to think that if a light comes on, I have to do, I have to pull over and I have to go get it checked and then I have to pay for it. 
I think Big Car brainwashed me. Bro, that's what they want you to think. I that's know. How they make, that's, that's how, how Big they make Car all makes their money. the money. Big Car makes yeah, all the money. Yeah, you go like in there and you're like, listen, uh, I need an oil change. They're like, yeah, you do. And then they look at your car and then they go, you also need shocks, struts. You need your fluids changed. We need to change this belt and this hose. You need a hydrogen this belt. This is going to be $14,562. And you're like, I, I just wanted my oil changed. And you don't need all that stuff. They just do it to make money off of you. I had a, gar- I had a garage one that time. That happened to me one time, Joe. I know it did. They, and they'll do it to women in a heartbeat, right? They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get mm-hmm. this one. So how much did you end up paying? They didn't, they didn't get me fully. I was like really young. I was a teenager and I was like, I don't have enough money to pay for this in my like account. I can't pay for it. So they were like, you got to leave the car here. You know, I mean, well, you changed it all. Let me ask you this question. Are you, do do you in any way, shape or form appreciate or understand the little ball of, of anger that I have when it comes to situations like that? Because when it comes to situations like that, yeah, Ryan's an asshole. But when it comes to situations like that, shit gets done. That's yeah, all I, I got to say. Pissed. Yeah, I would be. I get pissed. I've, I've come yeah. around to it. <laughs> I'm just trying to be personable on air here. It's four o'clock in the morning. Some well, I mean, if you're riding down the road and your tires aren't, your front tires need to be good, you know, and all the, you know, you have to. You don't want Ryan to worry his head off because he will. Oh, I will. Right? I will. I'm worried he, right he now. Definitely will. I'm worried right now. I'm worried right now. You got it. Like people should know a little bit about cars, right? It's just like the human body. You need to know something about cars. Why the hell are you driving it? If what happens if you break down, you know, well, you have to learn think, stuff yourself. Nobody teaches you anything really. Right. I mean, my ex-wife, ex-wife before I, real quick called me one time, she had a Mazda and she's like, she called me and she's like, the car is smoking. I don't know what to do. I said, pull the car over, pull the car over. She's like, stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. And I'm like, what? I said, what does the light show? She said, well, it's the, the little levers moved up to H and it's turning red. I said, shut the motor off, shut the motor off, shut it off. And she's like, stop yelling at me. I said, turn the key. I couldn't get her to turn the key because she's worried that I'm yelling. Right. Cause my tone of voice. So by the time she figured out the logic I was trying to say, she done bent the aluminum heads in the motor and just destroyed the entire motor because she just, doesn't understand how a motor works, you know, and I ended up having to pay $1,200 to replace another motor. That's my point, right? Like my point is, is women shouldn't drive cars, you know, Wait, $1,200 win in 1906. <laughs> what, what you, you get her motor replaced for it was 2000. It was actually 2000 and, uh, okay, actually, I was going to yeah. say, I, I was about to call shenanigans in a tall tale. Come no, on. dude, I, I'm not lying about that. I can have her call in and tell you. It was 2006. All right. All right. I don't know. She drove a gold Mazda and she blew it up. She blew it up because she was worried about my tone of voice. That could, that could, same thing she did with me on the poker game. (laughs) That, that, we brought that around full circle. That could be a story, a fantasy story that Rivers tells. And it was only $2,000 to replace the motor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was over $1,100 to fix the motor because we had to replace the heads in it and stuff. So, you know, it was a, it was fair a bitch. Fair enough. Cost yeah. is cost. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got callers. What's up? Yeah. Do we have do any more callers? Call? I hope. Yeah. I don't have any nope. else in the line there. I think they gave well, up, man. 1-800-588-0335. That's 1-800-588-0335. Or 
I never check the email, but let me give it out again. rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Let me check it. See if anybody anybody emailed us. Night stalkers got that image of the the dude and the big Lebowski when he's banging on the ceiling in his car. My car is not that bad. Derek does. I got yeah I got an I got an email here from uh, M J Nicholas should we re- should we, uh well yeah M J Nicholas Wisconsin we'll read this email on air I found you in the fringe in the aftermath of aftermath happy to be a subscriber love TST who will take your slot on the fringe now I don't know are you talking about the late night one after my show I guess so hmm I don't know we don't know we have to convene and figure that out Ghost Ryan you, you should. You should email him back and say, uh, if, does he want to take that slot? No, I mean, we got people in the, we got, we got people in the works, right? Like we, we got stuff that we're working out, but, uh, frankly, there's a whole lot of resetting that's going to be happening that I kind of don't want to talk about right now. I'd rather it be like a surprise. So there will always be something on the fringe. Could we call you Klaus Roop? You got a great reason. You can hate on me and call me whatever the hell you want to call me. I will Amen. smile and tell you I love you. That's Amen to that. that was MJ Nicholas from Wisconsin. He also says some other stuff, but it's it's more so directed toward me. Positive stuff. Uh, also, James Stimak, 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 S-T-I-M-A-C, Stimak. Uh, I'm not sure if this is specifically about tonight's show, but I just got it a little bit ago. Delighted listening to your hilarious podcast today featuring David Wilcock. Well, thank you. So much so that I stayed for a fringe rerun of the broadcast later on. And then he said some other nice stuff. So thank you for emailing us, James Stimak. Is that the same James, the peach guy? No, that's a different different, James. It's a different guy. Okay, well, I still want a peach. Get one of those on break. All right, that's all the emails I have. It says it's still loading, so I don't know if if it's not picking up, but I got two emails there that came in rdgable at yahoo.com what is so funny about yahoo i don't understand i'm about to tell you i, I was actually <laughs> going to send you a dirty, like a dirty email right i was going to send you like i'm just some hate mail right be like look ryan read this one on air right but then i thought you know what i'm not sending jack to a yahoo email address <laughs> i backed up i was like i thought that'd be really funny that'd be really good but I, i'm not doing i'm not going to lower my be- to ryan at yahoo.com it'd be kind of like sending something to an aol mail is it just as bad as using like aol america online i use aol (laughs) now you see why we're together now you see why it works so it's youtube keeping both of those uh, services open (laughs) exactly you know somebody hacked into my email one time I got a phone call from uh, Janet Walter, who's the wife of Scott Walter, you know, the guy from the History Channel. He does all the tours around the world, different places. Um, really great people. And she called me one time. And she said, are, are you doing okay? Because I'd had him on the show several times. I even had her on later with uh, Alan Butler. And I said, yeah, why? And she said, well, I got an email from you. It said you were stuck in, I don't know where it was, like Zimbabwe. And he needed three thousand dollars. And I said, "Well, I'm not stuck in Zimbabwe, but I do need three thousand dollars." But wait a minute, someone asked you for money? No, 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 no. Someone hacked into my email and sent emails. But here's the kicker: it wasn't to every contact. It was only to the big name guests 
in my email. So like Scott Walter was a big name. So they sent an email pretending to be me and asking for money. And I don't, and she called me and she said, yeah, I got a spam email from your account asking but in your name, like it wasn't like, this is Prince Abel Dabo Wabo. You know, this is, it was like Ryan Gable. This is Ryan. I'm really, I'm really needing, I need help. I'm in Zimbabwe. I'm stuck. I can't get out. I need $3,000. Someone hacked into my email and they, and they did that. And that was Yahoo. And, uh, you would think I would have got rid of Yahoo now, but I've had uh, worse problems with other providers. So I'm going to stay with the, uh, the dinosaur the man. Yahoo commercial. Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty old, man. Uh, honestly, I saw someone drinking Yoohoo the other day and I was concerned that a grown adult was drinking Yoohoo out of a, out of a carton. Anybody else get concerned about stuff like that? When you see like, I get concerned. I'm concerned at the gym. Yeah. I'm concerned that Yoohoo's might be actually gone. I'll drink the shit out of a Yoohoo right now. If you had one, you drink uh, I, I used to drink Yoohoo's <laughs> drink Yoohoo's. I just don't like when I see adults doing something that like, I don't know. I feel weird about it. Like when I see adults eating excessive amounts of candy, I feel strange about that. I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like you hate me, you know, because I would I eat excessive amounts I, of candy. I, I, this is, see, this is a discussion better preserved for my show and my show only with nobody else here, so I can just scream into the wind. That's <laughs> dude. Don't act like you didn't scream at me. Oh, I screamed I at Jeff and Ryan. Would be like. Why the hell? What he'd be like? What the hell are you eating that? I mean, I'd be like, because it tastes so freaking good. Can, I can't help. Can you tell it? I don't know if Hope heard it earlier, but what was the stuff about what I was cooking? You want to make that joke again, Joe? Because that was good food. Oh, uh, that wasn't me. That was the neighbor talking about your cooking, though, wasn't it? Saying it smelled like skunks oh, coming the to broccoli. the vent. It wasn't the broccoli. broccoli, though. It wasn't broccoli. It was like kale and onion powder. It's like the same thing. It's- is it cruciferous? That's what I told him. They're, they're both cruci- yeah, cruciferous. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they were like, it smells like it, it stinks every single night. And I said, what could it be? Like, wow. What could it be cooking down there? That's so bad. And I think it was the kale. Maybe. I don't know. I told, I don't know. I don't want to go off topic here. Cause nobody else know what we're talking about, but I told you what we heard. We heard some great fights. Those people fought like cats. And oh dogs. yeah. They beat the hell out of each other, man. Yeah. And then when I found out well, she was Joe, pregnant, have you done, next day yeah, that i love you, you she had her baby yet i don't know i haven't talked to him in a while we found out this woman was pregnant okay. i swear to god hope was on the counter in the bathroom with her ear to the roof we were listening to this fight and this girl was like what are we gonna do with the baby and he's like i don't know i don't want it i can't afford it and the next day <laughs> I, I saw her outside and i talked to her and she's like yeah it's great we've been trying to have a baby for a while and i was like i just heard you people screaming at each other about how you wanted to you, you can't afford a baby I was like, this is a very, it's a very abusive relationship, but one time Hope and I actually popped popcorn to listen to the fight. Don't you like when you can do that? You listen to your neighbors argue and fight. Does that make us immoral? No. I mean, I like Jesse. He had a theory and I asked him why they fought all the time. And this is what he told me. By the way, upstate New York has just as bad a redneck as Arkansas does. I promise you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So he said, well, here's the thing. Can't he confirm. said, if I am nice to her and I am sweet to her, she gets bored and she's going to leave. But if I'm an asshole to her, right, and I'm really mean to her, he's like, hell, she's already got daddy issues anyway, so this is perfect. So then she earns my love, and every now and then, I'll do something really sweet, and she'll think it is amazing when I do it. You know. So is that... I said, 
that's your theory. That doesn't work. He goes every time. So I guess it works for So him, is that domestic you know? abuse or is that just how people... Is that like a sustainable practice for him? Is she going to figure that out? Bet you a dollar to a dime. They're still together beating the hell out of each other. My my, my favorite situation upstairs was when he ate all of her cookies, all the whole bag of cookies, and she yelled at him about the cookies. I almost got a bag of cookies and put it on their front porch because I'm I'm, I'm kind of an asshole. Oh, but let's well, get it. Nobody else knows what we're talking about. So let's, let's transition. <laughs> They're talking about living in Rochester, living in upstate New York. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Living in America. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a, when I moved to New York, I thought I was going to hear a bunch of people talking like, you know, uh, like uh, Michael Vera. Yeah. Like a, a bunch of people that talk different to me and, you know, it was going to be a bunch of city people. I, I moved from one place that had a gas station and a dollar store <laughs> and drove all the way north as far as I could to the Great Lakes and ended up in an even colder place that the only thing that had was a gas station and a dollar store. It was a good dollar store, though. Yeah. I and know then I, I moved to Arizona and lived in a place called Cornville, right south of Sedona, that only had a gas station and a dollar store. So... It's pretty much a lonely journey. That's pretty much what the rest of the, the country looks like. It's gas stations and uh, dollar stores. Yeah. That's when yeah. you know you left the city. When you see a Walmart and a, and a dollar store, Dollar General, Family Dollar, you know you're out of the out of the city then. Yeah. And, and then people are like, so, wow, Joe, you've been on this amazing journey and stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I haven't, you know, like I haven't really got to do that much, to be honest with you. You just you basically just moved from gas station to gas station. That's is that, is that, is that it. <laughs> That's it. Poor right. car. We're to Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. He knows. Although, cool, what's cool about that house was that it was not on a map. Nobody. Could I usually find. find me. I usually find some friends that listen to the show and end up partying with them and wake up the next day not really sure what's in my bloodstream. Sometimes you know uh, that happened in New York. That happened in Arizona. Uh, I think it happened in Arizona, you know, so I've got to do that. Okay. If it was in New York, that might've been heroin. If it was in Arizona, that could have been aliens. I wonder why I woke up in the morning crying in the shower. Like I must've done some terrible drugs the night before. Let me tell you a story about Joe Roop. I know we've been, uh, hope told me, told you guys some embarrassing stuff. This guy. Okay. This guy took my offer to drive him to the airport one morning because he was going to fly out of town. And I said, okay, I can take you, but I got to be at work at like 6 a.m. So you yeah. know, your flight was early, but it was, it was like seven or something. I don't know. Right. And I was like, all right, but you got to be ready. And I kept texting him. I was like, are you packed? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Woke up late. You text. I texted you at like five 45. I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta leave like right now to be able to get over there five 30 or something. And you were like, can you wait a couple more minutes? I got to, your flight was in like an hour and I was, I was just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this guy, this guy tells me with an hour till his flight and, and he's got to drive across town. He says, well, Hey, wait, wait, give me like 20 minutes. I, I still got to take a shower and pack. And I remember when I read that, I got a pack. I was like, you, you got to pack your plane leaves in 60 minutes. <laughs> You're not even out of the house yet. How does this guy survive? I got on a plane. I know you did. You got there and you did it. Y'all don't believe I'm a real magician, do you? Wow. He teleported. He teleported. Dude, I didn't teleport. 
God make stuff happen for me. He can do it for you too. If you just ask. Now, now it's starting to sound like Wilcock. Do I got to take a piss bath? Yeah. Just say sweet baby Jesus, please help me get on the airplane. Right. And something will happen. You know, one of their machines will break down or TSA or something will happen. Or, well, you, you need know, to be, be more delayed. specific. You need to be more specific. <laughs> help me get on uh, the plane. Well, they tell me to get on the plane. I say, fuck you. I'm getting in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Classic George. Yeah. Carlin. But I go through the big x-ray thing too. Like I don't, if I would have went on time, I probably would have gave him shit. But usually when I get there, I just run right through it. You know? <laughs> well, let me, let me look at the thing here. I got, I got three hours and 53 minutes. We're coming up on four hours. Is there yeah, anything, is there anything we haven't talked about? Is there, I mean, as pertaining to the fringe, the secret teachings, hope making fun of me, anything like that. Any comments that you guys want to want to want to add to the conversation or is everybody just burned out? What is Don saying? What? This is codependence. At least you had a dollar store. I don't get what that means. What's codependent? What is she talking you're de- about? You're, de- you're dependent on something or somebody. But I'm not. Who's she talking about? I, I'm not Who's sure. talking about that couple you guys were talking about. Oh yeah, when they, yeah yeah that's code. they were definitely well it, yeah. There's another okay, name for it. There's another name for it. One person wants money. One person wants sex. That's that's kind of the codependency of it. Because I'm pretty sure she's like a pretty good relationship actually. I mean, pretty sure she stole a lot of money from that guy, which then they blame, they, they blamed song. you for. They I got the you money. You got the honey. Let's cut a deal. Let's make a plan. You never heard that country song? No, we I don't we don't like country music that much. Damn. All right. I don't like country music that I, much, Joe. I love now, you, Ryan. Now it's gonna turn hostile. <laughs> In the last five minutes, everything was cool, but now I don't like country music. No, 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 no. I don't like country music either. I just heard that in my head one day. <laughs> I think it was an airport. I don't listen to much country unless it's an old old country. Old Conway Twitty. I can get down with a little bit of that. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam. That's not so that's, bad. Oh my God. That's like that stuff my dad listens to. I grew up listening to that stuff. I listen <laughs> to Machine Gun Kelly and rave music too, you know, so whatever. I don't know what I that is. I listen to that too, Joe. <laughs> Ryan likes to listen to NPR because he likes to make oh, fun yeah. of the... Uh, <laughs> the broadcasters on NPR. I called NPR in Rochester one morning because they I was driving and they were playing the 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 national anthem of the Soviet Union and I called in and I requested if they could play the national anthem of Nazi Germany. And uh the woman told me <laughs> I said if you're going to play the communist one you got to play the other one. <laughs> I got in a fight with her. Dude, this is uh, NPR. Ryan, dude, I, I just got to tell you, man, like, it's been one hell of a journey having you on the station, brother. Like, I hope that you are excited and you know that we're all in your corner and we all love you, you know. So if you get some type of alien invasion over there and something happens, you know, you always got a spot <laughs> back here, dude. This is your home. You know what I mean? I appreciate you, it, Joe. You know, some, some crazy conspiracy happens to you and takes over <laughs> your brain. You know, 100%. And you tell Clyde Lewis, my friend, I'm coming for his ass. How about yeah, that? There you go. There How you about- go. <laughs> See, it's getting tense. These last five minutes, it's getting real tense. The gloves are coming off. 
I was just talking about love and I love you, you know. Well, well I, I, try, I love you. I tried to send you, including love, I tried to send you that very lengthy um, email when I let you know about me leaving the network. I put a lot of heart into that. I even had Hope read it like two or three times. No, I read it. No, I know yeah, that. that I Yahoo know that you read email it. made it to me. I, I that would have been even more funny if you didn't read it. You like read read the headline and you're like, all right. <laughs> like, damn, what is this Yahoo email, man? Like, I don't spam. It's got to be spam. Spam. Got to be spam. Well, I, I, no, no. I, I, I read it. In all seriousness, though, I had Hope read this thing because I was so worried about how it was going to come off. And Hope, are you going to jump Listen. in there? That was a cue. Oh yeah, no, he he was worried. <laughs> what are you? What were no, you worried? He was worried, and he just he wanted to make it like known that it was a very cordial thing, and he really didn't want there to be any sort of animosity or anything like that. And I, I'm happy that this is how everything has played out with the fringe, and I'm I'm really happy for everybody. Listen, brother, when I say something, I mean it. If you get a better offer, you should go because you deserve it, right? Like, I'm not going to get mad at you. I love don't, you. Don't tell your girlfriends that, but. Oh, yeah, that's funny, right? <laughs> You're going to say that in front of your girl? Really? Jesus. We dude. joke about all kinds of things. It's okay. Yeah. No, no, you got to tell them that. You got to dare them. You got to tell them. You come on. Gentlemen, we need to have a conversation one of these days offline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I dare you. Well, I didn't, even, I, didn't, I didn't even catch the peach reference, so. I might need a special session, but no, I got your email and I will respond to it. Like, Oh no, that's okay. You don't necessarily have to respond to it. I just wanted to, I wanted to inform people that that's how I communicated to you about the transition and the opportunity. And that, I mean, I wanted, I had hope read it. So I wanted her to confirm that like I was putting a lot of effort and heart into it. Cause I, you know, even though it's a Yahoo email, I wanted to make sure that it, (laughs) It got to you, and it, it had an it had a, an impact. Well, it got to me, and I knew what it was before you sent it. I so would, you guys, yeah. I was I was already like into the Scorpio New Moon thing. I knew some big changes were coming. So when you sent me the text message that said, "Well, I got good news and I got bad news," I was like, "Here it comes!" Like I already knew. I had personal stuff changing in my life. I lost one of my best friends who passed away on me. Like there was all kinds of stuff going on during that, you know, change. Sometimes change is good. Sometimes it's change is change, right? Like it's, it is what it is, brother. And if someone comes along and they're going to give you something to make your life better, you got to take it, dude. You got to. And, but we here have your back. I have your back. Right. So if you know that. And my axe. <laughs> yeah, and my and my sword. And my, and my bow. bow. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of nerds. Yeah, right. right but I don't even know you guys. Are you <laughs> nervous at all, dude? Like seriously, like are you nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah. To go on to the other network after Clyde? Yeah, I mean, are you not nervous like you're worried about I know you're not nervous about your show, but this is something I know you've been looking forward to for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I've always yeah. thought I've always thought that Clyde and I did some stuff that's so similar. It's weird. Some nights we come up with the we don't talk. We just come up with the same show name or the same like exact angle on something unique. And I've always thought that we we would do really good together with uh, Dwayne Radio. Now, the only thing I'm nervous about, and it's just going back to the the buzz thing that Michael mentioned, 
like I know that what I'm doing is is instinctual, it's habitual, it's like in my DNA, it's biological in terms of the content and the angles and how I look at things. My anxiety comes from trying to maintain that while also trying to maintain sanity outside of it. So if anything, I'm kind of worried more about my personal life because the more oh, Jesus dude, that's, yeah, I that's know what my, you're about. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's my issue. And that, and also making sure that like I, and hope knows this cause she sees it and I can admit my compulsion with perfection is so annoying to, to myself. I can't imagine how it is to her other people around me. Like I, I have to constantly find things. I mean, that's how I put shows together. They're just like one synchronistic thing after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. And I, I, fi- I don't find that stuff 10 minutes before the show. I, like I research it and I'm always open to that information coming to me. I get a news article or somebody texts me something. So that, that makes me, you know, anxious in regards to trying to balance the two out. But otherwise I'm, I'm not anxious. I, I know that everything will be great. Yeah, dude, you got this, man. You're going to kill it. You're going to crush it. And then, uh, you're going to every now and then invite your buddies over here as guests on your show, you know? That's what you should do, <laughs> just so we can say hi to your big audience over there. You know? Everybody wants the but big no, audience. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. You deserve the success. Anybody that puts this much amount of effort into radio for this long, doesn't matter, network after network, whatever, you deserve it, dude. You, this whole worried about your ego and the humble stuff, I think, you know what I think, dude? I think it's time to let, it, let all that stuff go. You're always going to be humble, dude, anyways be the bad ass Ryan Gable that you want to be right. And then just forget the rest of it because now you can't worry about what people think because you're going to be too big for that. So you're going to have to just like put a big bucket of fuck it sign up there too. You know, if, if you don't, that's, that's what I call it. But I hate to say that on your show, bro, but that's the truth. That's okay. It's, it's your time. It's your time to shine, bro. I feel that, um, I feel that, just like you said, you can you kind of felt that energy before when I yeah. when I had texted you. I I feel that energy in a positive way, and I feel like this is just like I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't an intuitive, uh, energetic, f- call it flow or call it um, stream. It just felt like I was being positively drawn in that direction. But that also means that like that one email I just read, uh, you know, people were asking you about what's going to come on after you now, what's going to come on the, the fringe. I'm sure it'll lead to something positive for the fringe too. And I'm sure it'll lead to not what I'm doing, but just like there's a transition and in, 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 um, there's a transition occurring. So I'm sure that'll lead to positive things for, for everybody. The one thing I don't like about transitions and planets is when people forget to pay their bills and then they're like, well, that's Mercury, Mercury retrograde. It's like, no, you just forgot to pay your bills. You know, I don't like stuff like that. You can't blame Mercury retrograde on everything, man. You know, so. Hell, I can't hold my beer. Hey, uh, Matt in California that called in earlier said, uh, yes. hey, tell Clyde Lewis hello from Troubled Minds. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Every, everybody. Just saying. Hey, friendly competition. I, nobody's a bigger fan of Clyde Lewis than myself, but also, hey, friendly competition's a good thing. Mud just wants to it's eat. not a sin. And sing karaoke. He does, yeah, like, so sing, he mean, does like singing karaoke. That's cool. That's cool. 
Hope Hope, got, right. Hope also got to go in the studio. We did a show a couple of, like a year ago. Was that a year ago? Yeah, it was about a year ago, a few weeks ago. The KXL studio? No, the new one. And, and what, it doesn't matter if it was Clyde or if it was whoever, but like, what, what did it feel like to be in a radio studio? Radio people are kind of weird, aren't they? Yeah, like I got to meet Clyde and Ron and Wes and Liam, and it was just it was just different because I'd never been in a studio like that, and getting to meet everybody and just see see how everybody runs the board, the big boards. I only see Ryan's little studio, so and I've seen Joe's, but it was it was a cool experience, and I'm happy that they have what they have going on over there. So that's why I get so angry because I have a little board. I'm trying to compensate. I don't have any board. <laughs> I have a virtual board. I don't know what that means. Joe's been through the California education system. He's seen the psychiatrist. He's obtained the sex change. He has no board. He now uh, identifies no. as a board. I identify as a virtual boardman. Yes. You know, so. Virtual, virtual board. A ghost board, as they say. Well, Brian, let's, dude. Is there is there yeah. is there anything you guys want, and not not about me or the show, but like, is there anything else you guys want to add tonight? Anything you've been thinking about? I always feel bad when people don't say something. I'm like, Jess, say something. Michael, say something. Make it even. It has to be even. I don't like unevenness. Say something. Talk for four hours. Say something. I'll say something. I'm just really excited, you know, to be here, and it was an honor to join everybody tonight on your farewell show. Um, it's just really exciting to see you grow and, you know, and see what comes next for you. And I'm just, congratulations, Ryan. It's very exciting. Thank you. And for the other people who didn't call in tonight, who are hosts on the fringe, fuck you. I'm joking. It's a joke, man. It's a joke. Yeah, right. You beat me the punch. So after Jess said something so nice, I was like, I was like, I can't say something nice right now because this, I, I feel like I'm just like, you know, following Jess on something nice. So, um, Hmm. Let me think for just a moment. No, no, never mind. I have this prepared. Let me get my notes. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Congratulations, bro. Uh, go get them. Go slay it. Go uh, again. Uh, don't care about the haters, man. Uh, look, remember the Tupac thing, right? You ain't Tupac. got haters. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel it's okay, you... man. Well, it's like Cat Williams says uh, you got 99 haters today. You got to figure out how to get 100 haters by tomorrow. Something to that effect. I don't remember. That's what, the what quote. he said in his last stand up, too. He's like, look, if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing something right. And he goes, and if y'all haters out there, you ain't got nobody to hate on. He's like, feel free to hate on. Say me. my hair right? ain't luxurious when you know it is, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always going to be angry haters, people. I mean, that's a real thing, dude. We get messages and all kinds of stuff, but. Dude, you ain't even going to be worried about that now, dude. You're just going to be like blowing up the airwaves. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm going to confirm something, though. I'm not, I'm not really worried about haters. I, I kind of like haters. I, I, I kind I of find do. it funny. I told Ryan, I said, hey, man, let's have a show, and we'll just be cool and say, you know, tell it, show everybody how cool we really are. And Ryan's like, yeah, but listen, man, if anybody starts any drama, let me know. Let me <laughs> I know. did. I did say that. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? All right, you know. <laughs> that was good that was a very good impression that was good that's that's pretty much what it was yeah. i used to tell joe that all the time i was like well what did they say did they and it's not an ego thing like i don't i don't want the positive stuff per se like i'm not looking for that i'm not fishing for it i just want to like did someone say something mean what did they say what, what who did i piss off maybe i have a mental problem because that can't be psychologically healthy that I'm always it's looking at. It's not, but it's we not. just kind of look over it, dudes. Because you know, not. it's the radio version of like, yeah, what, 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 what? Say, say something. Say it. Say it. 
you know, it's just like, kind of like if, I don't animalistic. Think if you put Ryan in a utopia and everybody was happy and getting along, I don't think he'd know what to do with himself. I wouldn't. Right? Like, he'd be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> but the, hey, that's how late night radio is, isn't it? For a lot of shows, it's like if the world was a great place, we'd all be out of a job. That's true. That's damn true. Man. Damn. So that we're true. We, we're kind of like we're kind of like big pharma. We're kind of like the medical industry, aren't we? Like if people were healthy, we'd be out of a job. If the world was great, we'd be out of a job. I don't know. I feel like I need to go to the gas station. You got me freaking out. Like, are the Yoohoo's really gone? <laughs> are the Yoohoo's gone? I don't know if the Yoohoo's are gone. You said Yahoo was. You thought Yahoo was gone, not yeah. Yoohoo. It's getting late, dude. It's late. I'm thinking about Yoohoo's and like all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Well, you I, they probably you got something, Michael. West Coast Advantage. <laughs> oh, get yeah, wrecked, dude. I'm in Florida. I keep forgetting. <laughs> get wrecked, Florida, man. Get wrecked, dude, Florida, it's... man. <laughs> that's what I, I do get. that every night, too, and I do a show. I'm like, okay, 9 p.m. Pacific. What time do I go on? Midnight. Son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> and you know, you know, here, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be in, uh, like, mountain time here in Arizona, but they, they're going to keep the, I think Congress is going to vote to keep the daylight savings the way that it is now. So I think we're... We're actually in Pacific time here in Tucson, even though we're supposed to be mountain time. So we're stealing some of that advantage on top of that. You can't like you, I kind of miss Arizona a little bit. You got a good, you got a good governor down there in Florida though. It's, it's hard to beat. You got the beach right across the street. I mean, we got saguaros all around us here though. That's a, it's a beautiful plant. It was nice and beautiful and blue and green today, but, you know, people think, oh, Joe's out there in Daytona Beach just living it up. Living I know. It up. Doesn't that it's how it not, sounds? It's not what you think. Like, there's, I have to dodge, you know, a couple of crackheads on the way to the beach just like anybody else. And then I don't even get to go out there half the time. So you this because I'm usually stuck in here. Let's do a few things real quick and then we can, we can kind of wrap up. Let's do like, um, we'll finish with maybe like a book recommendation. I like book recommendations. We'll do that. Okay. But let's also do this like, it's all about how you say it. It's all about how you express it. So if I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm here in Arizona. I got like a, an apartment and a little studio room here for the show. And doesn't sound great. But if I'm like broadcasting from the Sonoran desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, yeah. that sounds, yeah. that sounds awesome. Right. And it's like, yeah. Joe, Joe's like, he's on Daytona beach. You know, you just got all these ideas. He's out there with, 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 you know, he's got, Dude, he's out there in a swim trunk. I used to say broadcasting from a shack in the, middle of something i used to say that shit i guess that is i i hate marketing but i guess that is marketing it's just how you word it it's no how you it's dude it. it's just fun to say uh give me give me your best intro let's do i'll do our best intros like just something anybody anybody want to do that that's fun the old school do the, broadcasting yeah. from a shack in the mossy creek bottoms of cane creek arkansas that's what i used to say that sounds way better that than the humidity awesome. and the mosquitoes and the drugs and the and the and the crime <laughs> and the and the poverty that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the alligators on sticks at the, at the gas it's station. It's not real. I mean, it was kind of real where I lived, but it's not, it's not like, it's like 80% real. At least mine was like 80% real because it was mossy and I did live in Creek bottoms and it kind of was a shack, mm -hmm. you know? So you guys have any intros? Michael's got a good one, dude. He's broadcasting from the freaking Vegas, the desert. That is a good one. It's like you. Uh, yeah, you want me to say it? You want me to play the clip? Uh, broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Very nice. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 
whatever happens on Troubled Minds stays on Troubled Minds. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> what about you, Jess? I don't want to put you on the spot. You got a cool intro. Uh, no, I just say broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. That's probably better than all of ours, actually. Okay, it's, it is California, it's though. So most of the time. It is California. It is sunny, though, most of the time, so that's true. I got to be honest with you. I hate California so bad that actually that intro depressed me. I'm sorry. Not not California. I was born and raised here. There's nothing I can do about it. I got family here. I've never really been anywhere else either, so I have no comparison. You know, I saw a map. I left. (laughs) Oh, you left? Yeah, I was born in California. That's how I feel, because I had lived in upstate New York my whole life. I was born and raised there, and it's frigid and cold and winter for nine months, so that might depress Ryan more. Uh, That's very depressing. Yes, New York is very... pretty good weather here. got pretty good weather in Southern California. Make make you feel better. I saw a map the other day that said everybody says they hate California and they hate Washington. You see that map? And it's like what they really hate is in just a circle of L.A., Portland... And like Spokane or something. That's 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 the reality of it. Yeah, California is beautiful. It's a shame they have to destroy it. That's what our, that's what archons do, right? Donate, yeah. donate, 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 donate. Blue chickens, archons, reptilians, Illuminati, whatever, whatever. These are demons. Whatever gets you to donate, you know. I think Joe fell asleep. Joe asleep. Oh, what are you talking about? Don't, make sure you donate to the fundraiser. Donate to the fundraiser, friends.fm forward slash donations. That's good. We're at 80%. That's good. That's a good. Is that like on your board there? Mm-hmm. We could. Oh, man, we could do one of those fake UFO alien. I worked in a military base with alien interviews. We're here yeah, tonight with Mark. That's exact. Mark, yes. Mark. Mark. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that and how long did you that. how long did you work with the aliens, sir? <laughs> Uh, minutes. That's about it. Did That's you, all I got. Did you see Element One Fifteen? <laughs> no, no, dude. It's too late. I can't do this, you're, man. You're messing up. Come on, Wilcox. Wilcox never going to want to work with you if you can't keep to your story. Well, keeping. I don't character. have three hundred and thirty-three dollars an hour to pay David Wilcox, man. Like, I don't. You know, like, I, if he did talk to an angel, cool. I try to talk to him all the time, but they, I don't. Honestly know that they're responding <laughs> things just happen and i say okay cool it worked you know so i think I he's, got- he's actually had a meeting with one and i think you got to pay 400 dollars to figure out what's going on i don't know did you hear my show recently on that he said that the archangel michael told him to take a bath in urine in order to obtain telekinetic powers you heard Dude, that? Yeah. are you like are you seriously i that am, can't be real i am a hundred percent true can't be real Hundred percent true. And then he I also know. told us, "What's that, Jess?" I said it's just so ridiculous. But David Wilcox, man, <laughs> we, I made a rap about him too. We made a lot of raps on the fringe. We should have played those tonight. You should have played some. I would have. Loved we them. made a rap once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was one was like um, about the fringe FM, and the, uh, the, it was the fringe FM in the top ten, like Letterman. Yeah, that was yeah, the line. Yeah, I think I can't find it, yeah, but it. My, it Dude, my, I can't rap. It was awful. Like, <laughs> mine was off. I can't do it. I tried. Well, we'll do, maybe we'll have to do, an, do a, a side show. I'll come on Lighting the Void and we'll do a rap battle. Yeah. We'll do a rap battle? No, well, I'll die in the first two minutes. I, I'm not good at 
right now. Rap battle. No rap battle. No, I don't do I don't do improv. I'm not that good. Are you gonna do, go live over there? Are you still no. gonna do like God no, I can't I can barely get my cell phone to work, let alone something that's gonna be live. No, technology yeah. just doesn't work, unfortunately. It's a ghost he, machine. Clyde's still staying live though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. There's nothing that's gonna really be interfering with either one of our shows. They're just giving me a platform to they want to put me after Clyde and I get to keep my archive. They want to give me advertising, like um they wanna give me I don't know help help me get advertisers and then help me work with them to get um get their archive and our archive kind of sold and it's just basic basically that. Nothing so you really can tell special. those water filter people to kiss your ass, right? Like no, these, I, I no like one's the buying filters. the water filters. They are, they like, are. Someone just bought one and they emailed <laughs> me and they said, I just bought a water filter. Thank you. Those are pretty damn good water filters, actually. So they're buying them. Yeah. Saves you money on bottled water, especially if you live in a crappy or not crappy place, but a place that has crappy water. Florida's pretty bad with the water. Dude, yeah. yes. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. I actually got it. I got a new affiliate too with the new uh, archive company called Transistor. They're the only ones that could figure my technical problems out and they helped me resolve them. And oh, thank cheap. God. One technical problem. One technical problem. But you still have more? I, I don't. Which ones don't I have, really? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just uh, want. All right. So I just, I just want happen, paper. Dude. Like, listen, when you, go, when you go over to Ground Zero, and if you continue to have these problems, just we're going to, you need to contact me and we're going to do a massive ritual. Like we're going to like slay some demons, dude. We got to get this thing done. Get the buzzsaw ready. Yeah. yeah. Because nothing else is working. I'm going to have to pull out the, the hardcore, like, you know, defense magic on some things. It's got to be a curse or something. Give, it's got to be. I don't know. Give me another demon. I've got the cards here still. Give me a demon. I'm just going to. See if you can get the the a third one. I already said Belial, Leviathan. Which was the other one that I said? Uh, and then Beelzebub. Uh, Paymon. 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 I said Paymon. Uh, no. What's that? Asmodeus. Ah, Asmodeus. Ah. That's he got it. He got it. He got it. That was on top. Asmodeus. He got Asmodeus. Man, you guys are on top of things. These guys are psychics. Donate. Donate. Uh, donate. 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 Monster manual. 1983. Wait, what's First that? Edition <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Donate, donate, donate. Or are you trying to get me to? Oh, I'm being, I'm being sarcastic because like people, because I've seen this on YouTube. Like women will just be like, yeah, check out my tits. And then if they make $1,000, $10,000. Wilcox like, hey, I took a bath and piss. And people are like, hey, here's $10,000. People are like, hey, man, I saw aliens last night in my backyard. You know, like that Stan Romanek story after he touched all the kids or had child porn. And then he said he saw the aliens. It was all made up, all fake. He made a bunch of money and the people promoting him made a bunch of money. But like you can't you, you can't make money if you're just being honest. So I'm just joking. Just joking. Do you think I could get a few dollars if I show my tits? I think you probably could. I think there's an audience for that. There's always an audience for it. You're not even joking. You're being I'm not joking. Right I bet now. I bet you there's an audience. <laughs> okay, let me tell you let me tell you something. This is kind of embarrassing, maybe it's maybe inappropriate. Poor but hope. I go I go I've told her this. I told her this. I go to the gym. And I don't really look at people. They don't really look at me. Some people look and they stare at me. It's usually because the shirt I have on. But when I see like, when I see like a, like a, it's men and women. When I see like a woman with like clearly fake breasts and she looks plastic, like she's from Los Angeles, 
I want to see her naked, but not inappropriately. I just want to understand, like, how does the plastic work? How do you incorporate that with plastic surgery into the body? So I'm not interested sexually. I'm interested in, like, I just want to take the washing machine apart and put it back together and see how it works. And that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm, there's, I'm sure there's somebody that would, would pay you a lot of money to take ex- your shirt off. Yeah. An experience like that in Portland when I got trapped out there. You did get trapped had, out in Portland. That's a horrible place to get trapped. They had one of those dungeon things. This homeland guy's, guy's like, that's a, that's a dungeon. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Do you remember when we went into and that I said, store? Dude, that's not real. And he goes, no, it's real. I said, <laughs> I said, are you serious? And he goes, I said, I want to see this. And he goes, you want to see that? I said, no, I don't want to see it. I got to see, gotta it, see right? it. Right. Like, cause I don't think this is real. But it was real. Like Portland's a oh, jacked up city. Dude. It is. It is. I burnt like I still have scars like in my brain from that city. Portland will mess you up. I mean, it's just anything. Like you want to see. It's just like you want to see things that you can't believe they're real. Yeah. Some. Why are we talking about paying you to take your shirt off though? This is getting weird. Because <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when you stay up late. It is. This is how marathons go. I thought we would get a donate a donation by now, but donate. Is donate, anybody gonna? Is, and it's not working. So. <laughs> well, you got to say in the background. This is the background, like while someone else is talking. Donate, 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 donate. Oh, I can tell you guys a real one of these days. I'll tell a very embarrassing story about Ryan, but but I don't think it was. It, I embarrassed Ryan by accident. Yeah, but I'll tell it later. I'll wait until you get famous. I feel like I embarrass myself all the time, and I feel like you guys, you guys, you guys have all these, all these stories. Well, I'm going to get you to tell me what it is, so then I can actually tell it myself, I'll and just, then it won't be black. Okay. So, do you don't remember when we went to Portland, oh, and I, I had to buy a certain item, right? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. And we walked in, and it, they treated. They thought we were like together yes. or something. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. And I was also spooked because we walked in, they were playing Billie Eilish too. Yeah. Remember that? They sure as hell were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've been on lots of adventures, right? That's an Aries thing. Like maybe I'll try that. No, if it sucks, I'm not doing it no more. Right. Portland is something that I tried. I don't, I don't do it no more. I'm done. Yeah. But it's not yeah. like, it's not like trying broccoli or something or a Brussels sprout. After, yeah. after a while, like if you don't like those things, you know, the taste leaves your mouth. Portland's a scar and it's deep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's my, that's my experience. I feel like hope fell asleep. Is hope asleep? Hope. Yeah. She I'm not asleep. asleep. No, she's not asleep. I, no, I, no, no. I am yelling in the other room. I guess I almost moved to Portland. Do you almost moved to Portland before? Yeah. Before I met Ryan. Thank God you stopped that dude. <laughs> You stopped it. Yeah, that was I'm, beautiful. You saved it. <laughs> no. no, but seriously, like, dude, I could, I could talk for two days about some of the adventures I've been on with Ryan and all this stuff. And I don't know. It's hard to like end the stream, but we have yes, to end this. Thing, yes. It's, you know? it's very hard. I, I, I wish we could have, I wish we could just continue to go and go and go. I don't want to end the stream either. Wrap it. Hey, you said uh, one book recommendation. Yeah, hit, hit me with horn. it. Let's end the same effort. You guys ready? I'm ready. Who's ready? Who's first? I'm not going first. I have to think. Hard to pick. 
Somebody hard, nobody knows, nobody has any book. Come on, Joe, you got to go first. You got all kinds of books. Oh. I brought it up. I'll go first. I'll give a you a cult arcana by Ryan Gable. There you yeah. go. Now There's we're talking. It's a good See? Book. Hey, hey, <laughs> what's up, Hope? Bye, 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 bye. Anybody else? I got all kinds of books here. I don't know. I can start rattling them off, dude. Um, this is a big question. People ask me. I would me always this all recommend Journeys Out of the Body by Robert Monroe. Journeys Out of the Body, Robert Monroe. That's that's I talk about that till the cows come home. So yeah, that's mine. People ask me this question a lot. It's one of the most consistent questions over ten years. What is your book recommendation? So that's why I'm so I'm asking you guys. There's so many. It's a good. That's it's a good one. There's a few. I'm going to go with uh, Who Wrote the Bible by Richard Elliott Friedman. And uh, if you haven't read that, it's a, it's a good one, Ryan. You'd probably be into that. Noted. I've never heard of that before. What's the guy's name? Richard Elliott Friedman. I'll send you a link. Richard Elliott Friedman. Okay. And uh, Jess, I believe you have a book called How to Survive California. Is that the... Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, you can buy that on Amazon, Kindle, 99 cents. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now, that's the book is the book is cheaper than a gallon of gas. It's a real yeah, deal. It's, yeah, it's a, it's over six dollars, about six and a half dollars right now. Um, uh, I don't know. One of my favorite, but I don't. And this is hard. Jeez, it isn't it a hard question. It's yeah, it is because it's like, well, if I'm going to pick one book, two, and then I'm like, everybody's going to judge me on the book I pick. Right. Why didn't you pick this other book, Jess? What are you yeah, trying to hide? I know, and I, know, and I have like five books in front. Of me. I got books all around, but I don't know. Ah. How about three? I'll give give us three, because we're trying to stretch out the stream as long as possible. Because it's I sad. Know, I know. So give us three. Take your time. Okay, I'm going to take my time. Hold on. Let me look through my Kindle real quick. I've got I've got a couple recommendations. If you like history, oh. if you like American history, there's a book called Miracle at Philadelphia. That's a really good book if you like American history. If you don't care about history, I would suggest if, if you're going to uh, select a book to read that's more so, let's say, magical or mythical. Obviously, I, I can't recommend The Secret Teachings of All Ages because I think that's been overdone a million times. But really anything by Israel Regardi, and I think Joe would agree with me, those are uh, excellent books. I haven't read all of them, uh, but those are excellent books by Israel Regardi on, on yep. that subject. And if you, a really good book on UFOs, there's, I got two. If you haven't read alien agenda by Jim Mars classic, but so is uh, above top secret by Timothy. Good. I have that. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good, any of the Timothy good books are really good. So is, so is the book, uh, the gods of Eden. That's a really, really good book by William Bramley. It's kind of a combination of history, mythology, aliens, all kinds of stuff. It's a good book. Did you figure out uh, figure out a book recommendation yet? I'll throw a book out there. I guess one of my favorite like UFO kind of books is uh, Passports to Magonia by Jack Vallée. That's classic. I love that book. It's one of my favorites. Do you have a do you have a copy of that or is that on your Kindle? It's on my Kindle because it's out of print. I was looking to buy one. It was like one hundred and fifty dollars or something. <laughs> right. I hope it, I hope they reprint it, but like I'm always looking at used books and trying to find things like that. Yeah. Well, we got some book recommendations. I don't know if there's if there's anything else. Is there any any final words? Like I see Michael waving. 
Devil horns, bro. Devil you got horns. horns. I got these. Beelzebub. One, one more card. Is it Beelzebub this time? <laughs> no, he, actually, he was number two. He was under the deck there. Ah, so. shit. Oh, it was, it was Asmodeus still. Uh, all right. I also Asmodeus. have I have Malthus, Astaroth. Some of these demons, like they, there's different names. Some of these, like a cat demon. There's the guy. There's the there's a demon named um, uh, Gon. I think his name is Gonjet or something. But there's like a weird new. Um, there's a re- weird linguistical tie-in with like you know ganja. I was thinking the Eminem song. It must be the ganja. It's the marijuana. But it's like a weird tie-in where he's talking about ganja and smoking marijuana, but it, it relates to the demon and letting the demon take possession of you. But it has it has nothing to do with weed. That was an interesting interesting thing I read when I read that card. Anyway, though, I think is that it? Is that it, Joe? Is that we out of gas? We're out of gas. I'm I'm not, because I'm going to start admitting all kinds of stuff I should admit about myself. Like, well, the later it gets, I know. Well, that's what's okay. Well, let's let's hear one of them. You know. <laughs> no. Now everybody's awake. No. Now everybody's awake. No, now we're we not going to sink Joe before oh. uh, Ryan leaves. Sink Joe. No, no, no. We got to we got to hold something together here. All right. Like, I will. What's up, Hope? Hey, how you doing? That's a live radio show bomb. Is that what they would mm. call that? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, no, but serious, like, um, the only thing I'll tell you what I'm worried about yeah. because you've become such good friends. I've become, I don't have like many close friends at all. And usually where I, I'm at, I'm totally alone and lots of people are. So when you have good friends, you want to hold on to them. Right. So, and I know how professional you are. So I know as soon as I end the stream, I'm not going to be talking to you as much as I used to talk to you. That's what I know, you know, so stay in touch, brother, you know, don't run, don't run off and like, and you can always hit me up for advice. If you need help with something, you know, not that me I give too. good advice anyways, but you know, me too. With that technical curse, we're going to work out those <laughs> demons, Ryan. We're going to work out those demons. I promise you. <laughs> If you can't tell, I gave up on it. I was like, that's he either a demon or I don't know what the hell it is. You know? Yeah, whatever demon so. it is, it's not in my tarot deck. <laughs> it's not in my no. Colin de Plancy dictionary infernal. It's not in there. I don't know. That's a that's a different grimoire, man. Dude, I don't know what it is, but you'll get rid of it. And if you don't, when you go over there, let me know, and I'll, dude, I will get some goats, and we'll sacrifice some stuff. <laughs> we'll get rid of this thing. By goats, you mean actual goats, not kids, right? Kids, goats, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that what I mean? A kid. The animal. Oh a, oh, a little kid and a baby goat. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, yeah it's, I don't yeah. sacrifice children. But then that funny but, about, and funny when you read that stuff, it's like sacrifice a kid, and people think it's like an actual human, but it means a goat, because the language is different. I feel like this is a trap. This is a trap. No, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Like, if you read a grimoire, a lot of them will say, like, you know, you need the fresh lamb skin and then you need the, like, you need the blood of a kid. But, it, but the, oh, right, a kid dude, is a You know what goat. you should do a show on? Like, have you, one night you should read the Greek magical papyri, right? The PGM. Mm-hmm. Now, read that. And it's got every stupid spell under the sun with the animals and everything. You name it. Oh, I love stupid There's, spells. Dude, there's 3,000 radio shows in that book. (laughs) 
I'm telling you. There's good stuff like that. There's some weird stuff like that. I'm guessing similar things in the Magus as well by Francis Barrett. Some weird oh, yeah, like, good combinations of, I don't know, oils and blood and feathers and stuff like that. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with the with the with the. I mean, you don't want to have a black rooster, black hen, right? Don't want to mess no. with that. Nope. Yeah, I, I we could get onto into that because I I'm, I get very concerned when I go to bookstores and I see that kind of stuff promoted, like magic to get what you want. I saw one today actually. It said using like natural magic to get the things you want. Like that's probably not a good thing. You know, like you shouldn't be using th- to, what 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 is it that you want? Money and like sex. Like you shouldn't be using magic to forcibly obtain those things. That's not good. And you shouldn't be using magic. No, you don't. No, but of course I want those things. But like, you don't want, you don't want like, you don't have to do magic to get them. Right. You can just do what you love, and you'll get money and sex, which is magical. Just keep doing it in and of itself. Right. That's magical. Yes. I mean, like what we're doing right now is magic. It's magic. Well, see, right now, now the the subconscious mind is kicking in, and the walls are coming down, and the more exhausted you, people used to do this. They used to excite themselves to the point of exhaustion, and then they would use that exhaustion to to hallucinate, and that's how some people would perform their rituals. In fact, I think um, I was just reading about that today. Was it? It was at Eliphas. Levi, he did. I think he did that. Yeah, he did a. Yeah, he tried to summon uh, Apollonius of Tyana in the Mm. story of the Lamia, and yeah, he got he just he stayed up and he just kept like putting all this energy into it till he started to hallucinate. That's what a lot of people would see. They're hallucinating from lack of sleep, or he. I mean, he he wrote about things like people used to cross their eyes and stare at their nose until they would like damage their ocular nerves, and then they'd start to hallucinate. Like those are not good things. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that no. to see ghosts because that's not you're just gonna you're not gonna see ghosts. Right. Well ghost cats, maybe but Ghost Cat. Ghost cat. I love how that has been enduring through the entire show. That guy has to feel good. Yeah. He's in, he's influenced the whole show. Well, I guess that's it. I guess that's unfortunately it. This is the end of the secret teachings on the fringe FM. That's right. That's right, brother. It's been a hell of a run, but we'll still, we'll still like, we'll still talk to each other. You know what I mean? We're still buddies. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk. And I, uh, I would like to, um, you know, if there's anything like you said about working together on certain things like, like ideas and yeah, you can call me and ask me questions too. I mean, same thing with you guys. I don't know if you want to ask me questions, Jess or Michael, if you have questions that I can answer, I don't know if I do, but yeah, you guys can always contact me. Yeah, well, thank you. And if you have questions for me, you probably won't because I don't know much. So, but you know, <laughs> how do you survive in that state? <laughs> oh yeah, well I know that. <laughs> Dude, we need like we love you, Ryan. We got to get out of here though before like hope chloroforms your ass, dude. I'm telling you. Does right she now. have the reg? I can't see. She might. She might have it back there, dude. I'm sure she's tired as hell. I'm sure everybody is, but. Well, we all love you, man. You have the rag? You know? There's no rag. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, no. I love you guys, too. Friend, it's been, it's been, right. It has been a wild ride from there. It has been a wild ride. From the start to the finish. And well, well, as you cue up the music, how long has it been? It's been over, I think it's been over 400 Dude. episodes. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a very long time. 
three, four, it's been four, four years or so, something to that effect. All right. Well, thank guys. Thank you guys. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Jess. Good luck. Go get them. Thank you. Make I'll- us proud. Make us proud, Ryan. Make us all <laughs> proud, brother. And I will. Good night, y'all. Have a good night. I should say, stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. rdgable at yahoo.com. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs>
I need an RE20 cover. Like I lost, I think I lost all of mine. I got like a pack of 15 of them on Amazon for like eight bucks. Yeah. So yeah, they exist. Even I have extras of those. I have a bunch of really. Yeah, but uh, the colored ones are really cool. China, but (laughs) it's definitely it's definitely cancerous. It's definitely communist. Pretty sure it's communist for sure. It's definitely slave made. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm gonna go get a fucking yoo-hoo, dude. You should have never talked about that, that shit. <laughs> That's we- that's a Uyghur-made microphone uh, cover, right? Uh, well, totally. all I know what I was gonna tell you. I, know I was gonna tell you. Um, I told you before that when I lived in Florida, I used to when when I had my first apartment, when I saw crazy people or I knew people were gonna pull some shit because I've always been very, you know, cautious of things. And what I would do is I would see somebody Recording coming towards stopped. me. And I would, I'd see somebody coming towards me and I'd start like shaking my head and just being like, hey, ah, ah, just like screaming and, and you got to act crazier than they do. And so I haven't done that forever. And I, I'm tired of these drug addicts coming up to me at the gas station. So I did it the other day. This guy starts, he's walking up. He's like, it's like the walking dead. He's covered in like sores and <laughs> stuff. So he's like pulling his way over to me. And I, and I was like, all right, I, I, I had put the gas in the car and I was waiting for it to fill up. So I went over to him and I, I did it. I, I, hit him off i was like yo man man you got man what's going on man you got a dollar i said i need a dollar man i need a dollar pay for this gas man i need a dollar can you get a dollar you dollar, dollar? For real? yeah yeah I, I said that shit to him and then he got on man then we got in a fight it was pretty funny but that's what you got to do you got to you got to hit them off first you got to ask them for the dollar if they're going to really don't fuck with you that's right if they're yeah. going to rob you you got to rob them first yeah, you got to act crazy. You got to pretend. I mean, obviously, people like that, they prey on weak people and people they think that they can fuck up. And clearly, if you indicate that you're not to be messed with, it's just like an animal in the jungle, you know? Well, brother, you know, I've, these bastards down here, I think I fit in here, like, because everybody's a little stupid and crazy, you know? So it's Florida. I don't know. You see the. There's one of the first Florida man, Florida woman stories in the news today. A, a Florida couple. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, it was fantastic. This guy was apparently getting a, they were having sex in the car while he was driving and they slammed, nobody died, nobody barely got hurt, but they slammed dead on into a, into a FedEx truck. But the headline, no. yeah, and the headline was Florida man, Florida woman get into wreck over sex act, which is, I've never seen a Florida man and Florida woman in the same story before. That's that's a new almost thing. happened to me once, but not in a FedEx truck. Yeah. But. Well, now if you do it in Florida, it'll just be that's just the nightly news. That's normal. Normal. What website did you pull up for that? That was uh, use Yahoo. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo! I swear to God, it was oh. Yahoo News. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's where I get a lot of my news from. It's Yahoo. You're not going to be in my computer anymore freaking me out at 3 o'clock in the morning anymore, though. I know that shit. Right? I can't log in anyway, so if something's in it, it's not me. Yeah. Anyway, though, well, let's you, let's call it a night because I know you look like you're going to pass out. I'm about to fall on my before face right go, now. Before I go, Jess, 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 I, I, I check in on you from time to time. Keep it up. Keep it up. Time and pressure. Time yes, and pressure. Keep, yes, keep it up. You're getting better. You're getting better. You're getting better. You're getting better. Uh, I'm watching. I'm watching. Keep it up. Keep it up. Very nice. Very nice. Love you guys. Have a good one, guys. Have a fantastic night. I'll catch you soon. You know where to find me. Stay in touch, Ryan. Thank you guys for coming on. Have a good night. No problem, brother. Later. Bye, Jess.
was listening to no Dave Cruz came to me because he because we were talking about subjects and Dave Cruz came to me and he said, listen, uh, I know the subject matter you talk about. Have you ever heard Ryan Gable? Have you ever heard his show? And I said, no, I ne- I've never heard the guy. He said, you got to listen to it. So I found his show on the paranormal radio app. And, and, you know, Dave Cruz and I, we were looking for radio hosts at the time. And as soon as I heard him talking and speaking, I thought, man, this guy knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. He's got good formatics. He sounds like he's been on the radio forever. Right? Like he sounds like a primetime radio host to me. No, I think Ryan's show was, I think his show was, uh, maybe it was on a Saturday or something at two o'clock or something like that. And I thought to myself, there's no way this guy, this guy should be either a morning uh, host or a nighttime host four or five nights a week minimum. He's that good. And so I reached out to him and we had a discussion And the first thing that Ryan warned me about was just how many networks that he had been kicked off of, right? How many networks he'd been kicked off of and for what reasons? And I couldn't believe it because I was just getting into the game myself. Like I had no idea about all the drama and the bullshit that, that happened in this radio world. You couldn't talk about certain subjects. You couldn't say certain things. I didn't even know you couldn't curse if you wanted to be on terrestrial radio. I didn't know any of this stuff. But it wasn't for cursing, right? It was for, it was for saying things that he was really passionate about. And you could really hear in his voice the things that really mattered to him. And on top of that, on top of the content itself, he had great formatics right and i thought damn so he was on l and m i think at the time and i said look man i just want to have you on the network I, I don't care if you stay on the other network i really don't care and he was like yeah well let me he's really a loyal guy he's like let me talk to michael and we'll see what what happens I'm going to tell you a story because I may not get to talk about this when everybody comes on because here in a little bit, Michael and Jess are going to come on. I think Alex X and Mike call in. You guys are welcome to call in too. And I thought, man, this is the guy that I've been looking for. And this was before Michael came along too, because Michael's another one that I thought kind of the same thing about. And then, uh, Alex and Jess. And I thought, man, he's got to go on four or five nights a week. So we did this thing back and forth where he was on the L and M, then he was with us. And then there was a bunch of drama that happened and I could not believe the amount of bullshit and drama that was in, in this realm, you know, as far as he's like just unnecessary drama, unnecessary, you know, truths that really weren't true and things like that. And I don't think either me or Ryan ever any cared about that. We just loved doing radio and we became friends. Long story short, we created the fringe late night first with me and him and before Michael came along and they ended up moving to New York and I made really good friends with Ryan. 
see a lot of you guys think that he's just a uh an asshole radio host maybe or a really good radio host depending on how you look at him and that's it but he's the guy that actually has a heart he did a lot of good things for me while i was in new york it was it was when i left the shack i put the whole radio station i put the whole radio station in my honda civic in my white honda civic and drove to new york from arkansas and i'd lived in arkansas for 37 years of my life so this is a pretty scary deal for me i mean even though i'm an, an adult it was still pretty scary and when i got there you know i immediately started having fun although new york was terrible it's awful but ryan was a good friend to me it, it felt i felt like i belonged there and I was going through a lot of personal stuff too. If you guys have been listening for a while and if it wasn't for Ryan, I'm not quite sure if I would have made it through it or not, but we became buddies. Ryan was there. Um, we did raps together. Ryan was there, uh, when I did my, uh, under, I guess when I went under hypnosis and I had to train him on this $3,000 playout system or whatever overnight, and he did the best he could for me. Um, he, he backed up, he, uh, hosted my show when I was driving across the country and I was calling in, you know, we had a lot of good times together. And, You know, I always told him that that one of these days, someone was going to give you a better opportunity than what I have to offer. And if that day ever comes, I want you to go. <laughs> and uh, I'm really proud of it. Because no matter what, this is what I'm talking about. No matter what, no matter how many people came against him, no matter how many technical problems he had, no matter how many times he talked about a subject, no matter how many times people told him this or that or came against what he was doing or saying, he kept the spirit going. He kept going. And I have this quote that I think is, uh, I think is pretty paramount. My Israel Regardian, I'm sure you've heard it before. Um, <clears throat> where he talks about how consistency is better than anything. He says consistency is better than genius. It's better than uh, educated people. There's plenty of educated derelicts out there. Consistency is better than talent. There's plenty of, there's tons of wasted talent out there. It's persistency and consistency that pays off. And I've watched this guy struggle with everything under the sun for years and years, waiting to get his due, just wait, but he never gave up. And I mean, I mean, Ryan has come across the technological problems that, um, 
that he was having, a lot of it was a mystery to me, to be honest with you. It was a complete freaking mystery. And I think it happened on purpose. I think it happened for a reason. Because it was time for the change that I told you guys. I told you that Scorpio moon, things were going to change for all of us, including me, the fringe, everybody. Everybody had something that was, you know, I lost one of my best friends that during that moon. So it's, it's really tough to, uh, it's really tough to see him go because he's part of the family. But at the same time, what's happening right now, I believe is the spirit of the fringe FM. If anybody on the station gets a better offer because they were hurt or the fringe FM helped them or whatever, I, I would expect them to go. And that's what I want this network to be a launch pad for people that want to have a show of free speech and fun. Like when you listen to troubled minds radio, you hear how much work and passion and drive that Michael puts into his show. You hear the same thing with Jess. Like these are these people's dreams. This is what they love to do. It's not a joke. And, uh, Ryan has set an example for not just people on this network, but for podcasters and other people alike. I've seen Ryan get thrown to the wall. That show, I think it was Union of the Unwanted. Big, big internet celebrities just, you know, trying to come down on this guy. And he stood his ground and said what he thought. He was passionate about what he felt and what he thought. And he didn't try to start anything. And it wasn't about ego. He was just trying to have a conscious debate with these people. And there were, there were some people saying, yeah, I love it. And then, you know, this, uh, <laughs> so people say in YouTube, right, man, I love this. This is cool. And other people, oh, this guy sucks. And after a while you start learning, that's part of the radio. People are going to love you. They're going to hate you. But the idea is, uh, to speak your mind or. I mean, there's some radio hosts out there you just cannot hate. I mean, like Michael Strange, like, how can you, like, everybody loves that guy. How can you not, right? So um, what I've seen over the years, there's a lot of drama when things like this happen. A lot of chit-chat and social networking and hating and stuff going on that's totally unnecessary. What's happening right now for Ryan is a good thing. So here in about 30 minutes, because I still have to kind of do the lighting, the void thing, I'm going to take an hour off my show and we're going to bring Ryan on. We're going to bring Michael on. And I think Jess is going to come on too. And whoever else wants to come on or call in. And we're all going to give Ryan a big fat congratulations because he's going over with Clyde Lewis. Now I've met both Clyde. I've met Clyde too. When I went to Portland and hung out with both of them, they're like two peas in a pod. They fit well together. They talk about a lot of the same things. And what's happening right now is the start of Ryan's dream. And he's been doing radio for 10 years or more. And I think it's an example to all of us to what happens when you just keep following your heart. 
I knew. Do you maybe be honest with you? Let me be honest with you. Really honest with you. I knew it was going to happen way before today. You know, I was just counting the days. They were already after him already over there. And he stayed loyal to the fringe when he didn't have to. But the opportunity he has now is one that I, I, I don't think anybody would turn down. To go on five nights a week after Clyde Lewis with his audience is a very big deal. Clyde's probably number one in the parapolitical world right now as far as radio listeners go, and it's a massive audience. And I couldn't be happier for the guy. So tonight, we celebrate Ryan Gable leaving the Fringe FM. It doesn't mean Ryan Gable's leaving. He's always going to be around, but we have to have this ceremony, right? We have to do it the right way. And I hope to keep, I hope he keeps climbing, man. And I know he's going to get bigger and bigger and become one of the biggest late night radio hosts there ever was. Mark my words. I said it today. We'll be right back. I travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to get used by you. Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be a... Damn, dude, I almost started crying. I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to start crying. Like, what the fuck, dude? You know? We're not on, we're not on the radio? No. You got to fancy routing, Joe. What's up? No, that didn't go out on the radio. Don't cry, man. No, no, I'm, I'm saying me, me. talking over. The no, radio. no, you're not on the radio. No, I got, vo- dude, I got voice meter banana on here and voice meter banana over there, and I'm using the V-band, right? So that's my streaming computer, and this is my mic and personal computer, but the mic will go to the streaming computer if I hit the right output, you know. Damn right. I haven't set that up yet, but I don't think I need it. That's, that's a little complicated for me yet. Yeah, but it's cool, right? Because now, now I have V-band, so now I got, like, all these outputs and inputs that I can fuck with, you know. Same thing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. Ryan's a good dude. I, I uh I haven't spent a ton of time with him, but clearly and obviously, like he's not, uh, he's not your average cat. That's for sure. Right? No, 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 I'm not. And you're not either, dude. I'm not looking for average cats. I'm looking for motherfuckers that are trying to change the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just got to get back on board with what, you know, my show, man, not just to help you and, and the station. Now I've been thinking, dude, I've been like really thinking about that shit a lot. I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking do something heavy, dude. You know? like and really start shifting shit up something hey uh what we need to talk we'll talk about it uh clearly this is not the time but we'll we'll uh we'll talk about this stuff i got some ideas if you're open to it then uh we'll uh hell yeah yeah because i got uh clearly i was like oh ryan man ryan's a big chunk like you said he's he's like half of this right he's half of this mostly well i mean yeah i mean at late night i would say yeah yeah I mean, he's been but, uh, a long time. But Ryan's no stranger to competition either. Like, and, and friendly competition to me is badass. It's good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
be uh, be the best you can be. That's all you need. Should I need to get my drink? Yeah, dude. I thought <clears throat> I thought for a second there. I was like, "Fuck, dude! I'm gonna start bawling like a little bitch." <laughs> you got. Me. I'm here. If you start bawling like a little bitch, I'll uh, I'll, I'll sing and dance or something. You I'll, just I'll, chime I'll... in and be like, "Man, man, Joe." Yeah. <laughs> you I'll clown. bring you back on too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't, that's cool. I'll wait. It's no problem. I'm here. I'm here. If you need me, if you don't need me, go right ahead, man. It's all good. Dude, what the fuck? I closed my phone system. That was stupid. I didn't even mean to do that. Like, this is the best phone system other than that one that you use that I've ever seen for like what we do. And I, I just paid for it and closed it. Like that's fucking my brain's all fucked up. Like shut it down. Like, <laughs> or like close, no, close the, the browser. Right. You know, so like, uh, you've seen it before though. Hybrid, right? Yeah. 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 Hybrid. Yep. Uh, the thing I don't like about it is those damn sliders. It's like, I wish you could just push a button and they're on and they're off, you know, like you of- can, you can set it to that and you hit the on button at okay. the bottom and it'll just pop up and pop down. Okay. All right. You still have so. to click it though. It doesn't have like macros for your keyboard or anything. No, nah, no, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm not that spoiled. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> that would be cool though. Wouldn't it? That would be cool. That would be cool. Fuck. All right. Here we go. Let me. Uh, People who want to look taller but can't afford shoes. And remember, Ed's elevator socks come in three convenient sizes tall, taller, and get out of my way, shorty. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Do you want to know the truth? Are UFOs real? Are aliens visiting Earth? Are governments around the world hiding the biggest secret in history? We're UFO Seekers, official partner of The Fringe FM, and we're on a hunt for the truth. Join us as we investigate locations like Area 51 by subscribing on YouTube at youtube.com slash UFO Seekers. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. To call Joe, pick up the phone, dial 1-800-588-0335, toll free from the United States or Canada. Lighting the Void. I'm your host, Joe Roop. Tonight, we're doing the Ryan Gable send-off, and uh, I got Michael Strange here with me in the house, and I think more people are going to start coming in, but the phone lines are open, 1-800-588-0335. You got something to say? I would wait till Ryan gets on. Ryan will be here in about 20 minutes, and uh, we're just going to hang out all night and have him give him a send-off and shoot the shit and... It is sad. Someone in chat, Michael, said it's uh, 
oh man, this is sad, you know. It's kind of sad, but it's also good, don't you think? I think it's a it's it's monumental to me. What do you think so, brother? Oh yeah, sorry, am I on? Uh, what's up? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're here. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, this yeah. is this is a good thing. This is this is one of those things that it's like um the reason you do this is so you can kind of make those steps up, those incremental steps up, right? I mean, what's the point of doing all the hard work without the steps that come with it? The the reward that comes from all that work. Uh, Ryan's a good dude. Uh, he's a uh, he's a hell of a, a tech guy. We we got to talk about your tech skills, Ryan, because I got a real problem, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I. I struggle with it too, man. Like when I, so he has a way of learning something that's different. That's what, when I lived in New York, I realized this, I was like trying to show him how to put something on the playout system and he'll do it once he can, once he does it like four or five times, he, you don't have to teach him nothing anymore, right? It's done. That's the only thing. It may take some time to get it in there, but once it's in there, it's done. You'll never have to retrain him again. Right. But yeah, yeah. The, just, just to be clear, just to be clear too, I wasn't bagging on Ryan. I, it was a reference to, we were trying to set some stuff up, stuff up tonight. And, uh, he, he keeps telling me, he's like, Mike, I'm telling you, I'm cursed. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. <laughs> like, Come on, Ryan, it's not that bad. You got me. I'm, I'm backing you up. Let's do this. I'm really good at this stuff. And every single turn, Ryan had something go wrong with this computer or that computer yeah. or that app. I'm telling you, I was like, okay. Like I said, I've said this before. I kind of don't believe in curses. All right. Well, but again, the universe doesn't give a damn what I believe. I've said this recently quite a bit, but also now after working with Ryan Gable on his audio for like a couple hours, I'm starting to believe in curses. I got to tell you that. Uh, Dude, (laughs) I said the same thing. Right. And what it, what it might be is it might be one of those signs from the universe. It's like, listen, you, you need to make this transition. Like when Watch what happens when he makes this transition. And I swear y'all has nothing to do with anybody's skills or anything like that. But when he makes this transition, watch, it'll be smooth. You see, because it was, that's what was supposed to happen. And this is, this is kind of what I believe, Michael, like you can plan stuff and all kinds of stuff and do the best you can. And we're supposed to do the best we can. But if the universe has something in store with you, it's going to figure out how to make it happen. And you guys, I know this sounds stupid, but he's not playing. Michael finally got a taste of what I've been talking about with Ryan. Like I've seen Ryan stuff, his podcast stuff, shut down his website, shut down his computer, shut off his board, go out like everything under the freaking sun just happened to him. And you feel sorry for him because it's like, you know, it's not him. You know, it's not him. It's something weird that's going on. Right. <laughs>